Same thing. Karaoke? Yeah. At where? Same place. At oh. Mr. E's? Two yeah. nights back to back you went? There must be a waitress there. There's yeah. 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 There's no, there's there's no, no, I mean, it's because the people, some of the people, one of the bartenders are, uh, I'm getting, I got to know very well. Female? So. Yeah, of course. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> why would you say you're not going to go out once a month? I, I, I don't know why I do the things I do, Dieter. It's just like, it's incomprehensible sometimes. When did you start your 12-month plan? It was, a, it was a, after, it was a, Right after I went out the first time earlier this month, and it's like, as like, as I said, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. But uh, just sometimes I so, can't resist. Okay, that. so wait. I last week, last week you started your twelve month challenge. Yeah, it was. And last... this week you've already broken yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, twice. You forget twelve days. No, forget no. twelve months. Twice, you're right. Twice he broke it. Twice. Oh. And then Charlie's bar crawl's coming up, and I'm still oh, on the fence about going to that. Go. Oh, no, no, you said you're coming. You said you're coming. Well, now, uh, um, I'm not like, I like that. I'm still on the fence. I'm 50-50. Well, how's that going to be any... It's going to be a thousand better than the karaoke at Mr. E's. Oh, oh, well, no, you don't have that same toothless bartender, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> invite her, um, invite her along. Ooh. Real funny, dude. She works, so. Uh... Wow. All right. So Jeffrey continuing his parade of lies. I just never should have said that. Just keep going out like you always do every weekend. Yeah. I, I don't know why you have any pressure to. Not nobody telling you not to go out, and you made up this weird promise to yourself that you immediately broke, and then just started. That's because Charlie, I am weird, and you know that. You guys okay. have known that for eleven years. I'm the weirdest thing that it's was. Because ever he's born. trying to hook oh. up with chicks, and he's he doesn't want to get the criticism from from fans of you're married, you have kids. Why are you out cheating on your wife? Barely married. Who cares at this point? Go for it. Uh, let's see. Daryl writes, Joe Rover, is Charlie sure his rear end problem is not an anal fissure? Usually hemorrhoids don't pop. They get inflamed and swell, but they don't pop. I think he needs to look into it and maybe have a blood panel done to see if he has a reoccurring reason for a possible infection. Patients with this usually have other problems like tailbone infections, just a thought. I don't know really what a, it's a fissure. I really don't know what that is. I'm not sure either. It sounds like something you don't want to have, though. It's like an open wound. I don't know. I just, the first time we went to that weird doctor in L.A., he said it was definitely hemorrhoid, and then he popped it. I don't think he meant to pop it, but he did. And then deer popped it. You have very fragile hemorrhoids, perhaps. Glass hemorrhoids. Delicate. Yes, yes. yes. Um, here's someone who writes, Yo, Rover, please keep me anonymous. If you share this on the air today, you were talking about kids taking a bunch of Benadryl for a TikTok challenge. I wanted to share my history of Benadryl. I was at a really dark time in my life and decided to take a whole bottle of Benadryl that I think turned out to be about 100 pills. Oh, I hallucinated for a week straight. I was in and out of consciousness, but I do surprisingly remember a lot. I sat on the floor drinking an imaginary bottle of liquor in front of my grandmother, telling her a family member who was dead was coming home to cook us a steak. Once the paramedics arrived, I made them wait to put me on the gurney because I had to finish my imaginary beer and cigarette. The whole way to the hospital, I talked to the paramedic like I knew everything about him. I did not remember much when arriving to the hospital because I know they gave me a shot of something and it goes foggy after that, but I effed up. Next, I remember, once I started coming to, the screws that had the plaques on the wall were crawling like spiders. 
In the end, I was in the hospital for about seven days with kidney and liver damage and severe rhabdomyolysis. Pretty much my body was eating my muscles. I was paralyzed on my right side for two months. But eventually everything came back, and now I'm a healthy person. No brain damage, my kidneys and liver healed, but and I'm happy to say I have long lost the depression. Anyways, Benadryl is nothing to mess with. Tell these dumb teenagers, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, Doogie, you need to tell Gianna, hey, don't overdose on Benadryl. And that's the list. <laughs> this is like the same idiots. But you, remember, they were sticking a uh, some, like some sort of metal into wall outlets too. Mm-hmm. That oh, was yeah. some sort of yeah, TikTok that was challenge for a week. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't do that. I mean, I don't know how you stop your kids from being getting killed these days because you have to tell them everything. They are so dumb. I can't believe she lived after taking that whole bottle. I know, right? Frank writes, every winter my wife and I spend a lot of time in the car going snowboarding. Naturally, we listen to a lot of Rover's Morning Glory during this time. Recently, I mentioned how cool it would be to have an RMG calendar in 2022. A few weeks later, she handed me a new in-the-wrapper Miss Morning Glory calendar from 2011. The dates and days of the week from 2011 line up perfectly for 2022. For example... February 14th falls on a Monday in both years. So here's a public service announcement. If you can find an old Rover's Morning Glory calendar on eBay, it probably works for some future year. For instance, next year, 2017 lines up with 2023. Frank in Rhode Island. Well, thank you, Frank. (laughs) Who knew? I had no idea. Maybe we could just... Reprint the calendar with a new year. Keep the same chicks. And just... Sounds good to me. Curious hmm. George sent an email. Does he have time for anything else besides Rover's Morning Glory? He works from home, so I think that he just gets bored. Because I actually, when I first came in here... uh our phone system was loaded up, and I could see that he called at 11.25 a.m. yesterday. A.m.? Yeah, 11.25 a.m. Oh, in the aftermath? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if he got through or whatever, but so he's calling at 11, I mean, he's calling at 11.25. He's emailing at 2.28 p.m. just a few hours later. I mean, he's spending most of his waking hours obsessed with the show. He writes, good morning, Rover. A month ago, you and Doogie admitted you never delete your texts. I used to do the same, but recently started cleaning up my iPhone by deleting old ones. That got me curious. You guys are very open and honest. So could you, Doogie, Dieter, and Jeffrey, read to us the most recent text you received? This gives your fans an inside glimpse to the world of Rover's Morning Glory. Oh, I, I mean, I guess I could. I suppose it depends on what it is. I'd just lie to you if it was something I didn't want you to know. But probably my most recent text is these goddamn two-factor authentications. Every time you log in, I mean, this 
There's got to be a better way to do this. This is the most annoying thing in the world. Every time you log into something, the has got to send you a text message. Or the other thing, you got to use these stupid authenticator apps to log in, and then you got to open up a different app, and then you got to copy a number, and then you got to go back, you got to paste it. Oh, my God. There's, there has to be a better way. I don't know what it is, but there has to be. And they do it now, like, at work. You want to log into something at work? Get ready. Yeah. yeah. You got to get your phone out. Got to get a text message. Oh. Let's see. So, I'll tell you, what was the last text message that I got? Actually, it's from Dr. Ian at 2 o'clock this morning. Really? Because Dr. Ian and I have a love affair going on, and uh, I haven't actually read the text message yet. I have one unread text message. And uh, when I woke up this morning, I saw that I had a text message, but I just have forgotten to look at it. It says, Rover, I love your huge white Pete. Oh, oh sorry. Right. <laughs> That's, uh, I can't read that out loud. No, no, but at uh, 2.07 a.m. I don't know what he was doing up at 2.07 in the morning, but uh, let's see here. And before that... um. My text messages are, use verification code 094454 for, and then the text message before that, security code 689 blah, blah, blah. Before that, something from home automation is sending me a text message telling me that my garage door has been open for 20 minutes. Before that... I don't get a lot of text messages. These are all from Monday, by the way. This is a fun life, man. God, that's boring. Before that. That's Monday? It's a uh, two emojis from Gianna, Doogie's daughter. Two sad emojis that I beat her in Wordle. And then Sunday, a text message. Uh from or I sent a text message to my father in law for my Super Bowl bet. Bengals forty nine total points in the game. I lost. What'd you guys bet? Actually, I don't even know. He just sent uh my wife a text he goes, What's his bet for the what is he who does he think is gonna win and what are the total points? So I don't know what they were doing over there. He had a he had a Super Bowl party. So they were doing something. Did you ever go over and get food? And bring it back? Uh, she she brought me over Your a wife. plate of food, yeah, because I was... On the toilet. Remember, I was on the toilet all day. Right. All day. My text, last one was just a few minutes ago, my daughter sending me her wordle and writing, ha, 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 ha. And then... What'd she get? How many? Three of six. She got to be cheating. So I got four. Today? Three. Yeah, today I had four. Oh, do you? Okay. And then it was from... The, I went to bed at... Uh, uh, I went to bed at 11.55 last night, and I got into bed, and I go, oh, if I wait five minutes, I can do Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> that is pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, lame. Jeez. <laughs> and then Dance Moms, and then my high school friends. Ooh. You want mine? Sure. A good fellow's meme. My friend always sends me pictures, and I have to send him a picture back. That sounds fun. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, a, it's a blast. 
It's, yeah, so he sends me like a Joe Pesci and I have to find one from the movie. Anyway, my <laughs> nephew lost his front tooth. Aww. Which is exciting. And oh, oh, wow. Did you care about uh, that? Or? I go, I go, congrats, nice shirt. Because he has a Mario shirt on. Okay. What are you supposed to say to that, you know? Did he text you or? No, or? my sister did. Okay. Saying, oh, he lost his front tooth and I'm supposed to be, a, oh, wow. You know what I'm supposed to, he just walked in the room, I guess. My sister's sleeping. He just walked in the room and placed his tooth on her chest. And so she wakes up, she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, ew, what is that? It's just a bloody tooth. Get that off me. That's so sweet. And then an endorsement uh, opportunity from a sales guy, so that was it. Okay. Charlie? Mine is uh, a couple that we're friends with. They're having problems. They're, they're you know, the fake cabinet you have underneath your uh, sink. You know, the fake little drawer? Yes, the one that uh, doesn't, doesn't really open. Out. Sometimes it pulls down or whatever, even yeah. though it doesn't open. Well, yeah. it fell off. Oh. And they said, how do I fix this? Threw it back on. You blew it in. <laughs> and then I said, did you guys do it? And I said, no. The guy in the house was taking a poop, and it's too late to start the process. I so see. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, one other person. Yes. Hey, uh, Jeffrey. Come on in, and uh, just because I know Jeffrey will lie, why don't you open up your phone, and uh, so Charlie can witness, let you see your last text message. No, because if I know you guys, you guys if I give an inch, you guys take a mile. Hey, I'll give you we Charlie just all did it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'm not going to touch your phone. Read the very first but or last one. I trust you. Keep an eye, Charlie, so he's, he usually starts deleting things. Not just... What do you have there, Jeffrey? Well, I, got a, I, was, I was running to the store yesterday to get stuff to make dinner, and Mona uh, texted me because she got stuck, uh, got a flat tire, and I had to help her chain. So I, she was out by the Memphis Kitty Park. She was on her way home from work. She was out by the what? The old Memphis Kitty Park on Memphis Avenue. It's not familiar with our area. <laughs> no. She got a flat tire. She had to pull it in the parking lot, and I had to help her put the spare on her car. Ah, all right. And then what did you guys do after? That's it. Oh, oh you what did the text on? say? What did she say in the text? Just I'm stuck at Memphis City Park. How did you pay you for your service? No, I just did it because I didn't want to see I didn't want to see anybody stranded. I mean, I was in this, I would have been in the same situation, but I did it my but I I to my own spare time. So I had help. And then what was the text well, message before that? Test. Say it again. What about that text message before that was from who? Uh, my bank. Yep, bank. Could you see the numbers? And then H and R Block refund tracker. Oh, oh, where's that? Where's no, that? I, no, it's just saying it's just been activated. Oh, okay. So Activate. And then um, the courtesy reminder because I have some, I have a scheduled warranty uh, workout done in my car. Uh, by the way, Jeffrey get, does all of his illicit texting messaging through Facebook Messenger. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Also, just looking at that, he doesn't have any. None of those numbers were saved. He just remembers them. Oh, my numbers. For yeah, like it's just numbers. How do you? Yeah, why don't you save them as a contact in your phone? I haven't gotten around to doing it yet. No, I have nothing what? to do with it. No, that I is... know because I know how you guys are. You guys uh, were always want to be. You guys think you know you have the right to go rifling through my phone? No, we just all did it. <laughs> when have I ever rifled through your phone? No, I'm just saying my just phone's. My, I'm just saying name, my, name I'm a time I've rifled no through no. your phone. My phone is my business. Name yes. a time no, I've rifled is... through your phone. <laughs> Well, there's been a couple of times. How about the oh, really? time when you wrestled me on the bus to try to get my phone out of me? Well, Remember yeah. that? There, there is that time. Uh, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> there was that time. How about that? Wait, wait, wait to, that? to get your phone? That's why I was... Yes. Yeah, that was <laughs> how many times? I mean, somebody, uh, somebody on the fan, put it up on the fan page. 
pictures from that, still pictures from that night. We were in Binghamton. What year was that from? Space. I think it was like maybe 2016, 2017, 80s. What about the time your friend rifled through your phone and oh, downloaded all the contents and then sent them to me? What about that? Do you still hold, that, well, still hold that, the grudge that, there? That's, any, that's anybody. That's why I'm, I, I don't let nobody use, touch my phone. Well, does your son use your phone occasionally to put games he, he, he uses it to make videos. Well, that's the reason. So if a, somebody calls, the no. name doesn't pop up? Yeah, like his wife takes a look at it, his yeah. son takes a look at it. Yeah, it's all secret. Okay. Well, yeah, hey, there's no... I don't cheat on my wife, though. There's no obvious secrets. logical reason why you wouldn't put contacts into your phone. You don't, you're want hiding people, you don't want people to know who you're texting. Yeah. Is that true? No, it's just I just never haven't gotten around to doing it yet. And no. he also usually deletes his texts. Like, he also... I bet if you were to go through it, there'd be only, like, Ten total messages from Mona in there. Well, yeah, and then all all contacts. So you oh, delete the entire thread. Uh -huh. There's no. He keeps. I no think from now on I'm gonna make it point clues. to delete all my text messages. You already did, so you don't have that ability to go through. It's not through my text messages. I, like I said, I always said before. I know that if I give it in, you guys take a mile. Nobody's asking for it anymore. You just told us, and we're just wondering why you don't. I yeah, got around to doing it. Yeah, maybe I'll do it when I have the opportunity. So you just remember her number? Yeah, I mean. You don't, don't say it. I'm just wondering. You just know it off the top of your head. I just know it's her because I reckon because I recognize it. Now, if I get a call that says Sam Likely, I, I'll, I'll do this. You know, a lot of times I'll just don't answer the call, but a lot of times I'll just dick with them. I'll no, dick with the scammer. I have plenty of free time to just dick with people. And no, I mean like and... I said. I mean like I said. If I miss a call, I miss a call. I delete it. But I'm saying if I have, if I happen to be somewhere, if I'm playing my little game. Of, there's a, a, a call comes in and says, scam likely. I'll answer and say, hello. And you and never get anything like, and the person on the other end will be like a heavy Middle East accent. Uh-huh. And they'll say, yes, uh, I'm calling about, you know, about offering spectrum. And I, and, I, and I say to them, and I'll just say, I'll just drop a bunch of, I'll just drop a bunch of F-bombs and he just, <laughs> yeah, but you never get mad at them. them. You never get mad at the scammers. No, I, I just, I, I mean, I kill them with kindness. Okay. By cussing at them. I'll pull well, them. No, or I'll or sending them a $1,000 in Best Buy gift card. Okay, okay, it's a typical call. That's so pure kindness. Yes. From I'll say, oh, by the way, I just want to let you know that, one, I have, um, I already have, you know, telecommunication <laughs> services. <laughs> and I cannot get spectrum in my area. You have to run a cable from my house. It's a whole big hassle. So please stop effing calling me and have a nice day. Yeah, so, so he gets upset. No, but that's him saying that he's dicking with them. No, that's him getting upset and hanging up. What was, yeah, that, text, I, what was that text you said you had? It said scheduled car maintenance? Yeah, I, I, matter of fact, I've got the paperwork in my car to prove it. No, what is it? What is, what kind of, it's, um, I don't know how to it. It controls, like, the traction and something else. It was, it's like a real, it's like a, a junction box that had to be replaced because it was a manufactured defect. Oh. I got a recall notice, and I scheduled the service about a week ago, and it was done yesterday. And it was free, free of charge. Yeah, free of charge. Oh, cool. Right. I was in and out within maybe an hour and six, hour and ten minutes. Cool. Okay. They said it would take an hour and a half. What time did you did. go? Huh? What time did you go there? And my service went was at 2.30. Did it leave work? No, my son had a doctor's appointment um, earlier in the morning. So you didn't go to the fence company? No. Yeah, I had those two appointments. What time did Mona get stranded? When she got off of work. Well, I don't know when that is. that? About 6.30. Oh, okay. Why are you the one she calls? Because she hadn't, she didn't know anyone else to call. And I was like, and because we look close to each other. Oh, okay. Is the Kitty Park close to? 15 yeah. minutes. I see. Yeah, well, it's, it's close to the winter, but she had to pull off to the side of the road. I see. 
right. But she had a spare? Yeah, she had a spare and then and the jack and the lug oh, wrench and everything I needed to take care of that. Kenny writes, Doogie should not be divulging operations of the military. Loose lips sink ships. For God's sake, practice OPSEC. It's operational security, dear. Mm, we you. have operations all over the world. She could not only be putting her nephew in harm's way by saying that he's deploying to Syria in December, but also the rest of us who serve. That made me feel really bad, that email. I, I, By the way, no I one don't told think, me not to say anything. Well, I don't think it's that uh, top secret if they're telling every Tom, Dick, and Harry, uh, hey, you're going to Syria in December. Just, I mean, would, would my brother or my nephew have told us that if it was a t if he was in? Well, I don't think if he was told not to tell, he would tell you. Well, no, first he would tell. He told his wife, yeah. and then his wife tells you. I don't think there's a whole. I don't think Christmas it's a party. I mean, it was everybody. It's like then, the whole family. We were all together. Two. Some guy called in and said he's going, or two people, or his two of his friends are going. Mm. Didn't, wasn't he in the military? As yeah, well? I, mean, I, I, I just another guy also called and told me that he's he's gonna go. So yeah, I read that we only have nine hundred troops, special forces troops in Syria. That's it. So I don't know why all these people are going to Syria in December. I can't believe you just said that on the radio. Oh, why did you say that? Um, and then someone was yelling at me yesterday that. They, you know, we killed that ISIS leader guy. That fight was run out of Syria. And I'm like, uh, okay, was it even? Who knows? I don't know. Jeez. That's how we lost the Vietnam War, because in, in the first linebacker raids, they actually broadcast when they're going to attack and where they're coming from and all that crap. And, and that war was run from the White House. It wasn't run by the, the commanders out in the field. Uh, and I said, if I was the President of the United States at that time, I'd, say, I'd tell the commanders, I'd say, look, just take out enemies' command and communications and just do it to take out all military targets. That's what I told them. I'll leave that up to you guys. So we, I would we had to a manage the war. Great military mind like yours during the Vietnam era, we would have won that war. Is what you're we're telling me? We probably could have. I mean, yeah, but they were dumb enough to broadcast everything, and that's how the. And then uh, also the Real North General Vietnamese had the ability to intercept, intercept our radio transmissions and all that crap. So they, they, I mean, they they fought a pretty sophisticated style of guerrilla warfare. <laughs> what? Dwight D's Nuts Eisenhower. He wasn't president of the United States during that era. He was uh, Richard Nixon. Or as John Kennedy used to say, Dick Nixon. Uh, was Eisenhower, wasn't he something, was he a general? Maybe yes, I was he, was, he was the Supreme Allied Commander during World War II in the D-Day invasion. Oh, I knew that. In 1944. Yeah. And then he went on to become the president of the United States after uh, Harry Truman. Who was another famous Wait, what American. invasion? Huh? During what invasion? Did these nuts invasion the Burmese? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I uh, I've got to take a break. Now I did mention that coming up in roughly an hour or so, we'll give you the opportunity to win a trip to Los Angeles. The way that it works is you and someone else are going to go head to head uh, to try to sing your way to L.A. to our iHeartRadio. Music Awards. Uh, and we're doing this every day uh, for the next few days. And we'll take some finals. You'll be a finalist today if you win against your heads-up competition. And next week, you'll go on to the final rounds 
That's how we will determine. We'll have one ultimate winner who will uh, get the trip for two to Los Angeles. So, today, the song is Monoskin. Begging. This song right here. So, you're going to sing this song... Sounds a little bit difficult. Where's the cop? But I don't think you have to have a wonderful voice to sing this, though, right? No. no. Gotta get high at some point. So, you're going to have the opportunity to sing this. We'll let you belt it out for about a minute or so. So, get practicing now. And in about an hour. We're going to put up caller 30 and 31 versus each other, and good luck to you. The iHeartRadio Music Awards will be live on Fox Television and iHeartRadio stations across the country next month, March 22nd. That's a Tuesday. And you could be there in person, compliments of Rover's Morning Glory. We will be right back. Mary back on the show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold out 90s nail show at Blossom this fall. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. What's the name of the show, dude? Rover's Morning Glory. Rover's Morning Glory. Never get upset, right? No, I don't. I don't let myself get upset. I'll just right. sometimes laugh, and I'll just be right. real, real monotone. Right, and you my let, voice. You laugh it off, right? And because I, because I already know, I already know what they're, what they really want, and I wasn't going to give them that satisfaction of getting mad. Hello. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Hank from Metro Tree Removal Service. I'm calling to confirm your appointment tomorrow to remove the tree in your front area. I don't. Have, I don't. I don't remember making an appointment. Uh, I have a work order here with this contact number to um, cut down a large tree at your address. Were you aware there's of this? No, large, there's no, I was not aware of this, and there's no large tree at my address. Okay. I don't own the property. I don't own the property. Yep, 9 a.m. tomorrow. We're bringing in the heavy machinery to remove it. Uh, is that what you know yet? Cut, yeah, cut the 
be okay. What the fuck? Oh. I'm really not in the mood right now. You didn't order it, but all the addresses on either side and across the street are listed as the contact info. Well, well, then you know, well, you folks cannot contact anybody about free removal. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Don't get the off my phone. That's how you don't get mad. Well, that, well, then, that, well, at that time, yeah, I got mad because it was somebody using the. That whole, uh, this thing where they, you know, print dial. Print dial, right. But you said, oh, it's all lighthearted. Yeah, but now, tell- nowadays, because now my phone will indicate to me if a call comes in and says scam likely, uh, if one or two times, one or two things happen. We either I miss the call, I delete the number, or two, if it happens to ring and I happen to have my phone in my hand, I'll just answer and it said, hello, and I'll, and I'll be nice, and then they hang up. Uh, when I, once I tell, once I, once they know I'm onto them. Right. Do people call you a lot? I just get a lot of uh, numbers that say scam likely, and there are a lot of kinds of offers like Spectrum or other types of uh, services like Medicare, Medicaid, that kind of stuff. You know, and a person always on the other end, 90% of the time is a person with a sick Middle East accent. Stop saying that. Because if you remember when I got scammed that last time. Yeah. That person was a Middle East accent. Right. And the number I believe, and then according to the, my phone at the time, the number came out of Florida. Uh-huh. How many calls a day do you get, just roughly? I don't know. I don't, I'll keep track of how many calls I get every day because... Uh, 40. Yeah, that's something that's that many. Yeah, I might get all a, the time. I might get a couple. I want someone somehow... I mean, Peter, we have the Internet now. Anyone can look up anybody. I can look up Robert's phone number if I wanted to, oh, but I choose thanks. not to out of respect for him. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Jeffrey. I mean, my wife, my wife can actually go on um, the, the county you live in. She can actually go on that county's website and, you know, look your house up and tell you how much you pay for it. Thank you. Thank you. That's Jennifer. public record. <laughs> Robert, all real estate records are public. Let's say if I went and bought a house and I didn't want to tell you about it, a fan of the show is likely going to see that and pass the information on to you. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying, like, how you like it if, if uh, let's say, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Well, I don't know. Next time I'm out on Mars Avenue in Lakewood, maybe I'll, uh, you know, I'll consider that. <laughs> Jesus, this guy. Hey, just, oh, he thinks he's giving out my street. What? I didn't get out of here, Listen, to so. Listen to this guy. Uh, I have to be funny. You want, you want funny jump or you want sour jump? Uh, Take your funny. Pick your poison, dude. Funny. Uh, All right. Did you get a text message about your car warranty or car repair? Like, who's no, 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 I got a regular letter in the mail. Mm-hmm. And the text message in my phone is one that confirms my appointment. Oh, from like the dealership or right. something? Gotcha. It's one, I don't know if I want, I don't know if I'm allowed to be a talk squad, but it happens probably one of, yeah, one of our radio station clients. What does that have to do with that? I'm just saying, I don't know if I want to be a talk slot or not. Okay. You guys probably not. Right, I got you for being a talk slot. That's to just let it, uh, let, let it, it be. Yeah. All right. My car is fixed and I'm good to go. Uh, there is. <clears throat> Story I wanted to tell you. And you tell me whether this is, well, you know, I don't know. I'm sort of torn on this. Generally, I have an opinion on these things, but this is a little bit... You're going to have to give me your thought on this. There's a woman named Rebecca Hogue. And back in 2020, she came home from working a 12-hour shift at the casino where she worked. She was a cocktail waitress, and she crawled into bed after working that 12-hour shift. 
and her boyfriend was in bed, uh, and her two-year-old son, and she fell asleep. When she woke up, she found out that her two-year-old son wasn't breathing, and the boyfriend was already at work. So she called the police, help, my two-year-old isn't breathing, and uh, they, uh, they rush over there, of course, and uh, emergency responders arrive, and they see her performing CPR on her two-year-old son, but it didn't work. He passed away. Sad. The coroner determined that the cause of death was blunt force trauma and that uh, strands of the two-year-old's hair were found in the drywall and one of the walls of the home. So, like, his head was, like, bashed, bashed up it. against the wall. Correct. And uh, she didn't, you know, she, she didn't know that, of course, at the time. And she uh, called the boyfriend, and she's like, hey, uh, I think the kid's name was Ryder. Ryder's at the hospital. Can you meet me there? And he's he he just doesn't respond. The boyfriend, he, he doesn't nothing. No texts. Doesn't pick up the phone. Four days after that, they find the boyfriend's body in the woods. He committed suicide, and he carved into a tree. Uh, next to where his body were was found, Rebecca, that's this woman, Rebecca is innocent. He carved that into the tree. So this guy uh, is took his own life, committed suicide, says that, you know, the girlfriend had nothing to do, the mother had nothing to do with it, but police, they go, well, let's, let's take a look. Uh, and this ha- happened in Oklahoma. So they have a law in Oklahoma that says if a parent fails to protect their child from danger or child abuse, they can be found uh, guilty. Wait, one more time. If If they fail to protect their child from child abuse. So she would be found guilty. They can be charged with the same crime as the actual child abuser. So in this case, the boyfriend kills the two-year-old. It's her fault. And because the authorities there said, well, she failed to protect the two-year-old from child abuse. She was at work when it happened. But she failed to protect the two-year-old from child abuse. So we're going to charge her the same as we would the child abuser. The kid ended up dead, so we're going to charge her with murder. And, uh, well, yeah, why would you charge her? Well... It seems like a pretty clear-cut case, right? She didn't have anything to do with it. They didn't unless, have there's, the, unless there's about to say some more where she noticed that he's got, like, cigarette burns on him or something. He's always bruised and she didn't yeah. do anything. Does this guy have a past? Did is, he... is she aware of this? Yeah, I well, mean... they. So the prosecutors have to go in. They have to uh, uh, prove that she, you know, knew what was going on. So uh, she said that she told police when they were investigating this that she began to notice that the boy had minor unexplained injuries. Two weeks before he died, she said that she noticed slight bruises and cuts on his body. She took photos and began searching on her phone for warning signs that a child might be being abused. Oh, then yeah. Yes. 
she she then confronted the boyfriend, and he goes, "Little boys get nicks and and bruises all the time," which is true. They're always playing in the dirt and and roughhousing. That so is true. There's a possibility there. Two days before the two year old died, while giving him a bath, the mother noticed that her son was lethargic. So she asked the boyfriend, "Hey, he seems lethargic." And the boyfriend said, eh, he, has, he must have the flu. She searched for symptoms of the flu. She also searched for signs of how a child might act if they're being abused. And police said, well, why did you search for that? And she goes, well, because I attract those kind of men. By the way, this guy, the boyfriend, big neck tattoo and everything, like, like <laughs> Just looks like the kind of guy that's gonna abuse a, a kid. That statement is a blanket statement. No. Like that's a terrible thing to say. Oh come on! That's so if I, I know not everyone does. Okay. With a neck. T- Thank you for pointing that. I'm just saying. Okay, everyone who has a neck tattoo, you can start emailing no. me. Go ahead, call Charlie. Get ready. Oh, 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 if I start dating a guy with tattoos, it doesn't mean that they're going to do anything. But it is my job to research them. And to make sure that they don't have a past. It's clear that this guy was abusing this kid. She saw the signs. But and I mean, how many days before? Said, two days, two days before? Yeah, yeah. That's clear. Yeah. You're still kind of wondering. You still might be solving that. You might be figuring that out at that no, point. I, it was know, like six months. And, uh, he said two weeks as well. Didn't two, he? It started two weeks beforehand. Yeah. And the uh, police say, well, this proves that she knew that the two year old was being abused and that she must have just said, oh, forget about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't agree with this at all. I don't think that this, uh, that this woman, and by the way, she, uh, was, uh, given a life sentence, what? they suspended it for 16 months, whatever that means. That means she's going to spend one year in jail. I don't know how that works exactly. You get a life sentence, but you only spend a year in jail. Who knows what the hell's going on in Oklahoma? Well, if you screw up, then you immediately go away for life. How? I no. think. But I don't think that this woman, you know, I don't think that she knew. Yeah. There's no obvious to... signs that, you know, you know, she just, she didn't want to, She she just didn't. She was searching to see because she 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 might have had a suspicion, but she didn't know for sure. That's why she's searching, you know. Uh, for instance, when I was on the toilet for two days straight this weekend, I was searching all sorts of stuff after I had that colonoscopy. I, I felt fine for two days. I'm searching. Well, I'm searching uh, potential complications from a colonoscopy. Uh, one of them was perforated colon. I go, let's see what the symptoms of a perforated colon are. Let me look. That doesn't mean I have a perforated colon. It means I, I'm just checking, right? Yeah. So I think that this lady's getting a raw deal. I don't. The guy is the one who did it. That's the, And then he committed suicide. But they didn't have anyone to blame. They didn't have anyone to point the finger at. So they had to get this poor mother... It doesn't appear to me that she was a bad parent necessarily at all. Do you think if this guy didn't kill himself, she'd be charged with anything? No. 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 Because he did it. 
Yeah. But she also knew that he was doing it. But according to what? No, she didn't know. She might have had she a had suspicion. She had a hunch and a suspicion. That right there is but she believed, a hunch. she says that she believed his story. Goes, That's you know, dumb. Little kids get yeah. bruises all the time. You know, they're running around playing. It's like a battered uh, wife syndrome. It, she, she's lying to herself. She knew. She just didn't want to believe it. Yes. She had some. She might have had some suspicions. And... Uh, I, I I don't think I blame the woman in this case. Silver, if you have a suspicion or a hunch that somebody is touching your child, that right then, that first time you think that thought, instantly something changes. Okay. Has to. You buy a camera. You do this. You do a little sneaky thing to see if something going on. Sure. Don't let him stay. Like, this little kid couldn't, didn't have a voice because he was too small. Couldn't say anything. Right? Two years old? Two years old. Yeah. So that's a little difficult to know what was going on. But you don't allow them to be together all that time until you figure well, it out. I don't think because that a cocktail was, waitress has a whole lot of other options, you know. She's not rich. You know, maybe there's no family around for all we know. I don't know. She doesn't have a whole lot of choices, a lot of options. Did he have a record? Hmm, that's you a good know? question. That is a good question. That's a slam dunk. If he had been in jail or had a record or something fishy was going on, then zero excuses. <sighs> Who allows somebody That's like that question. to be around your kid? He did his time. He got out. You always say once they do their time, you should be able to move on. If he even went to jail, if, if he had a record. Yeah. Um. So the uh, the jury, she was convicted, and the jury said, Censor to life, See? and only the, with the possibility of parole after 38 years. So they want her to spend a minimum of 38 years in jail. The Oklahoma Department of Corrections said that a deferred sentence with no jail time is more appropriate. I didn't know that they could just override it like that. Who knew? But I just think that's a crazy story, and if... Uh, you know, you're blaming a woman who may have been getting abused herself... You're blaming her for the death of her child where, I, you know. If, if he was touching her, if he was, oh, my God, this is so upsetting. If you, It's a boyfriend. It's not a husband. So it's a little bit easier to get out of that situation. But if he was abusing her, what makes you think that they're not going to touch the kid? It's not even his kid, so he has no real relationship. Or we don't know, actually. Don't By know. the way, when you're referring to touching, you usually think a child touching is like a molestation, and then you're saying touching her. You're you're talking about beating. Beating. Okay. That's a, to me, that's a different... Okay. If he's beating the mom, then who's to say... Well, I don't know if he was or not. I, I didn't oh, read that. I'm just that saying is. that, you know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's doing that to a two-year-old. What would the, why, why wouldn't he do it to his girlfriend? Well, if that's the case... Why would you ever leave your kid alone with that guy? Thank you, Snip. If that was the case. Yeah. I, it doesn't say, I didn't read that he was. I'm just saying he's probably situation. not a great guy to begin with. Yeah, all around it's a sad situation. I don't know what to do, but she probably knew something was going on. Yes. Yeah. And let, and now her kid is dead. And let this happen. Um, I've well, got to take I'm a break. I'm jury on this. We do have the shizzy coming up, the news. Quick shizzy will do, and then okay. uh, we've got to get into the Sing Your Way to L.A. contest to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards in person. We'll send you and a friend out to Los Angeles next month, give you airfare, hotel, tickets to the show. Uh, all you have to do is uh, 
win a couple of singing karaoke contests. Jeffrey loves karaoke. Maybe we'll have him do a little bit of this. Oh, this is a hard one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just right his pitch, though. I mean, this is... <laughs> like this every day. No, it's, uh, you got to remember, I don't even know the song. That's okay. why we're going to put the lyrics up. Yeah. That's why we're telling people, that's why we're giving people a heads up of what the song's going to be in 30 minutes so that they can look at the lyrics, that they can practice, because we're going to put caller 30 and 31 up against each other. Monoskin. Megan is the song. Jeffrey, you could also take this time. <laughs> we have a half hour to maybe listen to it. You get to learn it a little bit. No. Too much work. And I'd rather, uh, I'd rather play my mahjong on my cell phone. Rover, you're not paying me to actually work during commercial breaks. I need you. All right, so this is a song you'll be singing about a minute or so, you going head-to-head with uh, uh, someone else. And the winner from today is moving on to the final rounds next week, where that will determine the ultimate winner of the trip to Los Angeles. So good luck to you get practicing, giving you a heads up about what song it's going to be. Monoskin, begging, we'll be right back. Hang on. show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold out Nine Inch Nails show at Blossom this fall. The Voted America's best radio show in a poll of Rover's Morning Glory staff and f***ed up interns. Rover's Morning Glory. The shizzy is coming up. The news. What do you have on the way, Dizzy? I just got a health alert, and I have to say I do this every single day, and they're saying, if you do it, stop doing it immediately. I'll tell you what really? it is next. Yeah. I did just see that the best way to combat Alzheimer's is sleep, they said. That's it. Get good sleep. Good sleep? Yeah, just sleep, and it clears out those plaques in your brain while you sleep. Do you think that everyone who has Alzheimer's, they just, they were sleepers like me, like, just, they'd be up and up and up, and then sleep for a little bit, and then up, and, and... They just clear it out, sleep for two weeks on vacation, when they clear out your brain? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. But that's what they're saying, sleep is the best way to combat Alzheimer's, or a good sleep. Doesn't mean you have to sleep 24 hours a day, just means you have to get a good eight hours a night... Yeah, I don't get that. I don't know who gets it. That's hard to get. Yeah, I, I get about uh, five hours, basically. And I know that that's bad. But I have, uh, I am trying to, I am trying to, sl- I have gotten better, but way better than I was years ago. And I'm still trying to get better at that. And... Um, I just had a meeting with everyone on the show yesterday. I said, because oh, we have um, we have a way that we put things into our system that we might want to talk about and whatnot. And I just told everyone yesterday, I said, let's get that in a little bit earlier. That way I can try to get into bed a little bit earlier because I don't like waking up early and doing the work before I come into work. I, I just, I, I know my personality. I'm not going to do that. I hate waking up. Ever done that? You've no. never. I'm not an early riser. No. 
You hate Some it. people are. I mean, that just, it blows my mind. Me, I like it. I like, you think like it's it. up at what, 3.30? I like it. You don't it. have to be here till 6? Why like, do you like that? Well, because I actually work from home before I come here. Yeah, but, see, I I like staying up late at night. You don't have any distractions, no, nothing's around, no one's emailing you at that time, no phone calls, no text, you know, nothing. You don't have to see anyone, yeah. talk to anyone. Always. That's at night, in the middle of the night. I would be, like, when I worked, when, before I had a kid, I would go into work, whether it was here or Chicago, I would go, I'd be at work by four, like, to me, that's the best time to get everything done. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I know. It also makes you have a deadline then that you have to finish it by the time the show starts. If you work the night before, there's really no, technically, there's no deadline for when you have to be done. But I've been doing this for 25 years. When you go to bed, all kinds of things happen when you wake up. So it's up to us to make sure that you're caught up with that. That's right. That's, I'll put it on you, the early riser. Thank you. You get me between, you, you fill me in on anything that happened from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. I got right? you, boss. What is it, Jeffrey? I mean, like, before I got on the radio, I was kind of an early riser yeah. myself. I mean, when I work discussions, I used to have to be at work at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I work from 3 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock. That's like to get all the morning flights out. Mm-hmm. So when would you sleep? You know, and then I would, you know, I would go home. I would go home. I would take a nap and then try to get, you know, try to get at least four or five hours of sleep and do whatever I need to do. And then um, try to get another nap before I go into work. Or oh, so you do maybe two naps. It was tough. Two naps you do. Yeah, well, at that time, yeah. But now because my day is much more normal, where I'm getting, and that kind of like disrupted. Ep- Sort of disrupts your sleep cycle, but now with the way I've been working the last eleven years to the hours I'm doing now, it's great because uh, I get I get up, do the show, go to my feds company on certain days. And I come, Thank and then you I for giving us come home, have dinner, Thank watch you. TV, and I'm okay. usually in bed by nine. Uh-huh. I was reading an article a couple of weeks ago that in some eras and cultures they. You know, I guess we haven't always been sleeping for eight hours. You know, they're like eight hours. You need eight hours a night, and that's it, uninterrupted. But uh, I was reading this thing about I don't know when it was, like 1400s or something. I don't know. They would have the first sleep and the second sleep. So you'd sleep once for maybe four hours, five hours, and then later you'd sleep for four hours or so. Your second sleep. That's what you do. Well, that's what you used to I, do. That's what I used to do. I, I, I don't do that anymore well, because do people either. said how bad it was. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'm not going to. You would nap at night and sleep during the day. It was really because that was a way to. Stay away from me. Yeah, what <laughs> you? Yep. yep. Doozy's awake during the day, so I'll be asleep. She goes to bed early, so I'll be up. <laughs> Are you ready for the shizzy? Here we go. Here's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. Families of the nine... Of families of nine of the victims in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting spree, they've reached a settlement with Remington Arms. That's the maker of the AR-15 style rifle, the Bushmaster, they call it, that was used in that massacre. Yeah. So under the agreement, the families will receive $73 million with the now bankrupt company. So that got finalized. You know... I I haven't followed. First of all, I have every sympathy in the world for the Sandy Hook families. Uh, what happened is is uh, I mean, oh my God, I can't I can't even imagine. I don't even have kids, and I can't I can put myself in the shoes of a parent who's 
I mean, these were like six-year-olds who were blown away by this maniac. Um, and I, and then on top of that, you have all these dicks like Alex Jones and every other douchebag that's trying to tell you it didn't happen, it was a false flag, you are a crisis actor, your kid didn't really exist. You know, on top of that, on top of an already horrific tragedy. So I haven't followed this lawsuit exactly. Why would Remington be responsible for the lunacy of this Adam Lanza guy? Because uh, the, the marketing, they said. I saw like an ad that said, like, get your man card back, and it had a picture of the AR-15. Okay, that doesn't... If they had an ad that said, go blow away little kids, yeah, right, okay. right, right. I don't know why an ad that says, get your man card back, with a tough-looking Bushmaster rifle, yeah, grow some balls. I don't know why that makes them responsible for a school shooting. Because, and Dieter's totally right, according to the lawyer, and they did win with the settlement, they said that this should be like a wake-up call to the gun people for their marketing. You, you need to stop marketing for every person, every gun, everything, like whatever you want, it's a free-for-all. That's irresponsible marketing. And, and don't forget, too, his mom had the gun. He didn't buy the gun. Was that his mom's? And then he just took it from her? He killed I her. I don't remember all of the details. He killed her in her bed. Look, I, I, again, I have every sympathy for these parents and families. I also am a gun owner. I uh, own uh, many guns. And I, 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 on top of that, I am a proponent of saner, safer gun laws, uh, you know, whatever. And I don't know what those are. But I believe, personally, that we could do some smarter things to address gun violence. I, I, I don't know what they are, because I'm not a politician, I'm not a policy expert, but I don't think you just go, oh, can't do anything. So, I don't know what the answers are. But, that being said, I just don't understand how this gun manufacturer is responsible for this. Over-advertising. Again, if they said, hey... Go blow away kids in a school, or, hey, do you like to commit murder? If so, do it with the Bushmaster. Then, you know, that's that's a different matter, but I I don't know. And they're, they are manufacturing a legal thing. That gun, it was a legal item that they were manufacturing. So, uh, I I don't know. I, I They want somebody to pay, bottom line. So they went after the gun company. Yeah, this company is not very. Uh, they're fighting pretty dirty. It looks like in the uh, in the court records, it says they were they subpoenaed the report cards, attendance records, and disciplinary records of five of the students that were killed. Well, you, I who knows? I think when you are involved in a lawsuit, you subpoena probably literally everything. I, now that I don't know what relevance that would have to the case. Yeah, it says there's no conceivable way that these records will assist. Remington in its defense. That's what the defense or the plaintiff said. What does that matter about the kids' records? That's what I'm saying. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, that's a, a interesting question. I, I, I don't know the answer to that either. But there could be a plausible explanation that you know maybe that was just they want all school records. They want all this and that. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I didn't follow the case, but um, it just doesn't seem right to me. Go on, Doozy. There's a six-year-old little girl who had been missing. Well, for- uh, hold on. Let me. I just made me think of something. 
So, let's say that you, uh, Dieter, your 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 wife is driving today, and some guy is speeding, doing 90 miles per hour, slams into her, kills her. I mean, not to be graphic or a downer here, Dieter, but you know, just just imagine your wife has been killed by someone speeding. Okay. And in a, they're driving a you know pick a car, insert whatever car you want, Corvette. Okay. And let's say that they have, uh, Chevy has a commercial where a Corvette is seen, you know, zipping down a, a, a curvy road at high speed and, you know, maybe, uh, or peeling out or drifting or whatever. And, you know, and they put those tiny little words down there, driver. do not attempt, professional uh, driver, do not yeah. attempt. Um, so... Should you sue them and say, well, you glorified that car going fast. And because you advertised that, you caused the death of my wife. I mean, that's the same thing in my book when I look at it. In that case, but he did exactly what the ad was showing. No. The ad did not show fast on the freeway. Yeah. Okay, that's exactly what the guy did who then killed. What? That guy who was going down the highway quickly and killed yes. my wife yes. was doing exactly what was in that marketing ad. And to me, they, that would make them more culpable. They have more of a responsibility. I think you'd have a better case going against the car manufacturer. Yeah. The gun manufacturer didn't put in their in their I ad agree. shoot yes. people to death, yes. especially yes. little kids. I'm saying the car thing is much worse. You're but right. we never do that. You don't sue car manufacturers when someone is driving too fast on the highway and they hit and kill someone. You don't do it. Maybe we will now. You always have to have someone to blame. Yep. I. It's going to open this up. Go on. A six-year-old little girl had been missing for two years, but she's been found safe and she's been found alive. She had been abducted by her parents back in 2019. How do your parents kidnapped you? They the parents lost custody of her of their little girl. Oh, okay. So the parents parents wanted her back. Took her, kidnapped her, abducted her. From whoever was supposed the to be. The custodian or whoever yeah, was yeah. watching the guardian. guardian. And what they do with her? They abducted her. Yeah. And they went and lived with one of the parents. Yeah. So it's the grandpa yeah. and the mom and the dad yeah. and this little girl who's now six. Yeah. And there was a tip that police got. So they went to the house. Yeah. They arrested all three of the adults. And they showed pictures of where they kept this little girl yeah. hidden underneath the stairs. Under the stairs for sleep. years. Wow, who would think of that? That's you got to be kidding me. Slept. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine how scary. So is that like fold out right there? You just you push it back. Yeah. Oh okay. And they said it was damp. Meaning like, what? Meaning it was like musty and gross in there. And I mean, it wet. looks disgusting. Yeah. Look at that. It's awful. How scary. It's a horrible story. They so. kept their kid. They go, we love our kids so much we can't be separated, so we're going to kidnap her and hide her under the stairs for a couple of years. The parents, all of them, will be in court once again today. So they will face charges in New York for that kidnapping. Uh, health alert. I did not know this, but there's a new report that says never drink old water from a reusable, soft, plastic water bottle. Researchers are saying stop immediately if you do that. It's the soft. Like, I have a hard water bottle that I drink. Well, yeah, what's soft? Like the soft plastic one? Yes. Yeah, I, I have one. be considered soft. What you're oh. using. Is it? Stop it. That's Is what it? I would think. 
plastic water bottle. Yeah, a hard one would be... Oh, my God. Well, use it like the one that you reuse all the time. I do this every day. They say if, if you don't drink that water that day mm-hmm. and you drink it the next day, mm-hmm. which I do it every single... I even give yeah, my that's water... That's why it doesn't matter because you're chemicals. not dead. Chemicals? Yes. Wait, what do you mean? Yes, the what? researcher, according to the new report... They analyzed the water samples after the water had been there for 24 hours, and it was loaded with chemicals. They found hundreds of substances, including photo-initiators, which can mess with your hormones and potentially cause cancer. Hmm. I thought this was known, like the plastic leached into the water. That was, yeah, I've heard this before, and I also thought there's a problem with reusing those because once it touches your mouth, then bacteria will load up in it and kind of heat up and get real gross, like a Petri dish. I didn't know that. Oh, well. I got it. Now you know. One and done. Drink it. Well, no. Wouldn't the chemicals already be in there, though? It's It's in the bottle. And tons of people do it. I don't see people. It's been in the bottle for a month. (sighs) Wouldn't the chemicals be in there? I mean, you take a sip out of it. And then you go, I got to drink it all right now. No, the chemicals have been going into the water the whole time it's been in the bottle. Why don't you get a reusable water bottle? Metal. Yeah, it tastes like metal. Doesn't it taste like metal when you drink it? No. I also have a, I have a glass one. Yeah, get glass. It doesn't. It's glass. Glass. Well, if you drop it, well, it's, it's got a rubber, it's got a, a rubber yeah. coating. Yeah, it's rubber around the outside. But then you're not wasting plastic. Mm. You look at the times, guys. Yeah. People use plastics are out. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> We're all saving the environment. <laughs> Super Bowl news for you. The Super Bowl had huge ratings. Uh, they did really, really well. It averaged 112.3 million viewers across TV and streaming, according to NBC. That number was up from last year's Super Bowl, which averaged roughly 96.4 million viewers across CBS and streaming. That's a huge jump. Totally. And they did really, really well. Meanwhile, the Rams will celebrate their Super Bowl win today. They are going to have the celebratory parade. So that'll be a fun day for L.A. There you go. That's the Shazam Rose from the you asked for more JLR, so Rover gave him an entire radio station. WJLR BM, the 24-7 All Jeffrey Parody Song Station, exclusively on RMG Plus. Songs like Her Milk Every Time She's Turned On, and Jeffrey's Like, Bobble for Dong. And this one. Chart-topping hits are on WJLR-BM. Download the new Rover's Morning Glory app and sign up for RNG Plus now. All right, we're going to give you the opportunity to go to Los Angeles in just a moment. Uh, all you have to do is to get to move into the final rounds is beat your competitor in a little karaoke contest, Jeffrey style. Sing your way to L.A. Monoskin, begging is the song. Jeffrey, I think has has he been practicing back there? Yeah, he's playing yeah. in the hallway. I thought Charlie was editing the song, and I go, no, no, no this is just no. I was well, sure, okay. To get go ahead. Get the hang of the song, and then uh, I thought I was going to put the lyrics up in the screen in there, like the karaoke version. I've got the lyrics for you, man. Give me, give me one second. I'll get them for you. I mean, it's your specialty, Jeffrey. You do this every single weekend. I'll get these up. Doesn't mean I have a good voice. No, I, I agree. I mean, if I were to sing for a professional singer, her ears would bleed. These her ears would bleed. I agree. I sing so bad, so I can get these for you right here. All right. So let me turn this down. Are you ready? Uh, you, you, you've been practicing. You think no, you can do yeah, this? I'm gonna take a crack at it. Yeah, I, I've been studying the lyrics. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. So um, I'm gonna make sure you can hear it. Let me turn this up. Mm. All right. So 
turn your mind to this. All right, hold on. We'll return. All right, you got to start it. Yeah. You, you, you're going to have to do better than Jeff. Okay, here we go. Maybe you do better, man. All right, so Come on! I'll point at you when it's time to jump in, okay? And Jennifer, get the voice up high! I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, baby! I'm begging, begging you to put, to put your loving hand out, darling! Riding high! When I was king, I played it hard and fast, cause I had everything. I walked away, you won me then, but easy come and easy go, it would end. So anytime I bleed, you let me go, yes. Anytime I feel, anytime I see, let me know, and I plan to sleep, let me go. I'm on my knees, I'm begging, cause I don't want to lose you. Hey, yeah. I'm begging, begging. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounded like the band. It did. It's really good. Yeah. Good job. Did you know, by the way, and I, you know, you learn something new every day, I suppose, but uh, this is the original version of the song. This is Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Did you guys know that that was? I had no idea. I knew it was a cover. You did that? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Well, that's because I looked up. I didn't like know the cover when I first heard the song. I disliked it so much. I. Wanted to research it. And I go, how does this exist? Why is it getting played? And I thought it was the zombies, but I guess it's Frankie Valley. Yeah, that's what it says. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Who knows? Maybe Frankie Valley covered it. Um, all right. So we have an opportunity for you and a friend to go to Los Angeles, but you have to get past the first round here. You have to beat your competitor in singing that song. I hope you've been practicing. We've given you a heads up. Now, I will warn you, if you are unable to do that song, karaoke style, if you don't know the lyrics, if you're not ready to go, I wouldn't even bother calling. What's the point? You're not going to win. But if you've been practicing, if you've you got the heads up yesterday that we were doing this, and you got the song, and you've been uh, studying, then give us a call right now. Caller 30 and 31, 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. Caller 30 and 31, 866-YO-ROVER. You are going to be competing for a trip to Los Angeles to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards Tuesday, March 22nd, live simulcast happening on Fox TV and iHeart stations across the country. You can be there in person. Compliments of Rover's Morning Glory. Good luck to you. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Mary back on the show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold-out Nine Inch Nails show at Blossom this fall. The- oh, it's just Jeff Tanchak. I'm a mess weather. Legendary buzzard. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. More per capita trips to the hospital than any other radio show. Put a band-aid on it, boys. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. 
Angeles for our iHeartRadio Music Awards in just a moment. Monaskin, Begging is the song. You're going to sing for approximately 60 seconds or so, and you're going to go head-to-head versus another person. Uh, the winner today moves on to the final round next week. Uh, we'll do one day next week where we'll do uh, the, the finals and pick a winner to go to Los Angeles. Trip for two, airfare, hotel, tickets to the show. Let's go to our first caller. Good morning. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Hello. Good. Good morning. Hi. Who's this? Mark. Mark. All right. What's happening, my man? You uh, you ready to sing? Uh, you ready to sing a little karaoke here? Oh yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to give you just this is a dry run. You don't even have to sing. I'm just going to give you a dry run so you can hear this over the phone, and uh, you're going to have a, a musical in, intro of approximately ten seconds or so. Uh, and then, then it will kick into the part where you are ready to start singing. Okay, so listen to this. I mean, don't, are you all right over there? You, you okay? What's happening? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, listen to this. Hold on. Here it is. I right, have a little musical intro here, and then hit it right there. That's where you start to. So, that makes sense? Yep. Okay. All right. Now, maybe he's going to blow me away. He's going to... Do you remember that uh, clip of... Uh, I think her name was Susan Boyle, and everyone's oh. laughing at her. They go, oh, look at this fat lady, this oh. ugly lady That's coming cool. out. Yeah. Well, she yeah. was the voice of an angel. Yeah. And then she comes out, and she... <laughs> and everyone is blown away. Maybe Mark... Maybe, maybe he's going to turn it on. Like a light switch, just electrify the airwaves with his singing. And personality. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark, how old are you, my friend? Uh, 42. 42. All right. Now, do you know this song? You ready to go? You've been practicing this? You got the lyrics? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just get to it, Robert. All right, yeah, all right. He just wants to. Okay, all right. He's all business. Okay. Are you ready, Mark? Yep. Here, here we go. Put your loving hands out, baby. I'm begging, begging you. So put your loving hands out, baby. I'm begging. Much worse than that. Oh, Jeffrey did better. But it Jeffrey, he did do a thousand times better. 
Let's go to our next contestants. All right. Good morning. Who's this? This is Jake. Jake, what's happening, my friend? How's it going? Well, you tell me. Are you ready? Do you know the song a little bit better than that last guy? I believe I do. Uh, <laughs> for right. This is so yeah. easy for you now. Boy, I have the word. I'm telling you, we got we got a couple of guys. These guys are on fire. I mean, these guys. Forget that Super Bowl halftime show we just witnessed over the weekend. These two, between Mark and Jake, you can do they it. are ready. Uh, okay. All right. So, Jake, what we're gonna do? Uh, you heard me give a little dry run there a second ago, so you kind of understand. There's about ten seconds of the of the music, and then, boom, it kicks into the part that you're uh, ready to sing, right? Totally, yeah. Okay. Do you have the words? It's not asking yeah, the questions. Let's not drag this out any longer than we need to. Okay. Like the last guy didn't. All right, Jake, are you ready? Doogie, Jesus Christ, I said quit dragging it out. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Jeffrey will beat me. Me and you. 
You, Miss Balls over there. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, what do you think about that, Jeffrey? No. You know, the, um, here's the thing, though. One, I mean, one, when I started doing karaoke, it's like back in the early 90s, you know? Mm. The DJ that um, gave me one main tip. What? Get to know the song before you try to sing it. So in other words, oh, that was the oh wait a second. You think that that helps out? You know the song before no, you get up there to sing it? You've heard the song before. Right. So exactly. you're familiar with it. So don't do the song sing it. Don't do a song you've never heard before. I did a well. What the last time I did karaoke, I did a Michael Bolton song I've never done before, and I nailed it. Oh, that's all we're talking. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, baby. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, darling. Riding high when I was king, I played. Let me go, yeah, anytime I feed you, let me know Anytime I see you, let me know But I plan to see you, just let me go I'm on my knees when I'm begging Cause I don't want to lose you Hey, I rock Tap, 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 tap There you go That was a workout That was really good, you was spot on though I gotta give Grover a lot of credit You were spot on Did he beat you? Hey, go get some of uh, Corey the Bordoff's eyeliner I'll bust this sucker out uh, I remember the one time on the show that Doogie tried to do a Britney Spears song with just the voice. No oh, music, like that. Oh, that was pretty bad, right? Let's let's well, let's see. She wanted to put me on the spot. Here, here we go. go. You got to do it. Oh, here, here, here. You have to do it. Because I had, I had a little inside help. I actually uh, 
consulted with the lead singer of Monaskin, and uh, he really helped me out uh, and really inspired me to sing that song there. Uh, yeah, I did because we were we were collaborating actually, and uh, he uh, we were collaborating on a little project, and he actually sent it to me last night. You ready? He's riding high, deep in his crease. He rips the parties and breaks the lease. He got swampy balls and birth and hips. Coming in feces, doing a diarrhea. Acting there, so when it's time to bend, he just says, No, we must be allergic to water and soap. Leave it up, brown trees, wherever he goes. In the same cloud, keep it up until he knows I'm on my knees. version for Jeffrey, the very beginning of that instrumental sounds so much like Snitcher's Woman Flower. Um, you need to look into that. I think Snitcher has a copyright infringement case on his hands there. All right, Snitcher from his old uh, song that he put out in 1990 or something. 92. Uh, 1992. Smiley Face. Smiley Face. <laughs> that was the name of the That's band? the name of the band. All right, all right, let me listen to Do you have it over I there, have, uh, Charlie? All right, let me listen to that. Oh, oh. I actually already hear a similarity. Can you play the beginning of the monoskin? Yeah, let's hear that. Uh, the karaoke version. Let's hear I gotta jump in 20 seconds. They just sped it up a little bit. They yeah. taken woman flower and sped it up. Interesting. All right. Snitzer, uh, Sue. Might have a case there, Snitz. Doogie? Yeah. Are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah. Here we go. Here's a shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. There is a huge, large-scale, multi-hazard 
storm that's going to move across the country. It's going to be the central and southern and eastern part of the U.S. today through Friday morning. We are talking heavy snow, drenching rain, potential flooding, and severe thunderstorms, all possible with, of course, Hmm. tornadoes according to the National Weather Service. So just make sure that you check. I'm getting on a flight tomorrow. Just check the conditions. They already sent me an email ago. Hey, by the way, your your flight may be impacted by this. Oh, really? So get ready, pal. You going international or just national? National. Just national. Just national, baby. Okay. Um, I'm actually going down to Florida. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. Because it's warm. Uh, <laughs> why would you go to Florida, Rover, when it's cold as hell and snowy here? Why go? Why leave? Uh, uh, tickets for a 90-minute Virgin Galactic space flight on sale today. It only costs $450,000. Oh, all right. I, I, when I said I'm taking a flight tomorrow, I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. Not national, not international, intergalactic, baby. Yeah, but if you have half a million dollars to spare, that's what you can do with your money. The down payment is only $150,000. So the flights will last about 90 minutes. They'll reach a maximum speed of 2,600 miles per hour. Oh and it only includes four passengers. It takes off out of New Mexico. Passengers will also go through training, and you get fitted for an Under Armour spacesuit. Oh, good. So purchasing a ticket also comes with other perks, like a membership to Virgin Galactic's Community of Future Astronauts. They there will offer exclusive events, trips, and space readiness activities. So This is all fun and games until the first one of these, whether it's Bezos's, whether it's Musk's, or whether it's Branson's. Till one of those suckers blows up, you're right. And, and then it all stops, right? It, right. Then it's not so fun anymore. Everyone's treating this like it's, oh, this is great. This is, it's like a roller coaster. It's right. all good fun. Right. Until uh, you're right. Until one blows up and it's coming and then all this dries up and people go, I don't really need to fly into space for it. You know, it's, it's not that, I don't, I don't need to. This is also pretty cool if you're a Virgin Galactic astronaut. It comes with the opportunity to purchase an astronaut edition. Range Rover from Land Rover. Oh. So they have tied those two things together. Just so you could tell everyone I've been to space. All right. What's the astronaut edition Range Rover? That would be pretty cool to see what's inside that. So I don't know if you have seen this news story and the cartoon that goes along with it. So the family of the late cinematographer, Hal... Halina. 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 Thank you. It's only been in the news. Halina Hutchins. That family has sued Alec Baldwin and other producers of the film Rust. Hutchins was fatally shot, if you remember, on the set of the movie. This was back in October. Her husband filed the wrongful death lawsuit in New Mexico for reckless behavior and cost cutting. So according to the lawsuit. Yes. Baldwin failed to perform industry standard safety checks and follow basic gun safety rules while using real guns to produce the movie. Now, their team created a reenactment. It's almost like a... Animation. Yeah, I love these. Usually Asia does these things. Do we have it? We do. Oh, I have it right here. Is see it, what happened. Yeah. So you see this, like, church set that they have on? They go inside and there's... Uh, it's like a video game. So they give the gun to... That's Alec, right? Alec Baldwin, he's the guy in the 
in the hat. Oh, looks good. Sits down. She's got the gun in a holster, sitting in a church pew. And now I guess we're going to see the, uh, there you see the camera. and Okay, she's in front. Uh-huh. Helena. Okay, so. <coughs> Jeez. By the way, I don't think the family produced this. Like, Doogie's like, the family produced this cartoon. I don't think so. I saw it on TMZ. So I don't know. Well, no, I think their team. TMZ posted this. Yeah, I I think it's the lawyers for the family. DK Global? What's that? It says DK Global on here. This says family lawyers. Oh, maybe that's what Panish Shea Boyle Ravaputi. That must be the law firm. So maybe they actually did produce this. Hmm. Who else would do it? Oh, like like Dieter said, Asia. Like no, they no, always they Asia it. always has these no. weird three D animations of news stories that happen here. No. They submitted this with this when they filed the suit See, like, this way. What does this show us that we didn't already know though? No, like, I was just expecting a, you can visualize it. She was right in front of the camera, he aims it right at her. Yeah. The plaintiffs released a video with a 3D rendering of how they say the shooting went out. It includes narration detailing all the alleged mistakes that were made, plus texts and emails from crew members who felt the safe was on set. So they did that. Well, I don't think, I mean, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen in this, but as an actor, now he did produce, he was a producer on this movie, I suppose, but uh, as an actor, I don't think it's his responsibility to be checking things. That's the armorer's responsibility, the person in charge of the firearms. That's their responsibility to make sure that that gun is not loaded with a live round. End of story. Uh, you know, we don't want actors to be the safety uh, people on a movie set. And I know what all these people are going to say. Well, you know, well you, anytime someone hands you a gun, you should, they're actors. Yeah, you're acting. You might be, might have blanks in it, but you're going to point at somebody because you're Acting. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's really the responsibility of the person who was in charge of the firearms, and I, I think they should be suing that person, not necessarily Alec Baldwin. Go on. When you retire, it's kind of nice to like hang out, do what you want to do, have some cocktails, but half the fun of retiring is drinking. Now there's research that's saying you cannot, when you get older, you cannot drink these drinks. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Super sweet cocktails. The sugar, and if you're diabetic, mm. okay, that's a horrible thing to drink. White wine. Who knew? They Why can't you have white wine? White wine has more sugar. Mm. The red? Know. Yeah, red has the antioxidants, which is better for you. Mm-hmm. There's still sugar in it. Non-light beer. Light yeah, beer, heavy is a, beer is a better option, they say, meaning a little light on alcohol, not necessarily light-colored. They say the fuller beers, like IPAs, tend to have more alcohol and more calories, and that's not good for your health. Brandy. So all the fun stuff. They I know. Very much like the whole point of drinking. Oh, oh, alcohol? No, cut that out. Give you less of that. Brandy, that's bad for you because some of the chemicals in there cause really bad hangovers. When you're older, you do not handle hangovers well. And then straight booze. So like a scotch drinker. But yet you see like our old boss used to drink scotch, our new boss. Our current boss, he drinks scotch, doesn't he? As you get older, they say that that's really bad for you and you need to cut that stuff out. Congratulations to Simone Biles. She's now engaged. This is the Olympic gymnast. She tweeted, 
Woke up a fiancé. I can't wait to spend forever and ever with you. You're everything I dreamed of and more. Let's get married. She, of course, has been dating NFL player Jonathan Owens, and they started dating summer of 2020. He started games this season for the Houston Texans. She's so tiny. So congratulations to them. By the way, yeah. I didn't uh, hear this personally. I must have been... Looking at that video, tuning her out, but uh, apparently Doogie was talking about the the movie, and she said that people said the safe was unset, not the set set was was unsafe. No, she said no, no. No, no. I'm positive because about a hundred people. Yeah, I thought I thought I had heard something weird, but the safe was unset. Does nobody listen to me? What? No. Yeah, Doozy just said, even just oh, another one. All right. Doozy said people who felt the safe was unset. Well, the safe wasn't set on set for the gun to be. Okay, huh? go on. And finally, Spider-Man No Way Home has surpassed Avatar in the domestic box office and now sits at the number three spot. Look at that. It's you said nobody's going, Robert, to the theater. Blows my mind. I, I don't know why anyone would want to go to a movie theater anymore. It has earned $761 million so far, uh, while Avatar made $760.5 million. Even like if you guys are just watching a movie at home, what do you what do you have, like a 65-inch TV or something, Dean, or what do you have? 55-inch. 55. Like, doesn't it, I mean, I would just rather watch it at home. I, I, to me, it yeah. even looks better. Like, it just... But the sound, though, you can't beat the sound in a theater. How great it sounds. That's true, I guess, but... Um, Have you seen those I'm love sacks? I'm not a sound snob, I don't think. So actually, the commercials are everywhere. The love sacks? Oh, those huge bean bags that are $1,000? No, I have one of those that I never you use. $1,000 bean oh, bag? Oh, it's a waste. I got it. I've been trying it's, to, like, I mean, it's massive. It's, it's, it's huge. Big. You can fit a family on it. I hate oh, yeah. My, it's almost as, like from here, we'll touch that wall behind you. Yeah. What, why, 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 why'd you get this? Comfortable. Uh, I thought that it would be fun, and I just—it's too big. Well, you see the so picture of it, and it looks face. comfortable. It looks right. kind of cool. You're like, oh, that might be fun to like be in a nest, but it's a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I bought that, that like. I know somebody bought a used years one years ago. Yeah. Which is gross. Times. Yeah. It was definitely used for sex oh. at well, the previous house. Mine is still hard because it hasn't been broken in. Anyway, because you have to use it, and it anyway. The love sack is the couch that is pieced together, and inside of it, you can do different positions for... You talked about a sectional? The sectional love sack. And it has the, I think, vibrations and the sound built into the pieces. Mm. That I would don't be, need that. You want, you want it on your ass? You want to feel the... That's what you want? The, oh, I had that the, at my house, oh, theater, uh, in my uh, theater seats. Vibrates? Sound shaker is what yeah. it's called. Oh, okay. That that the, oh, you, you'd love that. I'm telling you, yeah, like uh, when some big explosion or something, you're, thing, like it actually rumbles your seat. Oh, <laughs> like it's that it's, would pretty, cool. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So it's like surround sound and it moves from the sound. Like that looks pretty cool. It's not waste of money. Like uh, oh, I even had it. It's cool, it. but it's like uh, does it get annoying after every single movie you're watching? No, I just I, when does to it be matter? honest with you, I don't watch. I I I don't watch. I just don't watch a whole lot of movies down there. Hmm. What, do you know when does it trigger? Well, it's tied to your sound system, so anytime there's a low bass frequency, it, oh, no, it's yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory.
There's a deep web. There's a dark web. Part of the internet where anything goes. And then there's RoverRadio.com. Miami to West Palm Beach. Okay. She wants to go to this restaurant in West Palm Beach. They have uh, something that she really likes. Octopus? Now, beef tartare, I think is what oh, it is. Oh, that's raw, raw beef? beef. Yeah, it's just raw that. beef. I can make that here. I'll like raw one. hamburger meat. Yeah. yeah, that's easy to make. So she wants that. She says that they have an excellent beef tartare because it's spicy. That they put some sort of, it's hot. She likes spicy stuff. And she goes, why don't we take that train? And I said, oh, okay, all right, sweet. That sounds like fun. How long does it take? First of all, that train takes... I thought the, I thought the train would be like a 30-minute ride or a 20-minute ride. It's like forever to get up there. It's like two hours. I, go, I can drive there two hours. What the hell am I doing? And then I just saw an article last night. Because I was searching for this, this bright line. And... uh the number of people that are getting hit and killed by this train is out of control. I mean, it's insane. I, I was thinking, like, there's a pretty good chance if we get on this train and we go from Miami to West Palm Beach, we're going to run someone over. And then the train's going to be stopped, so a two-hour ride's going to turn into a six-hour ride because now we're stopped in the middle of, uh, you know, a crime scene. Right. Like, police got to come out. Dude, I, I, there, is it accidents or, or suicides? What is it? A combination of both, mostly accidents. But uh, it was apparently, because uh, I remember when we first started going down to West Palm Beach, they were getting ready to put this train into service. And then when the train went into service, I knew it was running some, some cars over and stuff. I knew that. But I had no idea how frequently this was happening. And then during the pandemic, I also didn't know this, that the bright line, uh, this train line down there, was closed down for two years during the pandemic. They said, oh, we're not going to have any riders. Uh, close quarters in the train. It's just going to shut down. So they didn't run for uh, two years. They start back up in November, just a couple months ago. They start back up. And just within a few hours, the train strikes a car. Wow. I mean, wow. I mean it's, it's, it's insanity. They say that it is the deadliest train per mile in the United States of America. And it's not. I mean, it only goes from Miami up to West Palm Beach. Maybe it, I think if there's a stop in between, I, I don't know their whole route. Wait, in the whole nation? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just running over people like crazy, and they have a timeline here. February 13th. A guy drove his Ford Fusion around the crossing gates and it was killed after being struck by an oncoming Brightline train. January 27th, a man was decapitated after being struck by a Brightline train attempting to cross the street. January 4th, a Brightline train struck and killed a pedestrian. That's just this year. December 30th last year. December 13th. December 11th. December 7th. And, I mean... It's like every week or two, it's hitting and killing someone. Hey, you just said three days ago it happened. The 13th. Yeah. 
Why is this happening more than other trains? Your guess is as good as mine. I guess it's a. I don't think it's like super. It's not bullet speed train. Uh, you know, it's not like a bullet train. I don't think it's going that fast. I guess it's a faster speed than a freight train. And I guess there's just so many intersections that it goes through. You know, it's right through the middle of all these streets. Mm. And you always think you can beat the train. Yeah. It looks slower, right? That's what From it is. From the side. Yeah. And then you're standing in front of it and it's coming at you. When the gates go down, why do you go You go around that? Yeah, because you no, see I mean, that patience. People don't have patience. I do How dumb are you, though? Like, I almost, when I was reading this, I go, oh, man. It's going to be all sorts of who knows what kind of weird lawsuits people, because they're just, I mean, they're hitting and killing someone once a week, it seems like. Uh, well, I remember when we were there at the bus, uh, Charlie and I would ride our skateboards around, but there's, I don't remember there being gates at all. It was just wide open, just tons of tracks. Oh, really? Oh, it's got to be No, gates. there's, there's gates yeah, that they, come they down. run parallel to Ochicopi Boulevard down there. Say that again, to where? Ochicopi Boulevard. <laughs> That's um because we park we're we're, we're in an empty parking lot in the middle of, in the middle of town where there's the McLaren dealership like off to the um off to the west and there's those tracks they run north and south and I see I would see a family yeah, they have gates. go by they have wait gates what's the street of. that runs north Ochicopi Boulevard <laughs> I'm sorry I was talking one more time oh. Ochicopi Boulevard yeah. okay <laughs> he nailed it um but. So I guess it's a combination of people they keep driving around the gates go down and they drive their car around. One guy I was reading, there was a freight train coming from one direction, and he saw it, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to go around the gate, and I'm because I'm going to beat that freight train. So he's looking to his left, he sees the freight train coming, he doesn't look to his right and see the bright line train coming, wham, flies oh. right into him, kills him. And his, uh, I think he had a Maserati. Oh, there. my God, just one way he looked. He didn't think they'd be coming from both ways. Exactly. That's scary. And it's, pedestrians are getting picked off by this thing, too. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what in the world is going on down there, but how, I don't know how they can fix that. Here's someone that says, uh, let me go to uh, Eric here on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Rover, I've been listening to you since you've been on down here. Yeah. Um, funny you're talking about this. Actually, that train uh, just hit somebody this morning. Up this morning? Hey, hey, come on. Get out of no here. No way. I'm telling no. you, it's, yeah, it's, also, it's a weekly Also occurrence. over the weekend. I mean, yeah, the 12th, they, I don't know. You said the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, three days ago. Yeah, and then somebody right now. No way. And uh, did it Yeah, I think it's in Lake Worth Beach. Did it, did it I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I believe so. I guess And most walked. of these accidents... Yeah. Uh, most of these accidents are people trying to get around the train before it actually shows up. But the train moves so fast, they don't have time to get out of the way. Well, uh, yeah, look, I, I don't live down there, so I'm, maybe I'm, I'm – if the train is moving at a fairly high rate of speed and the gates come down, how long do you have to wait for the train to go by? Wouldn't it be, like, fairly quick because the train is going pretty fast? Yeah, it is, but the way I see it, uh, this train is actually a godsend because it's calling the herd of the stupid down here. I, I mean, I just – I don't know why people can't wait. Uh, to a minute or two, and instead they just try, just try to beat it, I guess. Uh, Eric, thank you. Um, wow, that is insane. Here's someone who says, I have a video I personally, I took personally on my first ride on the Brightline. Uh, and someone was hit by the train. 
I have a video of the dead person ripped in half on the road. What? Oh, jeez. How do you take that? You just happen to be oh, filming? Oh, people, people, yeah, people. Uh, I, I guess. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, so then I, I started thinking, I don't know. I don't know if I, I mean, there's almost like a pretty good odd that your train's going to hit and kill someone when you're on it, and then you're like, ah, that's really going to put a damper in my night going uh, up to West Palm Beach. I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER is our number, 866-967-6837. We'll be right back. Hang on. Morning Glory. Mary back on the show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold out Nine Inch Nails show at Blossom this fall. The F. W-N-N-S. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Rover's Morning Glory. The toughest morning show in the world. Not only because all the others are overweight old guys in Hawaiian shirts. Whoa. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Tim and West Palm Beach here on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Tim. Morning, everybody. Um, I'm just driving into work here, and uh, my dark humor took over. I was thinking about, you know, imagine being the conductor of this train that's just like, is mowing everyone down all the time, how depressing that would be. Just like, oh, what's your dad do? Oh, he's the conductor of the murder just train. Runs like, people just over. The, yeah. Can you just imagine the life this guy lives? <laughs> you know the employees have, or the, the train engineers, conductors, whatever the hell they're called, they must... Uh, they must have they must have internal betting going on, you know, like you know, gallows yeah, sort of humor. Like, uh, how many are you gonna get this month? Like, I mean, it's just <laughs> I can't believe that. Again, because we're not down there very often, uh, it just uh, I can't believe. I just was reading someone sent me an article, three three bright line accidents in the past four days in Palm Beach County. Man. Here is a tweet that the news station put out. You can see them loading. You're going to have to look at this. I don't know if Snitch can zoom in on my screen. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. But uh, this is is them loading a car. That's what's remaining of a car this morning. This is the one that just happened. What? Where is it? Looks like a little... That's uh, it. This is it. This is smashed in. It's smashed. That's, oh, that's what remains the of the car. Yes. That guy is bigger than the car. I know, because that train just hit it at 80 miles per hour. Look at that. That's this morning. Yes, this just happened this time literally while, I was, while we were talking about it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, now, I don't know if you're... People are like, well, it's people are so dumb, it's, it's thin out the herd, but... They got to do something. They obviously have an issue over here, and I'm not a big fan of more government, but I think you could solve this if you put your mind to it. How so? Well, I don't know. I'm not a poli- I haven't put my mind to it. Well, I, I think what you do is at every intersection you put a camera. That that's going to solve it. Yes, and here's what you do. I don't like these red light cameras. I don't like. Uh, Speed cameras, 
But for this, if people are getting whacked every two days by and killed by by trains, you go, okay, well, we're thinning the herd. But look at the emergency response, you know, the resources it takes to go clean up these bodies, take these cars away, shut the train down. I mean, there's, there's a, a cost to all of this. So if I were the governor of the state, I would say, hey, Put a camera, cameras at every single train crossing. And you put a big sign there, and it says, you go around the gate, you're going to get a, a $1,000 fine. You can't make it 50 bucks. you got to make it something substantial. And anyone who goes around that gate snaps a picture, $1,000 fine. That would clear this up real quick. People wouldn't be driving around those gates anymore. I'm I'm sure it's already illegal and it's already a ticket, but people I don't think are getting caught. So you do this, and by the way, that pays for itself. You go well. Let's rover cameras at every single intersection. Who's going to pay for that? The people who go around and pay the thousand dollar fine. That's who's going to pay it. Those well, idiots. Or we're not just crossing guards that come down and they connect. So you can't go around them. So it goes all the way across. Mm, I can't, like, it's not just like, there's always like a half one, right? There's one that just blocks the lane, mm-hmm. then the other side blocks the lane, and you can just go right around it. What, what they need to do is redesign those gates. Oh, okay. If the gate is too well, like you, a, maybe go all the way across. Yeah, go across the, across no, the guard. Good idea. Make the gate, make the gate instead of the stick, have something come down where people can't get around. Oh, right. people's, no. people's stupidity just... Amazes me to me that it's boundless of people because well, they have no idea of the stopping. Di- if the train's going 80 miles an hour, let me ask think you. of the length of the stopping distance is required. You just can't on a train. You just can't slam the slam on the brakes. Let me ask you a question. You ever go around that in your life? I'm not stupid. I've never. I used to do it all the time. Oh really? Did you really? Or I used to deliver pizzas. There's train tracks, multiple train tracks right by the pizza place. So when the line would back up, I'm like, man, I gotta. The quicker you deliver the pizza, the quicker you get back and get another one to make uh-huh. your tips. Uh-huh. So I actually have the pizza sign on the car. You know, I, it was like a magnetic pizza sign. Yeah. Pizza sign. So I go around and I, all these cars would see me. And I told my boss, I go, you know, I went around the tracks and had the sign on the car. So I hope you're okay with that. He goes, oh, I love that. It's free <laughs> advertising. He goes, keep doing it. So he told me, he's like, if you do, I'll give you, the, I'll give you a. More deliveries, you get bigger tips. So it, it worked out. You would just drive around and... Did like 10 cars, i go all the way around. i of course look both ways, and the train would be way down in the distance. Yeah, right? that's why someone sent me a text. They go, well, it's it's four stops. You know, it will the gates will come down like four intersections, four stops before the train gets there. So you're waiting. And, yeah. and then I guess freight trains are on the same track, so people... He said people don't know what kind of train is coming. And if it's a freight train, you know how slow those are. Yeah. And then you're going to be stuck there for seven or eight, ten minutes. And that's why people are going around the gate. The bright line goes pretty quick. So, yeah, it's going to pass by quickly, but people don't know what kind of train is coming. I, I just... You don't want to wait. It's it's insane. I had no idea this was... I, I heard stories, and we'd hear some stories here and there, but I had no idea that people were getting whacked almost on a daily basis down there. I know it's too late, but uh, why didn't they just build it up, like, raised? What what raised? The train. Oh, uh, elevated train, you mean? Yeah. Well, I think the cost of that would be, you know, for it to go that far would be 
probably hundreds of like a hundred billion dollars or something. I know they can't dig in Florida. They can't do underground. But. Uh, Luke, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Luke. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's happening? Hey, I came from a real small town, and for a while, train accidents became kind of a big issue. Yeah. Um, and what they started doing was instead of just covering the lane that the car that you're driving is in, they put down longer gates that would go across the entire road so that you literally couldn't just go around it to get around the train tracks without, you know, going off the road. That's what I'm talking about. Why don't you make it longer? So yeah, why, don't, why don't they do that? Like, that seems like that would be the cheapest It option. seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Private yeah. emergency vehicles, what if they have to get around? There's a reason they have to get around that. How There's could no they? reason to get around it. Yeah. What if you have they an ambulance? Have to stop okay. An ambulance okay. has to stop, just like uh, I've seen them go around those. What if you have a heart attack? Do you're in the back of that ambulance? Do you not want them to go around it or wait 10 uh, minutes for the train to come? I'd rather not get hit by the train yeah. in the oh. ambulance theater. If I'm in the back of that, go around. Take the risk. I want to get to the hospital. If you're on death's door, I don't want to have to wait there. Those trains sometimes take, seriously, 8, 10 minutes. Here's... Yeah, but what can you do? There's nothing you can do. Uh, you, you go around. That's the whole point. Turn that rubber. You ever see sometimes they come down so damn early, and you look, and the train is so far away, you can't yeah. even see it. You're like squinting. You're like, is that a train? It comes down very early sometimes. Here's someone that says, I have an employee whose sister was killed by a bright line mm. train. She was walking and talking on her phone, mm. just walked right in front of it. He says they're used to the tri-rail, which is slower, and you can get across with that. I just sent you a video, Charlie, of a guy on a motorcycle not paying attention. Yeah. No, no, it's not bad. Oh. Here says, uh, this guy says they're going to add rails from West Palm to Orlando and then Orlando to Tampa. Well, you know, that's always a promise that politicians or whoever makes and you know, oh and then it'll be all the way up here. You go all the way to New York City and you know, they'll always they always have these uh, big plans. What is the video that you just you have that over there, Charlie? <laughs> okay. Give us a second here. Okay, that's good. You got it. What is it called? Motorcycle? Yes. yes. Okay, there it is. This is in India or something. Oh, okay. Peter. Okay. Come on. Oh, man. I think he sees it at the last second. So then what do you do? Do you keep going? This guy, this, guy, uh, this video that Peter just sent, this guy's riding a little motorcycle across, and there's one, two, three, four train tracks going through this intersection. And he, yeah, he stops. He sees the train coming, and he stops, but he, he puts his bike down because he, he the, the bike's, and it just... He barely escapes. I mean, this guy really barely escaped. Oh, so people life. walking back and forth? Yeah, they don't even care. They're like, eh, okay. He just made it. Here's, uh, Charlie, what's this? You have a train hits a car video? Did you put that one in? Uh, let's see what this is. Yeah, why? This is a slow. Yeah, this is a slow ass train. It's like a steam engine or something. <laughs> yeah, like one of these. There's these weird train people that just. Oh yeah, what's that called? They just stare at trains all day and they videotape it. Train spotting. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. 
Did you ever see the station agent? No. Hey, who's oh, this? No, who's no. Oh, that looks your right, you idiot. That is so slow. That is the slowest oh, shit I've ever seen in my life. The train's actually stopping. It came to a halt. It was going that slow. Well, there's no gates on that intersection. That person was just driving, not just not paying attention, didn't look. Did you hear the horn? The horn. They're looking to the left. Yes. They go, oh, I don't see it. Look at that. If you just kept going, he could have passed it. Uh, Hillary in Palm Beach, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning, gang. Hey, what's happening? Um, look, it, it is it, it really is very sad that these people have, have passed away or have escaped or maybe in, injured. Uh, because of the trains, but we have Amtrak and we have Brightline. Brightline happens to be, um, there isn't as much noise okay. when it's passing through. Now, there still are gates. Um, I'm not an Ivy League school girl. I know that when the gate goes down, you don't go through it. Right. I, I you just don't. I know. I I can't believe. And you would think that the weird th the weird thing about it is, you'd think that people would they might go. Oh, I don't want to wait for the train to go around the gate. But then this has been a problem where people are getting hit and killed like every two or three days. That's obviously in the news. You'd think that people would go. Oh man, there's a lot of people getting hit and killed by these trains. Maybe I'll stop going around the gate. But they don't learn. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, well, I have seen people uh, take the chance and go through the gate. I mean, go around it because there is an area where you can get through it. Yes. Um, and and every time I shake my head, I think, yes. Look, I, I my life is too important. I I got too many bills to pay, I, and the last thing I need is is that. But <clears throat> it does not take a genius to know. When the gate's down, you do not go. That's right. You wait for it to go. That's right. Take it from here. And Hillary. by the way, bright line is needed desperately down here. We need it. Right. It, it, it's traffic it's is so bad. you got to get, you gotta get places. Does it make traffic worse by having to stop constantly for this bright line? No. Oh, no. no. It's, it's is hard. traffic that bad down there? Yeah, of course. It, traffic is bad in Palm Beach County, in... Uh, Broward and Miami Dade, but isn't your life more important? Yeah, for sure. That looks bad on the uh, on the freeway. You still have to be careful. You cannot be putting on mascara and driving eighty miles an hour down the road. And I see it all the time. Hillary, thank you. Listen to Hillary. She's uh, she got it all figured out. Uh, James in West Palm Beach here on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, James. Yo, Rover. Hey, what's happening? Um, yeah, I just wanted to give my little input on it. So my thought process on it is the cars, yeah, that's an issue, but it doesn't, like the lady was saying, it is really quiet. So there was a lady crossing it, and she didn't hear it coming, and she was old, and she got, like, cut in half, and I was on my way back from Miami, and we got stopped, like, for 15 minutes at Fort Lauderdale instead of, like, the two-minute stop. Yeah. 
and we slow down passing Atlantana, and I'm with my kids, and they're asleep in my arms, and I just see this dead person, like, cut in half her abdomen, just sitting in the middle of Dixie Road, and, like, no one's covering it, just the cops standing there next to it, and honestly, till to this day, it's still one of the most traumatic things I've ever seen, but... Did you render aid? It's not, it's... She said, cut in half. I was on the train. I was on the train. Did you render aid? Yeah, she's cut in half, dear. Like, literally, her her body was, like, by, her legs were by the train tracks, and then Dixie's, like, maybe 20, 30 yards away. So she was thrown 20, 30 yards. So it's not just cars. It's, like, a pedestrian issue yeah. as well. Yeah, I uh, I had no idea. I mean, I, I heard of this, but I didn't know. I mean, I knew it was happening, but I guess until I saw this last night. And then, again, it happened this morning, uh, even while we were talking about it. It happened, and it just, we just saw the video. It whacked another car. And turned it into a Rubik's Cube. That's the yeah, that was just, yeah. Mark, also in West Palm Beach. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Hey. Hey, I was, I was a record driver for over 20 years down there. Um, and there's a lot of things that, you know, people come from other parts of the country to move down here. They don't understand uh, how the tracks are set up. Uh, Where you have a, a double set of tracks, are where trains pass each other, freighters pass each other, passenger trains pass freighters, and so on. Yeah. So pe- people get at those stops and they'll see that freighter moving slow or he's backing into a spur that's right there by the intersection, and they say, oh, it's just the one train. And that's when they go around the gates and uh, they get mauled. Yeah. And... Um, you yeah, I mean, tourists in Florida too. They, they they don't know what the hell's going on. They go down there. They probably never even heard of this train, and then they, oh, well, I don't see a train coming, and then kill. Exactly, and I mean, it, the the tracks split uh, when you get into West Palm Beach. Uh, Amtrak goes to the west, goes up the middle of the state, and your freighters, you know, stay to the east. Well, then they added the bright line and the tri-rail and all that, and that's where you're, you know, people were so used to seeing the slower freighters, they, you know, they thought, oh, I got time to cross, cross the tracks. Yeah. Well, now you get the bright line, which moves, I mean, there's new signs out, says trains run over 80 mile an hour. And when you're looking straight down the track, it's something coming at you, it's hard to discern how fast it's really going. Someone just said and 80, you know, it's pretty quick. the trains go 80 miles per hour now, but... They're supposed to go, uh, and they're they're planning on bumping it up to 125 no, miles per hour. That's flying. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, they're running people over every three days. Imagine that. I mean, it would just be nonstop, I guess. Well, traffic down here is just so bad that people become really impatient. And, you know, I mean, like say you're running late to work or whatever, and they're just taking that chance. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I, like I said, I worked over 20 years driving a tow truck, picking that stuff up, because we had a contract with PBSO, and uh, we did all homicides and anything vehicular, you know, death. And, I mean, dozens and dozens of train accidents. I mean, suicides, you know, people just not thinking. Uh, and <laughs> I had one guy that was chasing his girlfriend. She beat, just beat the train. Yeah. He didn't. He got caught between two trains, and the tracks are so close together. It was like the washing machine effect. Oh no! The largest part of that, the largest part of that car was the engine block. That was it. So he's he so the girlfriend is in one car. He's in a different car, chasing her exactly. or just following her. 
Well, you know, following her chase or whatever. We did, I didn't get the full part of that story. I know they were fighting and stuff, but, uh, yeah, so he chased her across the tracks, got, you know, nailed by the fast one. The slow one caught up with him, and, you know, those trains don't stop on the dime. And, you know, just washing machine effect between the two engines and, and you know, the cars. And the time was all said and done, you know, I was, I was picking up everything with a freaking rake. Oh, wow. almighty. Uh, Mark, thank you. I appreciate it. A lot of people are saying, Dieter, the reason they don't have the, the gate go all the way across is because when the gates close, if you're in the middle, then you will get stuck. Okay. And, uh, I, it, it, there's no if solution it's coming for down, that. If right. in the middle, you're saying? Well, there would be a solution for that. You have double sets of gates. You have one, you have t two gates that, that come down, one on each side of the tracks, and they're half gates, and they come down first. Then everyone should be out of there, right? Yeah. Unless okay. And then you have a secondary gate that comes down on each side that spans the entire width. Problem solved, correct? Good work, yeah. At this. Maybe, I, maybe I'll run for office now. I got it all figured out. Let us know how it works out. Jeb Bush, Ron DeSantis, <laughs> Rover. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Mary back on the show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold out Nine Inch Nails show at Blossom this fall. The WMMS. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Rover's Morning Glory. It's like an amusement park full of mustache rides. Hop on, honey. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Rovers Morning Glory. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Good. All right. So I just wanted to chip in about the train. I'm a conductor here in Cleveland, and I, I've had a couple crazy stories or a couple crazy incidents go down. People just get so impatient at these crossings. Yeah. Um, they do have the double gates. I just want to say that, too. They have that for their no-blow crossings where you don't blow the horn and you just got to be silent for a neighborhood. Yeah. They have that. But other than that, I work out of Cleveland, and there's a couple areas where the gates don't come down until last minute. you got to get really close. And one night, many times people, they get real impatient. One night about 2 in the morning, a guy did not want to wait, and he's walking in the street, and I'm on the engine just, no cars with me or anything, just just the engine and me. And uh, he did not want to wait. And I was like, hey, man, hold on. We're, we're just going to shoot across real quick. And he just turns to me and he says, F you. And I, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, I'm just going to shoot across real quick. It'll be two seconds. And he just starts jogging around the gates. And we're already moving. My engineer can't. He could stop, but not that quick. We'd probably still bump into him a little. Yeah. So I, I, I slowed down my engineer and. He still runs into the guy. The guy gets behind our engine, starts shoulder bumping it like he wants to fight it or something. And he just keeps looking. He looks at me and he just keeps screaming, F you, F you. And he's like, I've been through this. I don't know what that means. But he's he's like, I've been through this. So Actually fighting a train. I, he wants, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's fighting a train. It was, it was unbelievable. 
Then he wanted to climb the steps where I was. I was riding on the top. And he wanted to climb the steps, and I was going to have to kick him off, uh, like physically kick him, because I don't know what this crazy guy is going to do. Of course. But um, then then he falls. He's in the road rolling around, and we basically almost ran him over. So people are that crazy. They don't want to wait. Doesn't your door lock? Like, can you just walk right into a train? No, I, no I'm, I'm back there telling the engineer, like, how fast to go and that we can still keep going. We're operating on hand signals, yeah. so we're not using our radio. Yeah. And uh, so I have to stay on the steps so he can see me. I could have told him to stop. He was already slowing down. He saw the guy there. But um, the guy wanted to just come right up the steps where I was. So I, I was either... I, by that time, right I would have had to... Right in the noggin, yeah, right there. Yeah, I would face right off. That dorky kid was taking a selfie, and the train's going behind him, and he wanted to have this sweet uh, video of his yeah. face with the train. Yeah. And the conductor's like, you know what, nerd? And he kicked him in the head. Kicked the guy by. right in the head. Love that video. Uh, you would. Uh, yeah. Great. Right. Here's another train guy. A lot of train guys. I they know. had no idea. It's like when we got Rolling Glory 1, the bus, I go, I didn't know all this... The secret life of truck stops and truckers and everything. It's a whole new world. Trains must be the same thing. Good morning. Yes, that's you. Go ahead. Railroad train master. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. RTM. Right, All right. right. Yes. Go, go. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well. I've been on the railroad about 28 years, and we do Operation Lifesaver, which what that entails. Uh, we get with law enforcement, and a lot of times with state patrol, we put planes up. Where we have problems, where crews report, hey, we keep running these gates. And long story short, they uh, when we get up there, people get pulled over, you know, because they don't even, you know, because law enforcement's right there near the crossings. We just pull the cars over and. Just so you know, the fine five hundred dollars is four points on your license if you make it across. Yeah. And also, you ever uh, run anyone over? Uh, I've been on trains when that's happened because I'm the guy that re- I'm one of many people that respond to grade crossing accidents, and it's uh, it's it's horrific. You know, it, it's bad for the crews because there's just really nothing they can do, and people get up to crossings, and you got multiple tracks. Well, one train clears and the gates are still down. And they're like, well, what the hell is going on? Excuse me. What's going on here? And then they'll go around the gates, and there's another one. That one train might be going east, one might be going west, and then they get they get uh, hit with the other one, not realizing that. And then you got a lot of people that trespass on the railroads. I can tell you, if we catch you on the railroad, you're going to go to jail for it because of liabilities for the railroads. And it's just people take chances unnecessary and, and the physics of it is like uh, taking it, uh, an SUV and put a pop can down and run it over that's what happens to you because you, you just don't survive it and and the bad part is them guys are just out there doing their jobs and that that affects them too yeah. you know you get a parent in there they got kids they got parents in there and the kids are in there and they decide they might be arguing whatever their their gig is and to get around the gates, it's not a smart thing to do. If somebody puts a so penny, all I can say, if somebody lays a penny down on the train tracks, will it derail the train? Oh, come on, Dave. No. I was going to no, ask. No. Why would you want to ask? No, that? a lot of people do that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, a lot of people do that. All it does, what's that? Go ahead, go ahead. I said, they, yeah, people do that. But like I said, we, we 
if you're trespassing on the railroad, you can figure you're going to go to jail if you get caught by either the railroad police or the local police, and 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 people are just nuts. Do you imagine uh, you know, that, know, a railroad police officer? You know, like who's like, you know what? When I get older, I want to be a railroad police officer. <laughs> yeah. We saw that one. I didn't even know it was a thing, a railroad police officer, but we just saw those trains that are getting robbed in Los Angeles. They're the freight trains. Mm-hmm. And they slow down or they get stopped, and these people just go and they just break in and they're stealing Amazon packages out. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of packages just empty out. I mean, it's an incredible scene to ever see anything like it. And there's just like one railroad cop trying to chase people away. I didn't even know that was a thing. Here's a picture that... uh, A picture that someone sent me where uh, this is one of these, uh, so you have the gates that come down on each side, so it doesn't go all the way across, but you put a barrier in between the lanes, Theater, so you can't mm. you can't go across, you can't go around the thing because you have a barrier. So if you put a concrete barrier or something in the, in the center divider of the road, you won't be able to go around the gate. I like that. Just do that at every intersection. Problem solved. Governor Rover. Right, Jeffrey? No, this is viewing the picture you had up there. That should be a good idea for all railroad crossings. So I agree with you. Dieter, let me ask you a question. Bob Saget. Oh, boy. Now, you had a conspiracy corner about Bob Saget, and you said that you your sources were telling you that the Olsen twins had something to do with his death. Yeah, that was way And early. we all laughed at you. Yeah, he said, you're an idiot. So he, stupid. He just, what did you guys say? He just died one night of a heart attack? He fell, hit his No, that didn't even come out yet. Oh, we didn't know that. Yeah, when he just died, it came out. People were like, oh, he just had a heart attack. Exactly. And there was rumors, oh, maybe it was COVID. Right. But I go, no, the more you look into it, it looked like it was a hit job. So it did come out recently, just days ago, that... He had a traumatic head injury, and people go, well, he he slipped and fell in his hotel room, hit his head, and uh, it didn't tell anyone. And just went to bed. Yeah. And died. Then uh, it came out that the it looked like he was hit in the head with a baseball bat. That's how bad it was. Now. It's possible the guy could have slipped in the shower. I think he checked into this hotel there in Florida at, at like, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. He did he did a, a, a stand-up gig somewhere. He drove, where was this? Was this in Orlando or something? He drove, yeah. like, two hours from a stand-up gig to the hotel, and then he, he went to bed. So it's totally possible he showered before he got into bed, slipped in the shower, hit his head, I, I guess. You'd think they would... You find the guy, there would be blood, there would be some sort of evidence of that, though, wouldn't there, Theater? If you got hit that hard with a baseball bat, yes. And he had two black eyes in the front of his face? Yeah. That's a major problem. They said that fall had to be 30 feet if you do fall. It's not a slip and you fall in the bathtub. This is a 30-foot fall. Um, so, we're talking about maybe, you know, you're skeptical of the whole story, but Great I was time. thinking maybe the guy slipped, maybe it's possible. But now... Uh, Bob Saget's wife, uh, widow, Kelly Rizzo, and his three daughters filed a lawsuit yesterday against the medical examiner's office and the Orange County Sheriff 
And this lawsuit aims to prevent the release of any records uh, regarding to his death or autopsy, including photographs, video, and audio recordings. I get it if you you don't want his autopsy death photos to be out there. I I, I get that, but uh, you know what are are they trying to cover something up? Are they trying to hide something, Dieter? This is bizarre. Why won't you look into it more? Why won't you say release everything? I want to know what happened to my husband. How do you end up looking like you got hit with a baseball bat? Release the information. That is weird that they're not asking. I mean, I understand they want their privacy, and they want to just mourn and move on. But like Dieter said, don't you want to know? They just want answers. I want to know what happened to him. Yeah. The family says that this will cause extreme mental pain, anguish, and emotional distress if these records are released. They claim that media outlets have filed or plan to file public records requests seeking the release of the records, and this lawsuit claims there's no legitimate public interest that will be served by their release. Now, I remember the same thing happened. There's uh, Florida must have a law that you can, you know, you you can keep this private or whatever. These autopsy, at least the photos. I understand why. You know what? Your poor husband's death photos floating around. I I understand that. Uh, there was, I remember when Dale Earnhardt mm. was killed in a car crash. It didn't look like it was, you know, a super horrific accident, but it was just the way that, that the angle that he impacted the wall or whatever, I think it broke his neck. I think so. Um, and they, you know, that led to improvements in safety for these head the Hans device. Hans device, head and, head and neck. Safety. Oh, that's what it is? I don't know. I thought it was like a German word. No, no, it's head and neck. Oh, it's Sans? Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a Hans device. <laughs> I know some guy named Hans and <laughs> And his brother Franz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyhow, so um, I remember there was a, a debate at that time. They, they were the same thing they people they were worried that his autopsy photos were going to be released and they they filed some sort of suit to keep that private or whatever so maybe this is completely normal maybe this is a normal thing i don't know but it i just like a murder now to to me i just right. someone's going to have to come out the medical examiner or the uh, the sheriffs or whoever they got to come out and explain this how this is possible how is it possible that this guy had this kind of injury if it's an accident? Are they allowed to? Maybe it's, maybe it's a completely, you know, we've, we haven't, at least I haven't seen the actual medical examiner come out and say, you know, this is totally possible if this X, Y, and Z happens, doesn't look suspicious to me, total accident. I haven't seen that. Someone's got to come out and explain that. And that is sort of the role of the media is to ask questions, get answers. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. I understand if they don't want the photos out there or whatever, but someone's got to give me an explanation on this, I think. And if you're the family, I think you would just be dying to know, no pun intended, how this could possibly occur. It, they're in a weird situation because he was, what, America's dad, and everybody felt like he was part of their family for so long, so people want to know. And they're saying... Leave everyone out of it. We don't want, and I don't blame them, but I also, wouldn't you want to know? Yeah, I'm confused. 
Uh, maybe I missed it. Do they know where he fell, how he fell, what no. happened? Like, no. no. They don't know, like, oh, he was walking off stage, tripped. Uh, I mean, we're seeing that. Yeah. Did he tell anybody? No. Did he tell the wife? Like, oh, man, I hit my head earlier. No. He hasn't said anything. Nothing. He just said, oh, yeah, he did fall. He said he fell in the shower. She, she said, no, no mention of it. Uh, it says the the medical examiner says there was no evidence of drug use or foul play. And then in the update, they said it, uh, it was his opinion, the medical examiner, that Saget died from blunt head trauma. Quote, his injuries were most likely incurred from an unwitnessed fall. And uh, the blunt force injuries to the head, according to the autopsy report, include a fracture at the base of the skull and fractures including the frontal bone. Like, I mean, what kind There's of... no camera footage... Him leaving. It would have had to. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would have had to have occurred in his hotel room. Okay, oh, so leaving the club, something might have happened. It's and then impossible. He's in his car, impossible. And then no. Impossible. Is impossible. Unless I'll tell you why. Because the guy leaves the club. He's he's probably not driving himself. He he was going from Jacksonville where he performed to Orlando oh, he's where he was driver. Yeah, there's probably yes, yeah. yeah I, I guess. Um, and when you leave the club, I I just. People are going to walk you out. The owner of the club, whatever. You're not going to. You're not going to walk out by yourself. Bob said. So maybe check the footage at the hotel. For sure. Well, I'm sure they have, but they don't they? see anything. There's no footage from inside the room. That's the speculation that this happened inside the room. Do they then? A man dies in a hotel room. What's the standard procedure? You die in a hotel room. Do they run it out the next day? That's a good question. No, How I think long? they're going to do an investigation. Okay. Um, they, but yet they eventually go to renting those rooms out again. Of course, you think so? Absolutely. Yeah, we need to close it down forever. Didn't so you? You need the revenue. Stumble into a room uh-huh. allegedly. Yeah. They didn't rent that room out, did they? No, oh, they were in there. Yeah, they were renting that room out again. They were in there changing light bulbs. That's how Dieter walked in. Uh, where uh, Chris Cornell died, Dieter went into that hotel room. Just stumbled in there accidentally. Yeah, I had no idea. I was lost. Oh, where, where am I? At the end of the hall. <laughs> now, it might be something different like uh, in Las Vegas where that shooter was shooting at the music mm-hmm. festival. You know, maybe something horrific like that. Maybe they just never used that room again or they, 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 oh, they can't. close that room off. I don't know what they do in a situation like that. My My guess is they don't use it for a while. And then they quietly reintroduce it. Oh, they wait. change. They change the room number. Is probably what they yeah. do somehow. You should take the bus there. Huh? Take the bus there. Oh, either. <laughs> huh? Huh? Never mind. What? What? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I missed it. There's two <laughs> things I can think of with Saget. Yeah. One, he was killed, which I've been seeing from the beginning. Somebody hit him with a baseball bat, just put him in a bed, like, oh, he just died overnight. But the other thing is, then, if it is a 20-foot fall, you know, some hotels have, like, open floor floor plans. Like, you can, like, look over a balcony and, like, see the main area below. So, if you're walking around that like night. Like a two-story suite? Yeah, two-story, three-story, or I'm saying, like, it's Three-story hotel room suite? You ever see, like, um... I've never seen a hotel room like that. 
Or it's like you're walking around and it's like open. It's just like open for you can see below if it's really like nice, like Florida I'm thinking of. Okay. Anyway, what if he just fell over that, landed two floors below on the back of his head, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm just going to go up to bed, and he died. You mean in the hotel or his hotel room? No, it's in, in the lobby. Yeah. Oh. Say you're walking oh, you're going to see that. Somebody's going to see, see that. that. Two in the morning? Three in the morning? What if he's just walking around? He's out. Dude, do you know how loud that would be yeah. if you fall three stories and crack your skull on the tile floor? And you're stuck at a hotel, and you're like, you're not going to go out there and investigate three in the morning. You're like, oh, I heard a boom out there. Maybe somebody dropped the tray out there. Workers. If that happens, you don't then go back to your room you, and tweet something. Didn't he send a tweet out saying how earlier. everything was that great? Was just a stand-up show. That was right was it? stand-up show. He was on stage, did a picture of himself. No black guys, nothing. Okay, so that is bizarre. So I really think that he got murdered then. That was only two possibilities. And if he didn't fall two stories... Then somebody hit him with a baseball bat and put him in bed. Who would have it out? Well, you said the Olsen, Olsen twins. twins. Do you remember? They were involved. Keith Ledger was found dead. And who did the maid call? The maid showed up, or the masseuse, called the Olsen twins. Twins. Even before they called the police. Why would they call the Olsen twins? I, I don't know. That, that's bizarre. So they had a tie into that. So then maybe Saget found out about that. So they had to take out Saget. They, like, confessed to Saget, hey... We were involved with Heath Ledger. He was going <laughs> to come over and say this. Uh-huh. So then they had to take him out. Aaron in Allentown, Pennsylvania. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Rover. Hey, what's happening? Uh, there was actually a video of another comedian. She was on stage, and she actually got dizzy and fell and cracked her head. And she had the same exact things that Bob Saget had. Yeah, now this is interesting. Now this woman uh, was, uh, I, I heard the story, I don't think I watched the video. I have it here. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Uh, did she die? She did not die. Okay. Heather McDonald yeah. is the comedian. She was talking about getting the COVID vaccine, and then she just like, in the middle of her stand-up about COVID vaccine, she just <laughs> falls over. Here's the video. Brad, I don't care, but I want you to know, double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot, too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID, clearly Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Oh, look at this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It looked like she was faking. No one knows what to do. Well, they think it's part of the act. Look. Is she seizing? They think, that, they think, that, they think she's joking. Yeah, I would, too. It looked like... No one is reacting at all, which now, is just wild. Now it's hitting people. Oh, it's weird timing. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it like, is oh. weird timing. She's professional, yeah. Yeah. Look at this. The way she hit her head, that wasn't, um... I mean, that is... That's wild. Oh, you got to play that again. I have not seen that. And she's okay? She didn't die, you said? She is okay. Is someone, perhaps, trying to take out comedians, Dieter? Possibly. Some kind of, like, death death ray? So nice. Like the uh, Havana Syndrome. Yes. Which they said they came out and said that for sure is something... An anti-comedy crusader. Mm. Somebody that hates to laugh. <laughs> right? <laughs> hates comedy. 
Look at this. Oh, oh my God. The way she makes that noise before. <laughs> look at her like, face. Yeah, it looks like she's joking. Well, you can listen to her. She and goes, you can oh, also oh. see, like, she's breathing heavily. So now when you look back, you can go, she's, she seems to be struggling a little bit. Right. She's breathing heavily. But then the look on her face when she does this, it does look like she's, she's joking. Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. She's slurring. So nice. So nice. Look. Oh, damn. Like, that is, that is, let me see this in slow motion here. So there she is, her, her eyes, she's looking up, she's stumbling, and then she just, legs give out, and she's out. She's out before she even hits yeah. the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then let's see what happens to her head. Bam! Oh, right it just whacks the back of her head. That's exactly like Bob Saget. And he just got the booster shot. She just got it. No, he did not just get the booster shot. He just had COVID. But he also he was COVID positive when they did the autopsy. But he did an interview. He got the booster shot maybe in December. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, he could have fallen in the hotel room and like hit the dresser, fell back and hit the end table. You know, that's both. Yeah, because multiple. Hits right, and maybe you hit yourself, and you just go, you know what? I man, I just gonna man that hurt. I'm just gonna sleep it off now. You know, after you have a, a head injury, you're not supposed to sleep. They found him just laying on his back, face up, hands on his chest, which made us all think it was a heart attack. Yeah, or you, when you place somebody down. Like the Undertaker, he always crosses their hands on their chest mm-hmm. when they're dead. You know what I mean? So if you play somebody in bed, you'd cross their hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a real... I thought you were talking about the wrestler, the yeah. Undertaker. No, no, either one. I was talking about the wrestler. Oh, okay. Oh, When he pal drives them, he, he places their uh, hands. I'm not a big wrestling fan. I didn't oh, know that. That's the okay. finishing move is... Gotcha. Okay. Uh... Yes, Jeff. Oh, now he comes. Back me up. Yes, no, Paul, Whose finishing movie are you talking about? What? That uses the power driver because I know some of have used that move. What? Like Paul Orndorff, The Undertaker. Oh. What show are you listening And yes, the power driver is, is one of those moves that if, if executed the wrong way, someone's going to get spinal stenosis. Like the white guy hey. having a Stone Cold Steve yes. Austin in 98 at the hands of Owen Hart. Right. Next spot's power mm. driver. Mm. So... That's why, that's why you don't see it in WWE anymore. Charlie has picked a song here for our uh, iHeart Karaoke, the trip to the iHeart Radio Music Awards. Okay. You can All right. The, yeah, I'm going to tell you the song right now. It is. And boy, this, this, this whole album is really getting under my skin. Waltzing. I've brought this up multiple times. She's telling me to take a break, but I'm telling you her to piss off. Um, the song for tomorrow is Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. They played the hell out of that. Everybody's heard that. That's a really hard song, too. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah, there's a part that go, she's like going fast and she's screaming. and she, It starts slow, but the, the chorus... This is the karaoke version here, so you can... Let me hear the actual song. Uh, I'll get to that in just a second. 
Uh, Kelly, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Hi, what's happening? Hey, I, I just want to call in about the hotel room question. Yes. I've been in the hotel industry and designing them for over 20 years, and they most certainly do put them back into service. Um, we did have a guy um, shot himself in the room, and, you know, once the investigation's over, they go in and they strip out every single finish, and they put it all back and, and goes back into service. So it's rather as quick as they can. You can't have a room know, sitting there morbid. empty. Well, there's, I mean, you've definitely probably been in a hotel room that someone's died in before. Yeah. I mean, you just can't, you know, throughout at some point in your life. Yeah. Now, what if it's a celebrity or something? Yeah, that's uh, different. I think they, I think they put that right back into service too. That hotel room where Whitney Houston died. In the bathtub? There's no way they. Put yeah, that people right started back. requesting that room. They wanted to stay in that room. Uh, well, I know in Los Angeles where James Belushi overdosed, that that hotel room is certainly in service. Yeah. That was 100 years ago. And what do you think they did, Kelly, about this one at Mandalay Bay where the guy was shooting at the music festival across the street from his Mandalay Bay hotel room and killed, like, 60 people or whatever? And, and he had, like, a bazillion guns. What do they do with that room? Yeah, I mean, to me, that that one's a little bit maybe difficult because, there, you know, there's so many emotions around that. So they may have just, you know, made that a storage room or something. But I would think at the very least they take the number off of it and yeah. they would combine it with the room next to it and make a suite out of it so that that room number has gone forever. Not always. They, that, well... All right, Dieter, you're saying that always. Uh, well, sometimes they keep the, the original number. Yeah. You know, it's like if a celebrity dies in a hotel room, <laughs> Dieter, they keep the original. How do you know this? Just on a whim. <laughs> Dan, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up? No, I was just going to add to the Bob Saget thing. I was a paramedic for 15 years. The, the facial presentations with the black eyes and stuff, that's normal for a basal skull fracture. It's not uncommon for people to fall backwards. I hear, I've heard he has a, a big family heart history. Um, don't know what his heart history was, but if he had a dysrhythmia, got dizzy and passed out, fell backwards, hit his head on something significant, he could he could present that way. Yeah. And he probably had what's called a subdural bleed and, you know, didn't think anything of it and went to sleep and just died in his sleep. Because what happens is just, the bleed continues to bleed. It's a slow bleed. And it just builds pressure in the in the skull in the the skull space, you know, and uh, it puts pressure on the brain and brain herniates and you wouldn't, you wouldn't wake up with like uh, that wouldn't be painful or anything. Yeah. No, no, he died asleep. Wait, so there's two types of sub, there's two types of dural bleeds: epidural and subdural. Epidural is usually pretty quick, usually a massive headache, and you die pretty quickly. Subdural is over time, mm -hmm. maybe even over an hour, two hours. But if he's asleep. Yeah, and what happens is so much pressure is created inside the head, it pushes the brain down the, the, the back. The, the base of your skull is open. Yeah. It's called the foramen magnum, and that's it, what we call herniation. It pushes the brain down, and that's where all your life functions are, and he just stopped breathing. He probably just had a, uh, stopped breathing and had a heart attack. Now, he there's, a, woke up. there's another theory that I have here, Dieter. Thank you, Dan. Another theory is this. Chris says he believes Bob Saget, this is this is just Chris's belief. He believes Bob Saget was hooking up with guys on Tinder, oh. and that he was attacked. You mean Grinder? Oh yeah, Grinder. Okay, sorry. 
Grinder. That's inappropriate. Yeah, he's hooking up with guys on Grinder. Okay. And that he was attacked. And that's why the family wants to keep everything oh. quiet so the public doesn't know he had a secret life as a grinder guy. I never even thought of that angle. That is possible because why is the family saying, don't investigate, let's just leave it be? You'd want every single answer of why he died. If he was murdered, if there was an accident, don't you want closure on it? If somebody died, you'd want closure. You want Tell me exactly what happened Oh, if that happened to... Uh, my wife or somebody. I mean, you would, of course. You what? I want an answer. You'd, you'd be happen. running it through. You'd want to know everything. How could? I would want to know how could that possibly happen? Right. And make sure somebody didn't harm them. Somebody didn't murder them. Maybe the family is convinced that that you know. Maybe the medical examiner reached out to the family and said, "Hey, there's nothing to see here. It's uh, a total accident." But I would also think that they would really investigate that hotel room and find. Where he hit his head. Yeah. I just believe you'd have some sort of... But it's too late now if you really think that room is back out. I mean, did they take pictures? Did they yeah, trust sure. it for fingerprints? Sure, sure, sure. Well, but it's a hotel room. There's probably lots of prints. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. Well, if you ever saw Half-Baked, there's a quote from Zagat in that that kind of leads to that grinder. I've seen it. No, he's, I, like, he's like, I suck, I suck D for coke. Yes. Jeez. And then somebody stands up and they go, I've seen it. <laughs> it's actually funny. I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been improv. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I don't know what this guy is. Why this guy? Hey, a whole Saget was worth $100 million. First of all, I don't know if that's true or not. No, think about Full House uh, Money and America's uh, Funniest Videos. But what does that have to do with anything? So, if you want to kill the guy, so the family gets the money. Is he saying the family's involved? Uh, guitar Guy says, Mandalay Bay, room 32135, will never be rented out to another guest. Yeah, but they're going to find a way around that, is what I'm saying. They'll just, like that woman said, they'll combine it with a room, they'll change the room number with PTSD frequently and I don't want this fate to, be, to befall our friend Chocolate Charlie. Thank you. So I don't make it too there. stressful in there for okay. him, dude. I apologize. So this is the song for tomorrow. Trip for Los Angeles. Up for grabs. See, I think this one will be easier. Wait for the chorus. There's someone who starts that. Yeah. There's somebody that says, I have daughters that listen to this nonstop. They're going to try to call in and win tomorrow. So. You have to be uh, 18 or over. That's up. Thank you. You're welcome, Rover. Yeah. Yes, that's an important part, Jackie. Shut up. Um, what were you even saying? I, I, I don't know why she froze it. I don't know why she froze it. You do. Uh, so tomorrow we are going to give you the opportunity to go head-to-head versus another fan of the show. A karaoke battle. 
sing your way to L.A. for a trip to the iHeartRadio Music Awards next month. Give you airfare, hotel, tickets to the show. So start practicing now. This is your song for tomorrow. The, the first day, pretty good. It was great. Today, complete disaster. Yeah. You can't be cocky. We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Mary back on the show today from Nashville and tickets all week for the sold-out Nine Inch Nails show at Blossom this fall. The L7WMMS. Your mom gave you values and morals. And clearly you learned nothing. Because here you are, back with Rover's Morning Glory. Everything up here in just a minute. What is it, Adrian? What are you looking for? Just looking around at my paperwork. What? 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 Are you missing something? No. I will uh, have the opportunity for you to go to the auto show privately with Dieter and Jeffrey. Private tour. Oh yeah. (laughs) What? Huh? No, no, I, I have it. 26th, right here. So that's it. Saturday, February 26th from 10 to 11. That is right. You can uh, take a private tour of the Cleveland Auto Show before it opens to the public with myself and Dieter. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Now, what do you guys do at this thing? You and Dieter, you guys like hang out and check out the cars? You check out the cars. You do one of these some of, like the driving activities, you know, that they have around you know, around the show. I don't know. Like, I've never been to it. What kind of uh, driving activities? Like, they have the one I think uh, Jeep puts out where you get to go over a big hill and go around like a uh, kind of like a track. That? Yeah, and it shows off the truck. He drives it? All-terrain oh, no. capabilities. No, <laughs> somebody else drives the truck. He tries to get in the driver's seat. They go, no, no, no. It's one of the, the workers. It's worth it's oh. worth, it's worth it, though. Just to ride in it, though. I don't try to drive it. So a worker drives. Yeah, yeah a worker drives it because they know what they're doing. You go over all these logs. You go up these, like, steep hills, almost, like, straight up to show the power of, like, a Jeep or a Ram truck. Yeah. And then you go around this whole track, which is fun. And then they have, like, the Back to the Future cars there. The Scooby-Doo wagons there, uh-huh. oh, the Night Rider cars there. Yeah. You can just go and take pictures. You don't have to like wait in a line or whatever. You have a- a- early access to these cars. Jeffrey, what's the name of the uh, car in Night Rider? The Night Industry 2000, better known as Kit for short. Thank you. That's right. I used to watch Night Rider when I was a kid. It was built out of a uh, 1982 Pontiac Trans Am. And that was you to change it to that body style. What was the name of? Uh, what was the name of, like, the handler, the boss guy that was in charge of Michael Knight? Oh, oh so he was, um, he was, his name, the character's name was Devin Miles, played by the great, right. the great Edward Mulhair. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, know who knows that. Today and then what about the mechanics? There were two, two different actresses played the mechanics. Yeah. One was, um, Richard McPherson, who played, I believe, played Bonnie. 
I can't remember the redhead who played April. Patricia. Patricia something. I can't remember the last name. Patricia McPherson. April and Bonnie. It's crazy. He knows all this stuff. What about... Oh, he's right. Yeah. Wasn't there a semi-truck involved? It was called Goliath. It was driven by Michael Knight's twin, evil twin brother, Garth Knight. David Hasselhoff, it was an episode where David Hasselhoff had played both characters because they were twin brothers. How could you tell them apart? Garth Knight had a mustache and his little dot for his mouth. Isn't that weird how, like, in movies and TV shows, like there was an episode of Star Trek where they're in an alternate, they, they somehow, like, end up in an alternate universe where... They're all bad, like the Starfleet people are, you know, just they, they murder each other to get ahead and that kind of stuff. But they, like, Mr. Spock had like a little, like a little, like soul patch or something weird, you know. There's always, there's got to be some way you can identify the evil person. Well, well Family Matters did the same thing when, um, when you had Julie Lights playing two different characters and they were in the same scene. Here's, here's evil Spock right there in the right. alternate universe. Who, who character? In um in Family Matters, the TV show, Jaleel White played two a male and a female character, okay. and they were in the same scene. Is that about Urkel? Yeah, you have um Steve Urkel and then his cousin from Biloxi, Mississippi, named Myrtle, who had a man a <laughs> major crush, huh? And and also playing Stefan. Now, how did Michael Knight have an evil twin brother? What was the backstory? I don't there? know that. I never got the backstory on that. Here's a guy that says they were not twin brothers. Oh, why? Well, that well, they look exactly. You would, you, you would make, you would, you know, that. Uh-huh. I don't know. If they were, they had to have been brothers. They had been somehow related. Because how would he look like? Have you ever tried to watch one of those shows that you loved as a kid? Here's, here's the evil Michael Knight. That's Garth Knight. That's Garth, Garth Knight. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. He looks like that. <laughs> look at that. How are they not twins? Because they gotta be twins, right? Yeah, and they had twins, they're at least brothers, right? Or did he or did Garth somehow have plastic surgery to make himself look like Michael Knight? Or wasn't Michael Knight, wasn't he saved from the dead? That's right, that's by the, the institute. Well a guy named Wilton Knight, I mean he was he was he was driving um he was on an undercover assignment, he was shot in the head, but he had um, a plate in his head that saved his life because it was a result of army surgery. Uh-huh. And um, so they did some some kind of surgery on him to make him look like the way he looks now, or the way he looked, you know, from the pilot, you know, to to, to the, that episode, and oh, that kind of thing. So and he bequeathed, and he bequeathed him with this car that can do everything. Bequeathed him. So. <laughs> Wait, didn't your wife do that in your face? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about um, give him a car. Oh, so. Didn't they? Because Michael Knight, he didn't look like that prior to whatever, ha- you know. Well, in the pilot episode, David Hasselhoff looked a little different. No, I thought he wakes up. Doesn't he have a new face? Yeah, something? he has a new face. He goes, this is not my face. Yeah, he wakes up. They can- so was Garth Knight yeah. like the original Michael Knight? That's what it says. Interesting. They, so they weren't they twin a, brothers. They made his face look like uh, Garth, Knight. Garth Knight's face. Here. I'm almost willing to let them do that. Just say, listen to me 24-7 at home. Anything you pick up that my wife wants, then you can just give me, like, a week before her birthday, just give me a list. It'd be crickets. And then I could just click buy now. What would be crickets? You rarely talk. Okay. We talked about this on the estimate yesterday about, I think, uh, cool birthday gifts. And the coolest one I think I ever got was um, my mom was uh, asking what I wanted from her birthday. I was still in high school, 
And I saw for a minute, I said, can you give me um, Rod Stewart's Storyteller box set? It was all his music from 1964 to 1990 because it was around the time it came out. And, yeah, she got it for me. It took oh. about a week to listen to the whole thing. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was great. I got something better. Did you get the aircraft carrier from G.I. Joe when you were a senior in high school? No, I got that when I was like, I got, I got that when I was 16. <laughs> okay, so you're a junior in high no, school. I was, still, uh, that's no, the I was a sophomore in high school. That, I, I was still into that kind of stuff. That's the best gift ever. I was one of that. You got it. You're yeah. the only guy I know that actually when got you're eight, it. eight, that is. Yeah, when I was seven, I think it was in second grade. And, I wanted um, it so bad. Couple, in a couple, in a couple, <laughs> go, and you go further, go, go a couple years backwards, back to when I was about maybe... 12 or 13, my mom got me the, the I got the Sky Striker, the Jaguar Sky Striker uh, for my birthday. You're lucky, man. What's the Sky Striker? It's the, um, it's, uh, it's, an F, it's basically an F-14 that the Joes fly, as, you know, for your airway. Gotcha. Charlie? Smith, what do you got? Oh, yeah, so George, uh, he's reusing questions now. He asked this question on the afternoon. Oh, just oh. FYI. He did the same thing oh. the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Forget it. Go back and listen to the afternoon. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's all ruse. He tries it out the day before. The day before, he tries it out. <laughs> it's like doing stand-up on your friends, and then you go up on stage yeah, and yeah. real. And it's also, it's obviously his birthday, so that's what he's wanting. Uh, uh, I didn't get that up, man. Oh, no, that's exactly I it. Oh, it's yes. happy Give us to violate the main show rule about birthday shout outs. Yes, right. I need a dump button for the last 10 minutes, basically. Okay. Um, Justin writes, Rover, I think it's time to give JLR a chance to be the phone screener. I know in the past you mentioned that I mentioned you don't because people would mess with them, but I honestly think I don't think fans would. Think about it. Um, We'll take that under advisement. We have a different system in here now that he's never used. I'm not sure that Jeffrey is trained on the new system. Charlie broached this subject before about my, the idea of me being phone screener. It'll take, it'll take a lot of stress off of him. I you said do? the only thing I would have to do is learn the new phone system because it's a new setup. I mean, I'm used to the old setup that we had, like when I first came to the show, and he wouldn't but give the you new a, system I have to learn how to do, which I could pick up pretty quick. He wouldn't give you, you are a quick learner. He uh, he didn't offer to train you? I haven't asked him to offer to train me, oh. but I said once we have the opportunity, he has, he has the opportunity to train me where I can really get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't mind being a new phone screener. I don't think I'll have the kind of ailments previous phone screeners have had. Mm-hmm. So, what ailments are that? Like PTSD oh. and what? What? what, what PTSD is nothing. Oh, oh so whatever, dude. Uh, I'm just saying, and you know, <laughs> what else? Uh, let's see. Uh, having all kinds of other kinds of ailments. Others have brought up. I won't say names. I don't know what he's talking. Go ahead. About. Who, who? You know, like uh, like we had one that that was drug user. Oh, oh you're not gonna start doing drugs. No, 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 no. That's not me, dude. I got my health to, uh, I, I think I cherish my health more than I cherish a quick high, you know, trust me on that one. There was a rumor that he was uh, popping his kids' Adderalls, though, so. No, I'm not popping my Adderall. I'm just trying to be more proactive and you be have more Adderall? participatory in the show and whatnot. You have Adderall? Do you have any on you? Do you have a prescription for Adderall? No, my, my, kid, my, my kid takes it. Oh. Does he still take that? Mm-hmm. Does he really? Does it help? It helps him, yeah. Did you guys know Tomas Sharon has a TikTok? 
Oh, no. Someone well, sent that to me? Every kid has to have one now. <laughs> All right. oh, oh, yeah. He has a ticket. Yeah, I've seen it. Because yeah. I see it on my phone, I just take it out. Take what out? I take, I remove the app from my phone. Why? I don't know. I'll just... You want to see what it's doing? Does she have a phone yet? No. Wait, why do you do that? I don't know. I just, I have no interest in TikTok. I'm too old for you. That no. seems like that would be perfect for Jeffrey. TikTok is almost made for yeah, thinking, no original content, just watching other people do movie lines. And you can he watch, would, like, hot chicks dance around and yeah. twerk. Like, he, that's... He would go down a rabbit hole and we would never see him again. Oh. If he started getting into TikTok. He'd be a TikTok addict. He would. Um, Jeffrey, if... So your son doesn't have a phone, but you you remove it off of your phone. So yeah, I just think I mean, like, I have no interest in, uh, in, in using TikTok. How I mean, it's just not my thing. TikTok, chat, chat. He has to re-download it every time. Right, uses it, and then Jeffrey takes it off. They re-downloads it, uses oh, it. Jeffrey, you gonna get him a phone? Possibly. I, I he has to show me he can take care of it without smashing it with a hammer first. Good point. Anonymous writes, I wonder if the contestants in your uh, karaoke contest can hear everything okay while they're talking to you, but then when they're ready to start singing, they worry about the volume of their singing voice, so they pull the phone a little way, then realize that they can no longer hear their cues. I mention this because the second guy on Wednesday show actually had a pretty decent singing voice, so I'm surprised he was off on the music. That was Jake. He did have a good voice. Um, then someone said, uh, they said, hey, by the way, uh, you know that there's a delay. Well, I don't think they're watching RMG TV, are they? Or listening to the stream. They're, they're, they can hear that come down the phone in real time. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I think they're just bad. Anyways, today, uh, we have an opportunity for you to go to Los Angeles to our iHeartRadio Music Awards. This is the... Let's see, is this the... What? No, it's... This is the third day. Okay, if this is the third day... Okay, it only seems like the 20th. Uh, okay, so there's today, and then there's one more day of regular competition, head-to-head. And then those four finalists move on. At the end of next week, we'll... Uh, figure out who's going to Los Angeles. So you have two more times to become a finalist. You have today and then on Tuesday when we're back. So today and Tuesday, today and Tuesday. Put that in your in your head, today and Tuesday. Today, the song that you want to be ready to sing, this is going to be tough, I think. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. You can't get away from this song. It's, it's stuck in my head all day yesterday. Driving into work today. I already heard this song on the radio three times. Literally on the way to work today I heard this. Twice. Um, so... You're going to sing this song. We're going to give you the opportunity to sing this song versus somebody else. They're going to sing it, and whoever does better moves on to the final round next week. All right, so we have two finalists already from Tuesday and Wednesday. 
Today's Thursday. We're going to get a finalist from today to move on. And it's going to be this song, Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. Start practicing now, looking up the lyrics, be ready to go. And we'll do that sometime probably in the 8 o'clock hour. And whoever ultimately wins this will get a trip for two to Los Angeles to our iHeartRadio Music Awards, March 22nd. We'll give you an airfare for two, hotel accommodations, ground transportation from the airport, and tickets to the event. Usually wants to point out you have to be 18. 18 or older. She is such a stick in the mud, isn't she? Why I heart loves me. Amber writes, as someone that's worked at a hotel before, we had three people commit suicide in three separate rooms. Oh. They have the police come investigate. They clean the rooms. And within two days, the rooms are put back into service. It's never disclosed. That quickly. Yeah. Two days. Yep. She says, it's kind of gross, to be honest. Okay. Robert writes, maybe Bob Saget was part of the Jeffrey Epstein plot, and he was going to name names. Well, I I haven't heard that, but, you know, I wouldn't put a past eater uh, to somehow make a connection. The latest in the Bob Saget story is that they claim, police claim that he, now, you remember, he was found dead. He's laying on his back in bed, arms across his chest. And they, you know, they thought, okay, maybe the guy, we thought, maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's a toxicology, no drugs. And they reveal that he has severe head trauma. They go, oh, he must have slipped and fallen his head and not told anyone. But the head trauma, according to an article I read last night, and doctors that have reviewed this, it's the same as if some someone got hit with a baseball bat. Or, Dieter, as you said, another doctor, I, I read this, said it's about a 30-foot fall. He right. expects to see those injuries on someone who's fallen from three stories up, which is pretty far to fall, yeah. Now, police have a theory now, and they've uh, said uh, in this article yesterday that I read last night, oh, uh... Yeah, we uh, think he hit his head on the headboard in the room. What? That, that's that's the answer. That, uh, what is he poss- What is he doing? Right, if hitting your head on the headboard can kill you, my wife would have been dead years ago, <laughs> Rover. <laughs> that, that kid, you're telling me. You're telling me he like does a swan dive into bed. He's so tired. That's what I'm imagining. He dives in the bed. He lays back, hits his head. It's so hard. He just. Passes out and dies? That's their answer? That's that's what they're saying. I also think that if you hit your head that hard on the headboard, there would be blood. There would be, if right? It, if it, it cracked open, yeah. It would, it, yeah, on the pillow? <laughs> coming from his ears? Yeah. It was right there? Yeah. I had a picture in the article. Is this is this the actual room? This uh, is not the actual room. I think this is off a web, their website showing a picture of the room. Oh, it, does it look like a soft tip? I can't it's, it's not padded? It's wood. Okay. 
Looks like it's wood and then padding behind it. I hit my head last time I was in a, well, I was in that camping trip or whatever the ski trip, and the headboard on this bed, like, overhang, you know, like, with a shelf above you. Uh-huh. And I nailed my head on the back of that pretty hard just when I went to sit really? down. Because it, it sticks out. So you're actually sleeping right. kind of underneath huh. the stupid shelf. I mean, well, maybe I, I, I lived. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really hit it pretty hard, too. and then Did it, was... it even cross your, cross your mind? Maybe I shouldn't fall asleep or pass out right now? No. Right? Probably, probably so drunk already at that point. Right, but who well, it was actually the next. It was actually the next morning. I woke up to pee, went back in, so I'm all hung over, and then nailed my head, and yeah, just kept sleeping. Oof. I've stayed at that hotel that Bob Saget died at. I don't even remember how I. I don't even remember what I was doing. Somehow the. The bus dropped me off at the hotel. Rolling Glory One dropped me off there, and. uh I don't know what we were. I don't. I don't remember exactly how I ended up there. Maybe you were staying there. No, I just stayed there one night and then I flew home. I. I don't remember. I, was it the Matheson? That trip was that in that area? Uh, kinda. I just don't remember how I ended up there. Why would I end up there? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I just remember being at that hotel. And an Uber driver the following day, I was this Uber driver. Oh, yeah, it said that they'll be ready to pick you up and they'll arrive in five minutes. 30 minutes later, the Uber driver shows up. Oh, and I kept man. trying to cancel, and she wouldn't cancel. And I tell her, cancel, and she's like... She shows up, the driver? Yeah, I don't want to cancel because then they're going to charge me some sort of fee. Oh, they definitely will. She and so I'm like, cancel. Yet. She's like, no, no, I'm coming. And I'm like, no, no, you, just cancel. And I'm pretty sure she gave me one star, that bitch. Did you know that you can now see your Uber ratings? I never use it, so I don't know. You can see how many five stars, four stars, three stars, two stars, oh. and one star. you the driver gotten? rates you, too? You yeah, I don't, you used to be able to just look at your overall score. Yeah. So if you're a do you want to do it? Pull up here. Pull up your uh, Uber app. You guys yeah. ready? I'll walk yeah. you through it. Okay. Let's see. I got it. All right. You have yours pulled up over here, Dieter? I have Lyft. Oh, you use Lyft. Does Lyft have the same? I don't. I don't <laughs> think I can walk you through it step by step. Dieter is the only guy I know that uses Lyft. He I use both. Yahoo for search <laughs> and Lyft. Right. Well, I made a stand because I didn't like the guy who was on Shark Tank. The guy who invented Uber yeah. is a douche. Well, did you say he, he wears a cowboy shirt? He hasn't yeah. been with the... Well, oh, that guy? That guy. Where's the black oh, cowboy shirt? I don't think he invented Uber. He's one of the owners. He's one of the big... Uh, Investor, yeah. Investors. And, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. sticking with Lyft. So, click on your little profile picture there. Got it. At the top right. Uh-huh. And okay. then go down to settings. Okay. And then scroll down to privacy. And then go to Privacy Center. And then you're going to see where it says Your Data and Privacy at Uber. Scroll through those. Wait, where's your data? Yeah, I don't see that right now. Where's that? Oh, your data. Okay. Your data. All right. Scroll Scroll through those pictures. On mine, it's the third one, and it says, Would you like to see a summary of how you use Uber? Okay. Click See Summary. And then, 
Uh, and then scroll down to view my ratings. Oh, uh, you know how many trips I've taken? Uh, this I, is blowing my mind. The amount of trips I've taken. I you have, have a total taken, number. Yeah. Oh, my God, why would I get Three, 314 trips. I've taken 439. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's, uh, it's I mean, crazy. How many trips you Well, you've only been sober for six of them, so yeah. that's why you don't remember it. Oh, trips. Let's see. I've taken... So, view my ratings. Okay. So, my rider rating is 4.87. Oh, pathetic. Wait, what is it again? 4.87. Oh, my God. What do you do to these people? There's a couple ones in there, probably. A couple times I use my Uber to allow you guys to <laughs> sell the cards. Yes. No, because oh. it actually goes through us with your credit card. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, 100%. That's how it works, yeah. No. Not at first. Not at no. first. <laughs> Not I just use the card. Not at first. My Uber rating is a 4.9. Um, so I have 271 five stars. All right. Fifteen four stars, three three stars, Ooh. two two stars, and three one stars. Damn, dude, you're a difficult customer. You are. Fuck. I'm serious. I think you bitch to them. One of them is that lady. I know that for a fact. What about that the other bitch. two? What about the other two that you didn't realize that you were being a dick? Uh, there was another time where it was exactly the same thing, where they go, oh, yeah, it's five minutes, and I keep going, just cancel, 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 cancel. <laughs> now I don't even care about the fee. I'll just cancel these people. What are you, a 4 what? 4.7. 4. 4. 4.87. So I'm 4.9. Ooh. So I've got 366 five stars. Oh, all right. my God. It's a lot of trips. Uh, 15 four stars, which is the same amount that Rover had in four stars, mm -hmm. but he took 100 less trips than I did. <laughs> four three stars. Uh, three two stars and two one stars. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he has what are less. you doing for this? The drunk a hole has less. Robert. No, 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 no. This was all you it's thought in your mind when you brought this up. Oh, Charlie's gonna look like a big a hole. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I that. I totally thought that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all thought it. I was Come just on. showing you how you could look at your ratings, <laughs> Mister. What do you have? Uninstalled Uber a while ago, so I don't have it. Oh, right oh, okay. Oh. You want to hear mine? Why'd you uninstall Uber? I got mad at him. For what? Yes. You're on with me. I'm on Lyft right now. Yeah! Um, yeah, they just pissed me off with a, a bank situation where I was trying to get home from the Rock Hall thing, and it kept on not taking my card, and I had to call my bank, and they said, okay, it's fine, and I, I tried it again, they, they declined it, declined it. It's like, it makes no sense whatsoever. So I went to Lyft, got it right away. Oh. So I'm back on Lyft. Doozy. <laughs> Take a what? Four trips? <laughs> Right, 4.89 rating, which pisses me off. I'm amazing. So that's higher than Rover. Yeah, that's all that matters. You know who she is. I have 32 five stars. <laughs> 32. Mm. All right. And then I have two four stars and one three star. And no, no one stars. No one or two. You just haven't taken enough trips, I think. No, I'm very chatty with them. So it kind of was the I don't setting. think they like that. Sometimes they don't want that. Yeah. And get the concentrated I, I really don't talk. Hmm. So I'm in there. I'm being friendly. I, but I can sense that they don't want to talk. So then I just kind of chill out. Okay. Can you, you know? sense anything now? <laughs> well, when we all ride together, somebody always ripped sparks in, in the in yeah. the if you remember. <laughs> I do. say who. <sighs> and the driver has to roll all four windows down. <laughs> what did you get? Um, he wait, you're, you've opened it wrong. you got to... Here, I'll just, I'll take you through it real quick. I'm, 
request that. Um, settings. Uh, it's a good thing. Security. I am. Um, no, not security. Um, yeah, the 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 three ones. It's only from people. I, you know, if you say you're going to be there in five minutes, be there in five, maybe ten minutes. I'm not kidding you. They will. The one that they they just stop. Sometimes my Uber will just stop. I don't know what the guy's doing. Is he stuck in traffic? No. Is he dropping no. somebody off? No. Because that, that will say they're finishing up. Now, maybe if they're on list or something, they're on a different app that won't know. But, and it just stops. And I'll, you'll, you'll look at the guy, and I'll be like, dude, you haven't moved in five minutes. You haven't moved in six minutes. You haven't moved in ten minutes. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Jeffrey? All right, hold on. All right. Browser data trips Uber ratings. Here we go. All right, Jeffrey's ratings. Well, yeah, you don't have enough data to do ratings. Oh, he's only taking four trips. Oh, okay. He yeah. takes the bus. Yeah. He's only he's only taking four Uber trips. That's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. He does do the bus. Already. I'm surprised they've taken this many. But our rating is five point zero. Wow. Oh, you're the highest out of everyone. The worst tipper too. Uh, all right, I've got to take a quick break. We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Back live today at 2 o'clock. I tickets for the sold-out 90s nail show of Blossom this fall and Henry Rollins in March. Of Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. What has 12 balls, two boobs, and a bad attitude? The hideous monster that is Rover's Morning Glory. For the trip to Los Angeles, finalist slot, we're sending a winner and a friend to Los Angeles for our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month. All you have to do is sing one of the nominated songs. You and another listener are going to go head-to-head, karaoke competition, sing your way to L.A. Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You, is the song today. So... You should take that as a hint that you should get ready to be able to sing 60 or sec- sixty or so seconds of this song, the first 60 seconds or so. So grab the lyrics, grab the song, start practicing. Eight o'clock hour, we're going to give you your opportunity to go to Los Angeles. A slight change to that rejoin in terms of math. What 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 math? What are you talking? Well, about? the last rejoin where he says the thing that has twelve balls, two boobs, and it hit you know and you know the, you know and I remember I, I have four, I have four balls. Six, I can see if we have six guys on the show who are now down to five. So we should say ten balls, two boobs. I, I have four balls. <laughs> yeah, you're you're miscounting. Wow, I didn't realize it's four testicles. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow. I and you got balls on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got no balls on my chin, dude. Nice try. Um, 
someone sent me a text message. They said, Rover, several years ago I was on a business trip walking back from dinner to my hotel. I must have slipped and banged the back of my head on the concrete. I say must have because I honestly don't remember. Somehow I made it back to the hotel and went to bed. I woke up the next morning and drove to the airport and have no recollection of how I got there. Like an idiot, I got on the plane and actually cried during the flight from the tremendous pressure and pain in my head. I had a layover in Dallas, and I left the airport to go to an urgent care. They scanned my head and immediately called the ambulance and transferred me to the ICU at Parkland Hospital. Turns out I had cracked my skull and had bleeding and contusions on my brain. Evidently, my brain smacked the front of my skull and severed some nerves. All of my doctors said I probably should have died from the injuries. I'm fine now, but I have permanently lost my sense of smell and taste. Oh, that sucks. It's Tommy and Little Rock sent that text message in. That was torture. I lost sense of uh, taste and smell when I got sick. That is the worst thing. Why even eat? There was no point. I... My taste never came back fully. I still don't have what? full taste. What? Uh-huh. From from COVID at Christmas. What is that called long haul? Mm-hmm. No, this is just her setting up. She some wants sort of. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. 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 long haul. Yeah. Or... No, I would have mentioned it in January, but I still, to this day, can't taste everything. I wonder why this guy thinks he slipped and banged the back of his head on concrete. Why doesn't he think he got whacked over the head and mugged or something? Because I guess maybe nothing was missing. His wallet wasn't missing or whatever, but... Maybe he remembers getting up off the ground. I, uh... Yeah, but someone could whack you with a brick or a baseball bat and you... Yeah, yeah, that's true. I... One time when I was a little kid, I was probably, I think, eight years old, I was riding my bike and I... I, uh... I did something. It knocked me out. And the next thing I remember was walking back home, not riding my bike, just like my bike next to me, pushing my bike, because uh, I had been knocked out. And I was just bleeding everywhere. And I, my mom goes, what, what the hell happened? She was so freaked out when she saw me. She goes, what happened? I go, I, I don't know. The best I, I think, the uh, the best guess I had was that, I think I was eight, so I was bunny hopping my bike, and I I would like bunny hop up onto um, the curb. Yeah, up onto the curb, onto the sidewalk. There was a it's like a building kind of by where I I uh, lived, like a parking lot, and they had a sidewalk going around the whole building, and it was. And I think I tried to bunny hop up onto that sidewalk, and probably didn't make it, and the. The front wheel hit the curb, and I flew flew over it, I guess. It's the only thing I can think of how that could have happened. Matt says, if Bob Saget hit his head on the headboard, wouldn't there be damage to the headboard with how hard he hit it? And it's wood. Is, there gonna, is he going to dent the wood? If he hits it right in the, in the base of his skull? I don't know. This is all just very fishy and suspicious. The more that it comes out about it, First of all, let's say got hit with a baseball bat. Now they're saying it's the headboard, and now they're going to say this. And Oh, man. You know, I did see that they claimed, theater that um, 
they have because the hotel has electronic locks, so they can they know when the door opens and closes. Yeah. After he checked in, the door never opened or closed again until his body was discovered the following day. So what about this? Yeah, because I know I've done it. On hotels, you can climb out on the balcony and go into that balcony door. You can sneak out. You could you can scale that wall and go to the next place. If somebody, like, broke in through that door, if yeah. he opened his door, he gets some fresh air. It's Florida, right? It's Orlando. He has that door open. He doesn't lock it. Somebody can sneak in that way, hit him over the head, place him in bed, and then he, he dies. Well, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how that hotel, if there's balconies or whatever there might be. I don't know. Have you ever have you ever been in a hotel or a building and they have balconies and you think to yourself, like you're on the 15th story and you think to yourself, if there was a fire, could I climb from my balcony down to the one below and then down to the one below that and like go down that way? I was just in a building. I don't remember where I was, but they had like the the metal railings, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, if I had to get out of this building this way, could I, like, hold on to that and sort of, like, swing down, you know, climb climb over the railing, get down, hang there, swing down, but swing in a way so that my feet, when my feet come in, I let go and time it to drop no. onto the balcony below. No, no way. If your life depended on it, no I mean, way. if you're burning alive, maybe try that, but I don't think you can do that. I would say try it. Yeah, it would be alive. hard because you, you have to swing. You have to swing your legs in, but then the the top of you is going to go backwards, and, and you're going to tumble you're down. To, you're just trying to land on the one underneath you? Right. Oh, yeah. No, you just land on your back. The best best case scenario is you basically break your back on the you know, the railing of the the balcony underneath you, mm. and then hopefully you fall forward into their balcony. Right. And, right. Then, and then they lower me down with a sheet, my paralyzed No, they body. make you do it again a couple more times. I'm paralyzed. I've broken my back. They just, they just toss you underneath to the balcony underneath. I think if I lived nowadays, they don't they have those ladders? If you lived, like, a If you lived higher, nowadays... If you live nowadays, if I lived in a higher floor, uh-huh. I would get one of those emergency ladders that you can unravel. To where? What's on the fortieth floor? I wouldn't. Live. Well, then you have to untie it. Get set Each there. Floor? And then go <laughs> yeah. down. Move it. How much time do you have on a fire? Wait, do they sell those? Yeah. For that purpose? They do. They sell them for like second floor homes. Oh. I didn't know that. If you're on a second floor and it's your life depends on it, you just jump out of the window. You go, oh, I broke my ankle or whatever when you land, but at least you're out. I'm ready to land. If you're four, five, six stories up or higher, that's when you're like, to the flatter. It hooks on the inside and then it unravels out. Yeah, you put it out your window. Okay, but is it always hooked up? No. No, no it's just, under the you bed. Just hook it on the inside. No, you open the window and flip it out. Oh, maybe I just thought, okay. Oh, it's just got some big hooks. It unrolls like a yeah. rope. I think I saw it on Shark Tank. Oh, really? you saw this? Oh, I think how many times do you think those have ever been used? Never. Never. Yeah. Okay. How many house fires? Because you never hear about that in the news. You hear about it like, oh, this family was rescued when they climbed down their safety ladder. Yeah. Yeah, if you're hanging out the window, it's not that far of a drop, right? In a life or death situation. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not the same. I mean, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to jump no, out the second story of my house for right. the hell of it. Yeah. Right. But you had to. Like we should have it here. Dita could break the window. We unravel. That kills you. you no, no, the ladder. The ladder would be good oh. here. Yeah, 
the letters. Yeah, this is what, four or five yeah. stories? Yeah. You, if Peter could break that window. He couldn't. No. Okay, you want to... <laughs> when are we moving out? We're Let's moving, a We're We're moving out in about a month. <laughs> a month? My ass. It's a year. They just upped it. The day before we move out, I could break this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could break that window. You take one of these chairs and throw it. Big time. There, right? oh, I, two, I think there's two panes, too. I could do both. Oh, is it double pane? It I is double one right pane here. glass. And You're right. Second one. For soundproof. With the plastic There's chairs? like a six-inch gap in between. Oh, I thought it was sniper glass because people always want to kill us. <laughs> up two, okay. oh Go ahead, bring it up, dude. You're the one that sits right next to the window. Why do you think I grab that up? I see it every day. I go, man, I'm glad this is double sniper glass. You, you, box you thought that was sniper? You no, thought it's bulletproof glass? Well, I thought okay. it was two panes. I go, at least there's some protection if somebody wants to take me out. No, it's glass. It goes know, right through one pane and then into the other. At least two is better than one, Rover. You know, I'd really have two... If I thought, you're going to get shot, Rover. You have no choice. You want two panes of glass or one pane of glass and some wood? Don't think it's going to make any difference. I'll, t I'll take two. Some listener emailed and said, what's Dieter going to do when we move to the new studio? Are there windows in the new studio? And there are not. Yeah, they say they catch him just staring out the window. Out there. <laughs> every window. time he Some says... Some sort of window licker. <laughs> no, every time I... he says a funny joke or a one-liner, he says something... He looks to the left. He turns, yeah. Yes. And I, I'm like, what? And you didn't get to the email? And sure enough, every time he says something. On his something, punch line, yeah. He, the punch line is left. <laughs> he cold twitches to the <laughs> left. No, he does. The camera's that way. And I think, yeah. like, the audience is out that way. Yeah, he doesn't look at the camera. He looks <laughs> oh, no, you're not supposed to. That's why you guys almost <laughs> break the fourth wall and stare right at the camera. Just That's the worst thing you can do. I'm a news presenter. Yeah. He was an actor, remember, so. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you guys always do that? I don't look at the camera. Oh, you are the worst offender. Every day, if Snitzer says anything, <laughs> oh, Snitz, oh, can you see me? You can't even see Snitz when you're staring at his camera. It's the weirdest thing. See, I don't think on this kind of show, occasionally looking into the camera is a, is a bad thing. We're not I, doing like, we're not doing a TV drama here or something where you're supposed to believe. It's funny. When I look in the camera... No, 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 you overdo it. Like Ferris, she's trying to be like the Ferris Bueller when he looks in the yeah. eye when he talks. Oh, I saw it one time and it was funny, so now she does it every day. No, I didn't think you about that, but that is funny. you got to save it. You've never once looked at the camera. No, I have. I definitely have. When I have crazy hookup chips in, I would look at the camera and be like... <laughs> every day. Yes, Jeffrey. I mean, like, when I talk, I don't look in the camera. I look at the person I'm talking to. You don't even right. open your eyes. Right. I know that. That's just my nature. I can't help it, dude. Uh, here's somebody who says, My neighbor's house caught on fire yesterday, and their daughter had to jump out of the window. Two guys caught her. And here's someone who says, I used to use those roll-out fire escape ladders to sneak out of my bedroom when I was a kid. Oh, boy. And another person, My mom gave me a safety ladder for Christmas one year. Did you ever use it? Mm, I don't think so. And here's someone who writes, Rover, my friend Corey was the Kid Rock impersonator for Las Vegas. Is there only one? He was the Kid Rock impersonator? Uh, anyhow, he was knocked out from behind and robbed and never knew what hit him. They got all of his gold and rings, even his boots and his hat. His whole, his whole Kid Rock getup was stolen. Oh, wow. So... The guy who says, oh, I must have slipped and hit my head, you, you don't know. 
Matt says, two panes of glass just means more glass will fly and hit Dieter in the face and kill him. Okay, so it might slow the bull down a little bit. And there's wood, too. Don't forget, because people shouldn't try this. There's wood and there's other... It might even be steel. In between the windows. A little bit. And this is... Well, no, like, like... No, no. Like a... I'm saying the frame is wood. through a window, why, why would the wood get involved? Because the certain angles here where I'm looking at, there's wood. There's, wood, there's huge wooden blocks. So I'm not saying it's an easy shot. I'm trying to deter people from doing this. I know you're trying to get them to do it. But I'm saying there's yeah. definitely the steel and there's wood here and all that. Um, we have the shizzy coming up in just a few minutes. The news. What do you have on the way, Doozy? Uh, Victoria's Secret has a model. It's their first model with this particular characteristic. Uh-huh. And I will tell you what it is. And you might want to pull up RMG TV. All right. We'll get to that in just a moment. Remember, today is slot number three of four. Uh, you can become a finalist to go to Los Angeles for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. All you have to do is beat the other contestant in a karaoke competition to sing your way to L.A. with this song, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. Practice up now. You have about uh, an hour and a half to practice. Maybe download the song or watch a YouTube video, get the lyrics, and you'll have the opportunity to sing this. We'll be right back with the shizzy next. Hang on. Tickets for the sold-out 90s mail show at Blossom this fall and Henry Rollins in March of From some video of him during the victory celebration uh-huh. yesterday, and people aren't happy with him. I'll tell you what he allegedly I'm sure did. It's something serious. Or didn't do. Huh. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Do you think that the quarter, uh, not the quarterback, the uh, coach of the Rams, is he just playing games theater when he? They're like, are you going to return? He's like, I don't know. We'll see. That he might he might not come back. Yeah. We'll see, is what I he said. Asked. He's what, 36 And they're like, old? he might move into broadcasting. No, at 36? Didn't he sign? That's what I hear. He just won a Super Bowl. No, there's no way in hell this guy's going to retire. I thought they signed him. No, no. I, I, he might have a contract. He might, like, it's, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, saw late last night that... Oh, no, last that's night? The, that's the Cincinnati coach got oh, re-signed oh, to the 2026. Oh, oh, it was? Oh, Different but coach. this guy they haven't? 
No, he said, we'll see. Oh, okay. He's the youngest coach in the league, right? There's no way he's going to quit. You know who is going to jump ship, I think? Al Michaels. We were were talking the other day about Al Michaels. Yeah. And uh, his deal is up. Yeah. Everyone wants him. And uh, I don't think he is going to retire. I think he might head to Amazon. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Making a lot of money. And I saw a video of him and Eminem talking. At the Super Bowl. And Eminem is like, you're so great. I love you. I even watch crappy games because you're so great. And he's like, I hear you're going to retire. There's a rumor you're going to retire. And Al Michael says, I'll, I'll be somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. So he, he that means he's, I think Amazon offered him $11 million a year. You know what he makes now? No. Six mil. Oh, so almost double. Double. So that would matter. So if they've offered 11, he could probably get 12. Double his salary. Okay, that makes sense. At okay. that point, when you're that age, does it even does the money even matter for you? Yeah. Does no, it? Well, sure, yeah, I think money. Well, I think till you die, money's going to matter. I don't, I'll say, I don't know if you if you have that much money, you can only spend so much money in for, your for, lifetime. And for he, family, he's right, thinking about me. Right. I think that that. I mean, I don't know how much work is involved. But see, I think that that guy's pretty busy. I oh, the think. whole week leading up, they're studying film. They have to know the uh, players' names. They meet with the players and the coaches. They have yeah. the whole. They got to be able to BS in between the plays. And I, great. I can't believe like Joe Buck. This guy announces every sport. Like yeah, I, baseball. Just, like year round, he's doing everything. Baseball, football. Uh, I, does he do anything else? Uh, I don't know. But he. I mean, that guy. I don't know how that guy does it. What's the, what's the, uh, the guy with Tony Romo, Larry? Jim, or, uh, Jim, Nance. Jim Nance does everything. He does golf. He yeah. does football. I yeah. think he does maybe some basketball games. This guy's a bit, I don't, yeah, I don't know how. Do they take their families with them on the road and they just see them in the hotel room? Like, why don't you see his wife? Well, if they have kids in school, you can't take the kids. I mean, they're, old, they're older, though. Are they? Yeah, I, I don't know if they have kids in school. Yeah, I mean, Al Michaels is like 75 years old. Oh, I thought he was talking about... Joe Buck or whoever else. Well, Joe Buck is pretty old, too. I mean, is he? I thought he was probably like in his 40s, late 40s. I don't think so. Oh, well, even if he's 50, 51, if he has kids. But Al, how old is Joe Buck? I don't know. I mean, he's just been doing it for a million years. Yeah. His dad was an announcer. Good for Al Michaels. He's often said that what keeps him going is keeping his mind. Working. Yeah, I think he enjoys. He doing does. It. Yeah, and he enjoys his life. I do. I think it's awesome. And if they'll pay you double what you're making, let's see ya. But you think NBC is going to match it? They're not going to let him go. They he's can't. The, he's the very best. What do you mean they can't? They can't let him. No, they can't let him. Oh go. yeah, they can't let him go. He's so good. That's the number one rated show on all of TV. Is Sunday Night Football. So you think they're not going to pay him? I don't think they are. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I heard he's going. He, I think this is negotiating. He's right. If he's saying he's going to leave, then they're going to pay up for him. Yeah, he is the best. He did so good. <laughs> I mean, what a what a send off for the Super Bowl. He did so good. He's and just amazing. I guess that woman who retired, Michelle, Michelle Tafoya. Yeah. I guess she's like now getting into politics. I didn't know that she's a. Uh, uh, I guess I guess she's going to to, to go work for some uh, Republican, some somebody. Oh, I don't really? know. But yeah, she's getting into politics, and I guess 
she was not on a few broadcasts. She went on The View and said that she went on The View in December and was talking about Colin Kaepernick came up, and she's like, they're like, they blackballed him, blacklisted him from the league, and, and she's like, no, they didn't. The guy had tryouts. Uh, you know, he, he's, he was kind of a pain in the ass, basically, is what she was saying. And then she went on The View, and then you didn't see her on the broadcast for the next three weeks. So, so some guys they were angry. Oh, okay. And now, so so now she's going to. Uh, Joe Buck is fifty-two. I was right. Told you. This guy, you know, he has young kids. I don't know what he if he has young kids. I, oh my God! I just said you could. I didn't say their names are Harry, Mary, and Stanley. He has two children, Natalie and Trudy. How old? I don't know. Natalie is definitely an adult, and Trudy is. Also looks to be an adult, and she's younger. But she, I think she's in USC. I think she's in college right now. Are you ready for the? Yeah. Here we go. So there was a swimmer that was killed after being attacked by a 13-foot great white shark. This is near Sydney, Australia, Little Bay Beach, and there's video of it. You know. I saw this video last night, and uh, they had blurred it out. Yeah, that's you what have, I saw, too. You have the unedited one? No, you have the blurred one. You and want the unedited? Local have you seen the unedited I know version? if I can get it. Ooh. Yeah, there's, I, I, you got... there's a fisherman that's standing on the rocks and just helplessly watching this. Well, what do you do? Yeah, there's some guy in the ocean, and I, I don't know if he's swimming or if he's in a wetsuit. I don't know what the guy's doing exactly. He's being attacked. And a shark, well, yeah, but you got to be out there doing something. Like, there's a, uh, the, the shark just comes up and, and grabs him and eats him. Someone them. just got eaten by a shark. Big great white. That's a great white. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that was what was in the news article. Oh. Yeah, that's... Uh, Did you see longer? Yeah, 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 of course. Oh, I didn't see. Okay. Is this Australia? Yeah, Sydney. Uh, okay, I got it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, this guy was swimming. He was uh, taking an afternoon swim. And, and the shark just came up and angled. Yeah. They say it's the first fatal shark attack in 60 years. In Sydney. Yeah, in Sydney. Yeah. yeah, at that bit, at that place. Yeah. I'll send it. You're mostly seeing blood in the water. Yeah. It gets all red around it, but I think we can play it. It's not that bad. I think they just ate them, like, cut them right in half. That's I what think. they said. Oh, man. I, did, it, did it eat his top half or his bottom half? Half of the body was left in the water, they said. They oh. didn't specify which half were over. <laughs> well, if you took your bottom half off, how horrible is that? You said your arms are trying to, like, swim the shore. What, I mean, what do you do? I don't think it lasts too long if you've been cut in half. Uh, it said his remains were found in the water a short time afterwards. Parts of a wetsuit were also recovered. Mm. Yeah, because it looks like a seal when you're wearing that black wetsuit. Mm -hmm. And if you're on a surfboard, your arms are just moving back and forth. It looks like an injured seal up there. They go on attack. All right, go on, yeah, dude. I, I sent them going Okay. There's a picture in this story. This isn't the Great White, is it? Is that the shark that they got from the incident? I don't know. What's it say below the picture? Probably not the... They okay. found the shark that attacked yeah. them? Took a perfect, How did they do that? Perfect photo. There was a guy standing there. I don't know. You just says, well, the photo, if it's actually a stock photo or the real shark. 
Oh, stop. What was that look for, Charlie? Is it pretty brutal? No, this website that theater goes to, there's just a... So I'm trying to play the video, and then there's a... takes over my entire computer, and it's just a woman uh, using a vibrator on herself, and it's just... Oh, you're just, complaining about that? No, it's just I'm trying, I'm trying to work, and there's a woman just going to town, full screen, like you can barely even see her face. It's just exactly the action. Okay. So what guy complained about that? <laughs> I didn't complain. I was, yes, you're making a face. Whoa. All right, I I don't think I can download this, so maybe I can just play it over here. Uh, get ready for a vibrator to pop up on our Okay, got it, Smith. Can you see this? Yeah, this one. Someone just got eaten by a shark. Big great white. That's a great white. Oh, Peter. Oh man. Oh no. Oh no. Is he screaming? No, I, I don't know. That's insane! Especially there's blood in the water. He's splashing. The person's still there! Bunch of seagulls already. Yet they're already, the birds are just... Well, they know, they... Oh, it's a lot of blood. Get the camera work down. This guy is the worst camera guy. Ah! Jeez. cut away. This guy's still fishing! fishing right there. That's a guy could eat by a shark. Can't you put the pole down for one second well, and go and help? What's he supposed to do? He's on the cliffs. Man. Dude, what a way to go. Call 911. What is this website, man? <laughs> the good one. What do you have over there? What, what are you witnessing? There's just a woman laying and it looks she's laying down on her back. Yeah, and? Her mouth is just filled with, a, with something and there's another person's Basically squatting above her. Oh. 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 <laughs> well, watch each one. You can go past No, it's just video. all over the... It's all over the site. Look. The theater loves these death oh sites. God. But the only people that will advertise on the death sites are these weird porno. Which makes it a weird circle of the sort of person that watches it. Because then they start thinking, oh... Because right here, there's a person... Just it looks like normal doggy style sex to to my left. Yes, and then right next to that's a total decapitation. Oh, oh my god! The bloodiest thing I've ever seen. Oh. And then next to that, look, looks like a girl's doing reverse cowgirl. Yeah, and then a bathtub filled with blood in another video. It's just like it's, you're mixing the two things, right? And then you you start to associate the yeah. two things, and then you turn you you then you're into snuff films. And you're you're making snuff films. I just read that Hugh Hefner, one of his girlfriends, ex-girlfriend, said that he was into snuff films, wanted people to be killed on on film. All this stuff coming out now after the fact that he's passed. Yeah. There's a lot coming out. Did you watch any of the documentaries that no, have been out? No. Yeah. Well, this kind of explains why he gets uh, aroused when he's fighting. Oh, oh yeah, mixing up yeah the porn and the that is and the fire gets an erection every time he gets into a physical altercation, a fight. Go on, Doogie. There's a 24 year old Puerto Rican model by the name of Sofia Gerard, and she's made history. She's the first model for Victoria's Secret with Down syndrome. She this is after joining 17 other women, and they launched the brand's new campaign. This is 
Uh, they released this this week for the holiday for Valentine's Day. Victoria's Secret has done a complete 180, haven't they? Where just a few years ago, they go, we're not going to put any transgenders in. We're not going to put any fat people in. We're just hot, sexy chicks. And everyone's like, you're not inclusive. And they started. Now, they just get, are you an amputee? Do you have Down syndrome? Are you 900 pounds? I'm Change Rover. I uh, love it. Uh, the, the, uh, hey, I... I didn't say there's anything no, wrong no. with it. But times are changing in there as well. So good for them. The uh, model is part of the Love Cloud Collection, which is a line of underwear mm-hmm. now available. Jeffrey, did you know today is the uh, is a special day, National Random Acts of Kindness Day? Oh, good question. When's the last time you did something for somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> um, for Gia's ninth birthday, and I got slapped, and I felt like I was fucking paid just, for it because uh, he never gave her a card. That was three, four no, years just, ago. Doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, I Mona fought tired. Oh, there you go. Something nice. Your girlfriend, you that fixed her tire. Right. Yeah, Mona's tire. Yeah, I helped out. I helped Mona with her tire. Yeah, yeah that was um. Yeah. Pardon? Okay. Uh, in other news, Disney has announced that they are lifting mask requirements for park guests that are vaccinated. Did you watch any I saw of- a tweet yesterday that yeah. said uh, Disney's about to be doing something where you can live. They're going to make their own community. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can actually... So it won't actually be Disney World, but it'll be Disney Lifestyle World or something. Like Celebration? And what is that? Just, oh, I'm totally going to move there. You just, Disney you characters are walking around on the sidewalk? Yeah, it's probably like Mickey Mouse or Goofy is your mailman or something. And, and your home looks like it's like a little cottage or something. Yeah, like and you're living. Decorated, similar to... Could you imagine living in any of a mental problem? No. You do? Yeah. No, no. No, no. I understand okay. if you're like a weird grandparent. No, you're so weird. No, in any, in any way. Because if a child could afford a house, sure. Of course. That yeah. makes sense. If you were like, but children can't own houses, adults own houses, yeah. and they're going to have to live in this weird Disney community. Oh, she's up in college. I would do that. So it's not like the Disney suburb right now, Celebration. What's Now, what's that? That's just a regular suburb, but it's colorful houses. But it's not. No Disney characters are there. This is Disney characters? Oh, I, well, I don't know. They look pretty fantastical to me. Oh wow! Okay. The, I like this. The pictures I saw of Disney. I don't. I'm trying to remember the name. Disney lifestyle or something. Mm-hmm. You would Exciting. No, you wouldn't. Oh, oh my God! Totally. I cry whenever I go to Disney. I cry. Why? It's, Why? it's just so. It is magical. Yeah. That's the word. You know what's magical? How much money they make off suckers like yes. you guys. I oh mean, yeah. It is it's so expensive. expensive. Yeah. Every drink, every food, every T-shirt, That's every toy. Do you have any emotion whatsoever when you go there? No. It's so exciting. I hope it's hot. Maybe, I didn't watch it as a kid at all. Maybe you have to watch the cartoon growing it's up. relevant. No. The, what, so, the, what is it? It, it? It's just for kids. If I was a kid, maybe, and I went there. But You're I immersed get, in it. You're, to me, it's just like any other amusement park. Yeah. But even more no for way. babies. <laughs> I don't understand. Like... The rides are not that sweet, and you yeah, walk in. Only have we have one good like base mountain. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's an hour to get in, just to get into it. You park really far away, then you yeah. got to ride a monorail in, and then it's just I don't know. Not, not yeah, it was like it's like at the time when we went, we made the Disney trip back in April 2013. Oh. It was like 400 hours to get us like to get in. Yeah, that's how expensive it was. Can you imagine how expensive it is now? Oh, it's really it's, expensive. Yeah, right. Go on, Doogie. Uh, so yesterday we had a little bit of a celebration. This is for the Rams and their parade. We knew that that was going to happen 
And it was pretty cool as far as the Los Angeles, you know, how they have the Hollywood sign. They changed the Hollywood sign uh, as part of the parade. They tweaked it for the landmark sign saying Rams House, which was pretty neat that they were able to do that. So that picture went viral and went everywhere. Right. It's a big deal for them. But the other story coming out, I did see a tweet where Tom Brady <laughs> said to Stafford, the quarterback, be careful, make sure you get some food in your stomach. Oh, yeah, remember you? how pissy Brady was? He got wasted. Oh, he yeah. a trophy yeah, yeah, and then yeah. walking off the boat, he yeah. couldn't stand. Yeah, mixing in a water mat, trust me. That's, that's funny. He's kind of being playful on social media with that. But the other story coming out of this is Matthew Stafford. I think you have a video of this, Grover. Okay. Part of the celebration, this video has emerged that appears to show Stafford doing something. What? He's walking away after a woman falls off the stage during the celebration. Oh, so he doesn't offer to help or anything? Correct. All right, let me see it here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, he turns and walks away. Oh, wow, what that a dick. That was a dick move. What a total dick. His wife is the blonde next to him. Oh, she freaks out and absolutely goes and like, yeah, makes good sure the for woman her. is okay. What a... I, that is... Wow. One of the worst things you could be caught doing on yep. camera, right? What an absolute douche. Is this lady standing on a platform and she's below them on stage? Like, no, I don't think so. She's on the she's, stage and she's, oh, she's steps back. She goes to take a picture and she falls off. And that's this stage it's is high. very high. Like, this, this is a real wife. high stage. Uh, you know, at, at, I'll give you an example. Wow, that's really, really high. Look at the way looking down. We think it's like 15 feet. Uh, it's probably 10 to 12 feet, which is much higher than a normal stage. And, uh, I, you know, at, at Roverfest, I was always concerned people were going to fall off the stage. And he just looks. Look at his reaction. He goes, he goes, oh. And then he just walks away and just does not even... Oh, Everyone man. else walks and they're like, "Is that that walk Yes, out? I can't believe that. That makes him look terrible. Yeah, it does. Horrible. Uh, like, he goes, it. "Oh my god!" And then he he pretends to drink water and he just walks away. He just walks away. It's just not even interested. From this report, somebody it says Bleacher Report said that they spoke with the NFL photographer. Uh huh. He's going to say, oh, I I went to go, you know, get help someone to go yeah. get help. Yeah, get it, no. find a he, paramedic. He no. turned around and started drinking his water. Bleacher Report said that they spoke with the NFL photographer who told the outlet that she suffered a fractured spine. What? <laughs> that really makes him look bad. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. How do you recover from that? You don't. It's going to fall him around. I thought this was going to be like, oh, he... I thought this was going to be overblown, but no, that's actually, that does make him look terrible. Okay, okay go on. So, uh, last week it was announced that Hulu is reviving Futurama with many of the original voice cast, and now it is clear that John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender, will not be returning due to a pay dispute. Everyone wanted, they're like, you can't have John not come back as Bender. People. Oh, wow. Seems to be a big story. Okay, so he... no, it's huge. Everybody, everybody, yeah. this is. But the guy seems kind of like 
He's trying to get everybody on his side. And he goes, if I went into the details, you guys would understand. It's like, we'll get in the details then. Because what he's getting paid is probably a ridiculous amount. Uh, and he doesn't actually want to say the details because everybody go, whoa. Dude. Shut up and yeah, do it. Just do it. Right. So he's doing, he's calling it hashtag Fendergate. He um, wishes them the best, but he has stepped away because it's a hay dispute. Uh, and then, sorry news for Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. They're no longer together. They oh, what happened? broke up their engagement. They're not together anymore. Remember when I did the story last week? I think that he sold his home in L.A. Yeah, he went to Tennessee, so they go, oh, is he going to be traded to the uh, Tennessee? Yeah, Robert said Titans. it was maybe because of taxes. Oh. And then yeah. he said maybe he was being traded to Titans, Tennessee. Mm. Well, no, they broke up. Mm. Now it's like, oh, my God. It's so... If you're not gonna. If your girlfriend is lives in LA, it's sort of an odd couple, really. But. Totally, absolutely. So they are both single. That's the Shizzy and Rover's Morning Glory. You asked for more JLR, so Rover gave him an entire radio station. WJLRBM, the 24/7 All Jeffrey Parody Song Station, exclusively on RMG Plus. Songs like. Yesterday, Monaskin begging. Good for you is the song for today. We're doing a 
karaoke competition, basically, to get four finals. We already have two out of the four. Today, we're getting the third out of four finalists. You and someone else going to go head-to-head, both singing a song. Whoever does a better job will become a finalist for the trip to two to Los Angeles to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards. So practice up. This is a song you're going to sing. We'll be right back. O'clock. I think it's for the sold-out 90th Nail Show at Blossom this fall and Henry Rollins in March of Mammoth. Cleveland's Rock Station. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Intelligent conversation, deep analysis, and expert insight. Yeah, we ain't got none of that on Rover's Morning Glory. Tinder Swindler, do you, did anyone watch that Netflix documentary? I, I watched it, I kind of gave you a whole, as Jeffrey would call it, synopsis, the synopsis of that. Um, yeah, once you told us about it, you don't really need to see it. Right, yeah. Well, I just watched her, she tried to drink water and just spill it all over herself. Can't yeah, even drink water? Yeah, can't even drink water without did you try to pop a pill, like an apple cider pill? Oh, like a diet pill? Oh, yeah. It's totally Yeah, those will work. Um, Clearly, they're working. <laughs> <laughs> Get an endorsement deal, why not? Uh, anyhow, the Tinder Swindler, if you're unaware, this is a Netflix documentary uh, that is about a guy who says that he's on Tinder and he meets these women. And then the women, they research him, because he uses his real name. They research him, and they find out that he is the son of a diamond billionaire. And he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He works for the diamond company. Uh, He uh, drives around in Ferraris. He wears designer clothes. He goes out and spends $20,000 a night partying at clubs. And he uh, flies them around. These women that he meets on Tinder flies them around on a private jet. They have a whirlwind romance. They um, he's, he, he gives gifts to them. He, he he just really goes above and beyond, and he spends a fortune on it. And then after thirty days or so, one month, forty-five days, he. Uh, says, you know what, let's move in together. Why don't you go look for a, a home for us or an apartment, and here's what we can spend. And he'd be on FaceTime with them while they are going through apartments uh, that, that cost $50,000 a month and stuff. And, uh, and 
And then, he, you know, he, he, because he works in the diamond industry, he has some enemies. Enemies are after him. They're after him, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, then the enemies eventually, they start tracking him, and they beat up his bodyguard, and he's like, help me, I, I can't use, they're tracking me through my credit card. Can, do you have a credit card that I can use? Uh, so that they, they can't track me. And it's just temporary because he's just waiting for his diamond deal to go through. Yeah. And he's so... a big $70 million diamond deal. And remember, he's the son of a billionaire, too. And so he goes and, uh, you know, gets the credit card from the girl, and then he has them open up new credit cards. Then he says, hey, I'll put you on the payroll uh, for the diamond company. We'll say you make $100,000 a month. He can open up a new credit card with a higher limit. Can you take out a loan? They start sending him all this money. Yeah, it works. And uh, it's a it's an interesting scam because the way that it ropes these women in, and I, I have a little bit of sympathy for the women. Yes, they're dumb. I, yeah, of no, course. No, we're but not I have dumb sympathy because... for the women no. because they get swept up in it. No one, no one should get ripped off like that. You're but what happens the is they get they get roped into this this lifestyle that they have never been a part of, and they go, "Wow, this is this is great. This yeah. is the high life. I want to live this way." And then they don't want to lose it. This is this is their meal ticket. This is this is what this is like winning the lottery. You're going to start Once. dating and possibly move in and marry this 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 guy who's a billionaire. Once in a lifetime opportunity, right? So they're going to do anything to keep that gravy train going, yeah. which is why they start giving them money, even though it, of course, sounds suspicious. Uh. And he'd, he'd pay them back, but it would be like a phony check. I mean, it was all, this guy, he's a real scumbag, this guy. This guy is a total scumbag. But he had it down to like an art, right? He really did. And he was not the son of a diamond billionaire. He just changed his name legally to have the same last name as an actual diamond billionaire. Smart. It's easier to pass yourself off that way. And I wasn't able to tell if the documentary had a picture of him with the diamonds. Billy the Diamond Air? Daddy, uh, if if they photoshopped that in for the documentary purposes, right. or if that guy was actually walking around showing people, here's a, here's me with my dad. I think he might have just posted it on Instagram. I don't know. I couldn't tell that either. Like it seemed to be like a picture of him, like on a vacation with his billionaire yeah. father and mother. But in the documentary, they they are like, oh, he's you know, they remove him from that picture. So he, he just got a picture of that billionaire on vacation and then photoshopped himself in. I, you're right. I couldn't tell whether he actually did that and posted that or if they just did it for the documentary for yeah, dramatic effect. Yeah. But, look, I, I guess that's inconsequential because he, I mean, this guy was going through, in, it, it, it is almost a talent, I suppose, that you're able to scam this many women. He he got millions of dollars out of these women. Well, they would fund so when he's, like, courting one chick and taking her on private jets, it's actually the last chick he was with is the one paying, <laughs> money. Right. paying for all of it. Right. And just, Continuous flow yeah. of new women, new money to cover everything. And uh, anyhow, so uh, this guy's a total dick. 
So he is living in Israel now. He 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 was uh, convicted of some sort of crime. He's been convicted, I think, a couple of times. And and but he went. He did a short amount of time in jail, and he uh, is now in Israel dating a model. What kind of bitch dates that guy? After as, yeah, after this comes out, like how do you keep dating this guy? As, Does she know? Well, obviously she knows now. How? Well, uh, international news. <laughs> Well, if she doesn't watch the news, what if it's somebody that doesn't pay attention? Well, somebody, well, somebody, one of her friends would go, yo, your boyfriend right. is, there's a huge documentary about him. Yeah, this is a worldwide story. Um, and I have a feeling it, you know, this was in the news. Uh, in, we actually did this story a couple of years, a year or so ago, when uh, it started being in the news over in England, because uh, so these girls were living in London, at least one of them was, and then we started reading in the Daily Mail or whatever the stories about this guy. And so uh, if you're going to date someone, you're going to Google them. And you would think that that name, it would show up in and, and, and the articles from London and so on and so forth. But uh, anyhow, what's interesting, the reason I bring this up is because the Tinder swindler, his name is Simon... Leviev or Leviev, I, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I, I watched a documentary a week or two ago. Is that his real name or his fake name? Mm-hmm. That's his fake name. Okay. But that's what he's known as now. Well, he changed that. That is his real name. He changed it to oh, yeah, Simon yeah. Leviev. That's uh, not his real name, but Leviev is actually a family name of some diamond billionaires. So he wanted to be associated with them, so he, he came up with that name. Uh, he is now... Uh, this 31-year-old guy has signed with a Los Angeles-based talent manager named Gina Rodriguez, who handles a bunch of reality stars. I saw a list of her clients, Mama June from uh, uh, Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo is one of, her cli- uh, one of her clients. I saw a list of like 30 or 40 clients that she has. Big names? Names I, I recognize, but not like A-listers. Uh, but quite a few names that I recognize. And she has signed Simon Leviev or Leviev as a client and that they hope to turn his newfound fame, international fame, as the subject of this Netflix documentary, into an entertainment career a cl- and a, a bunch cl- of money. Of course it'll work, too. You think And so? more chicks will watch that and be like, They'll just get fooled. They'll watch it and say, I want to date that guy. Even after just watching the documentary. What? What? They want to date this guy even Absolutely. though they know what a scammer he is? If he's on TV? Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. If he's famous? Wow. He's worldwide famous right now, right? Yeah. One of the hottest stories? Yeah. So they're going to cash in on it. Make a show. Are they going to make a show showing him like duping these girls? No. <laughs> that One of the shows uh, that they want to develop is a dating show where women compete for his love. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, see, they don't even care. They're also looking at doing a podcast where Simon shares his dating do's and don'ts. Like, don't they me? Yeah, everything he says is don'ts. It's all don'ts. If he can catch it on this rubber, good for him, though. What? Can... I, what? No, shame on this woman for taking him on as a client. I think that's what? awful. It's, 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 it's just, if, if we have stooped that low where you would take this guy, I get it if... If someone involved in entertainment, they make their, their you know, and they, they do something bad, but, you, you know, I'm not saying you can't 
a year later or whatever have a, a talent. I, I don't think you should be canceled forever. I don't think you should, you know, lose the ability to, to make a living. But the only reason this guy is known, period, is because he ripped off millions of dollars from these poor women who were scammed by him. I don't think that's anything to celebrate. I don't think it's anything to turn this guy into a celebrity, to give him opportunity, to to, to uh, allow him to make money. Shame on him, of course, but shame on this talent agent for signing him up. Screw her. What a bitch. Gina Rodriguez is her name, and I yeah. think she's a former porn star. Oh. It, I don't know if it's the same woman. I, I don't. I, I don't know, but. No, it can't be consequential. <laughs> hey, actress. Well, if it's an A-list. Agent, if it's a big agent, I would, I would say it's not an A-list agent. Okay, it's, it's, it's someone it. who who handles, you know, Mama Ju. Yeah, exactly. People like that, and uh, uh, I, I just if the girls are gonna fall for it, that's on them. They're gonna be that dumb. And this is interesting. If they want to make a TV show about it, people will watch it. So you don't have any issue with them with this lady signing this guy up as a client? That's you're fine with that? It sounds like women don't care. They don't care that he's a scumbag. They're still going to want to date him. They're going to make I a think show those about women it. are out a bunch of money. Care eight six six yo rover eight six six nine six seven six eight three seven. What? They never got any private flights, first class flights. Never got any gifts from this guy. You tell me they got zero from this guy? They didn't get what they put in. But at the beginning, he was then. Was he not giving them stuff? Yeah. I thought that's how he sucks them in is, okay, I'm going to give you these nice purses, first-class flights, private planes. And then over time, he goes, well, I need some money for these diamonds. And then he took it. It sounds like it was a two-way street. No. they they. Well, those girls were definitely with him because of his because, money. Because of, of his money, yeah. okay. Yeah. And they're backfired on him and yeah. they lost yeah. their money. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people look at it and they're like, well, they got what they deserve. I well, I don't think they got what they deserve. Even, i got to be honest, my wife goes, they got what they deserve. She oh, watches, she goes, they got what they deserve. See? If your I wife said, yeah, 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 but but hold on. That's like saying a woman who wears a short skirt and flirts with you deserves to get raped. No, it, that, no, what's the difference? difference? It's not. No. And, and no, just because someone, uh, you know, they're, they're using they, it for his money. They didn't do anything illegal, either. They Did didn't, he do anything yes, illegal? Yes. So why isn't he charged? Why isn't he in jail? Wire fraud. Why all he, sorts of things. Why is he in prison? Because he's now in Israel. I, I think if he went back to. England, I think they would probably arrest this guy. So how is she allowed to do business with him if he's a wanted criminal? Well, I don't know if he has any charges pending right now, first of all. Oh, this woman is terrible. Um, I don't know how. I mean, he can't. I'd love for him to come to the United States. We should pick him up, arrest this guy. I mean, this oh. guy's just such a, such a sleazy guy. And I don't think it should be celebrated. At least, you know, Dr. Phil put on that girl, bad baby or what? Yeah. what's her name? I don't know. Whatever her name Catch is. Catch me outside. Yeah. yeah. Catch me outside. How she's about a, that? She's a millionaire now. Right. Yeah. It's an OnlyFans. I think that that's bad. But at least she wasn't, you know, she was doing dumb stuff, but she wasn't like, Doing stuff totally. She might have been doing a few illegal things, but she wasn't. She wasn't scamming people out of millions of dollars like this guy right. was. I mean, it, it's nothing. Her behavior was nothing to celebrate, but at least it wasn't criminal, right? Like this guy is. This guy's not only just bad behavior; it's actually criminal behavior. 
cut down the girls. They were dumb to fall for it. To believe this guy's stupid treasure scam. Oh, I have to get my diamonds out right, of uh, but South Je Africa. Jeffrey is is dumb to fall for a scam and pay $1,000 in Best Buy gift cards yes. to a scammer over the phone. That's dumb. But it doesn't make it right. It doesn't go, well, he's too stupid to figure it out. So his loss. Right. I, I don't agree with that either. I think what they did to him is terrible. Holly, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Holly. Morning. How are you guys? Hey, what's happening? Hey, so I have a question. Um, this guy, what happens if he does make millions of dollars, right? He gets semi-famous, makes millions of dollars. Don't the girls have a claim against him from a legality standpoint and make that money back they lost? Yeah, I think they could sue him civilly, I, I would think. I don't know. Maybe the statute of limitations uh, for a civil suit like that is up. I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but the judge you might be right. You willingly gave him the money. That's no, what no. going to say. No, no. He fraudulently, he, no, that's fraud. He said he would pay he them tricked, back. Yeah, he scammed them. Yeah, he tricked yep. them. And uh, so it, it's against the law. Now, Holly, do you have an issue with this guy getting signed up by a talent agent, or do you say, hey, those girls were dumb? I mean, those girls were dumb, right? I mean, it, it sounded too good to be true in the beginning, and they fell for it. But yeah. I, I guess I don't have an issue because most of the train wrecks do get signed on and make some kind of money, like Honey Boo Boo and that bad Barbie, and it's just ridiculous, right? That's what that's what sells. That's what pays. Bad Barbie's worth ten million dollars. Are you kidding me? Yes. Ten million. Ten million. Okay. All right, guys. Thank I gotta you, go. Thank oh. you. Bye -bye. See ya. Thanks. Sorry to keep you on the phone. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing anything. We have nothing going on. Ten million. If that's not depressing. Oh, that's crazy. Well, Peter gets these numbers from Celebrity Net Worth. Totally yeah, made up. Everybody does. Everybody's searching for this. It's made up, Peter. Well. Okay, it breaks it down. It's totally made up. No, no. They can have breakdowns all they, all, all they want. But a hundred k for a single paid post. She has OnlyFans. Don't forget about that. A hundred thousand? For a single paid post, yes. Oh, my God. Forty thousand for... don't even know if that's accurate. <laughs> Somebody just... Some jackass is making these things yeah, up. No, they, they put that out to get people to believe they get paid a hundred thousand so that you can get paid thirty-five thousand. All that's... It's thirty-five thousand. for... So gullible. A meet and greet. What? Made over a million. This was in the news, Rover. The first day she was on OnlyFans... Uh-huh. Because she's only 18. When she hit 18, she went only fans. Made a million dollars in six hours. That you can look up. Who's this lady? Is this a bad Barbie? Who's that? Kiss me outside. How about that? that? Her? Okay. Um, um, she had a song in the top 100 chart. So I, I believe she's worth some money here. Yeah. Uh, So you won't, yeah. you won't watch the show if he comes out with the show? Or you won't, he will. You won't interview would. him? If he has a chance to come on the show uh, and no. promote... No. 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 Scott, you're on <laughs> Rover. No, I would not. I wouldn't oh, give that guy a Okay, let's see. Good morning, Scott. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. How's it going? What's happening? Peter, what's up? No. Hey, um, one of the takes I, I had from the movie I thought was pretty funny and also kind of shocking. Uh, you know, that kid lives with his mom, and they go and... To find him, they go to an apartment somewhere in Israel, and they find out that he's living with his, his address to his, to his mother. And then shoot to the end, whenever all the girls um, are figuring him out and they aren't giving him money anymore, just to watch him crumble because he starts realizing that 
you know, the lifestyle that he's accustomed to is starting to be swept out from under him. I was laughing so hard at a couple of those parts where he's just screaming at them, <laughs> like demanding that they send him like 40 grand because of all the Gucci, you know what I mean? Like the kid just got so accustomed to living like a, you know, a multi-millionaire and it was all so fake. And then you look at him and you're like, dude, you look like, like an 18 year old kid that, you know what I'm saying? Basically. Yeah, yeah. But but he's still, the the thing is, like he's still going around. I think he, he deactivated his Instagram, but I looked it up the night that I watched a documentary, which was the first night that it came out. His Instagram was up, and he was posting things, driving around Israel in a Ferrari with his model girlfriend and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So, you know, he's still, I guess, living the lifestyle, but uh, I don't know where his money's coming from or what he's doing now, but I don't think this is anything to celebrate with this guy. I've got to take a break. We have the shizzy coming up also uh, today. We're going to come up with the third finalist. We're going to have four finalists total, but today is finalist number three that we're going to get in our Sing Your Way to L.A. competition to our iHeartRadio Music Awards. It's next month, March 22nd, in Los Angeles. You can watch it live on Fox Television or listen on iHeartRadio stations throughout the country as it happens live. But we want to send you there in person the way you do this. You and someone else are going to go head-to-head in a karaoke competition this morning, probably in about 30 minutes or so. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You, is the song that you're going to be doing today, so you might want to look up the lyrics, uh, learn the song a little bit if you don't know it, so that you can be ready to call. If a guy texted or a woman texted yesterday, said, my my daughter listens to that on repeat, I'm so sick of that song, I'm going to call in because I know it, I'm going to try and sing it tomorrow so whoever does it better becomes a finalist the third out of four finalists and the ultimate winner gets a trip for two to los angeles we'll give that away next week so good luck to you that will be coming up shortly we'll be right back with the news the shizzy right after this on rovers morning glory hang on Coming up next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. 
Cage in Florida here on Rovers. Morning, Glory. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Rover? How's it going? Hey, bud. No, no, you were just talking about the Tinder swindler guy, and uh, it kind of reminded me of the story that kind of went viral a couple years ago of the felon that ended up going to jail and his mugshot went viral. That felon guy. All the girls on social media thought he was the hottest felon ever. He started being known as, like, the blue-eyed bandit. Yes, he's hot. It was all over social media, you know, a couple years ago or whatever. And, you know, he, he he's had a couple felonies. He used to break into people's houses. I even think he assaulted, like, a teenager at one point. And he got out of jail, and he got, a, you know, a modeling, you know, gig and stuff. And I even think that I read somewhere that he's worth a couple million dollars yeah. nowadays, five million dollars. Yeah, that may so. be true. And I don't have an issue with giving people a second chance, uh, even the, the hot model guy, the hot felon, uh, if he... I think he's been in some issues since then, too, by the way. I, I, I seem no, to remember I over the past couple of years, he's something. He's done something. I don't remember what he it was. He his but, wife, I think. Uh, but he, uh, you know, I, I'm all for second chances. I don't think that this me guy, too, the Tinder too. swindler, has any regret or remorse whatsoever. I agree. It was just crazy to me that it probably happens more often than not, even though we hear that people that can probably make terrible decisions like that can probably benefit from it. And it's mind-blowing to even see some of these things that can be worth millions of dollars, you know, and probably half the people out there are struggling, you know what I'm saying? Look at some of the bad decisions Jeffrey's made. It's actually turned out to be profitable (laughs) for him. Cheating on his wife and all these various things. They turn into T-shirts and books and you name it. He profits off of it. Yeah. Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah. Here we go. I think you mentioned this briefly, but you really didn't talk about it too much. Uh, former NFL MVP Adrian Peterson was in the news. Yeah. Because he got into some type of trouble with his wife. Yeah, an altercation with his wife on a plane. Yeah. The he plane hadn't even taken off yet. It was taxiing, and he <laughs> was pulled off that plane following the fight that he had with his wife. And now the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office, they've reportedly declined to charge him with felony domestic violence. Probably because the wife doesn't want to charge Correct. him. Correct. If she's going to she, say... He's, he's her meal ticket, and, uh, you know, the guy can get away with being a jerk to her. I don't know if he actually hit... The reports I said were that they, it was a physical altercation. His people say, no, it was just verbal. I would assume they would interview other passengers on the plane, staff on the plane, to figure that out. So I, I don't know. I guess he ripped a ring off of his wife's finger. Oh. So that was... The He's probably like, give me that back. They're probably breaking off. He's like, give me that ring back. So they're not going to check. He still could apparently face misdemeanor charges from the attorney's office, but nothing serious. But Peter, by the way, a lot of people are very upset with you. Because what? you called her Bad Barbie. It's not Bad Barbie. Oh, what is it? Bad Baby. Oh, Baby, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care what... About 500 people out of... Oh, my God. Are they, shit, that they very ain't, Apparently, she does. You can't say Bad Barbie? To me, it looks like Barbie. Bad Baby. Who cares? Police in Ottawa, they told the remaining protesters, and there still are some people there. They told them yesterday, get out of the streets, clear the streets, or you're going to face criminal charges. Some believe this will be followed by a crackdown designed to bring an end to the demonstrations. We've got to end this. This has been in the Capitol for weeks, and it's been a ripple effect around the globe. 
The urgency to end the protests was brought to the forefront this week after four protesters in Alberta were charged with conspiracy to kill Royal Canadian Mounted Police officers. Police say that those who were arrested were part of a small group. They plotted to use violence if police attempted to break mm-hmm. up blockage. So 13 people arrested had a stockpile of weapons, including long guns, handguns, a machete, and body armor that was found by police. I would say you've made your point. Get the hell out. You, get, get out. you don't want to get arrested. And I mean, come on. It's like, remember Occupy Wall Street, all those knuckleheads yeah. that were down there? Did you remember, I got into some argument with people on the phone. This is going to make a difference. You don't understand, dude. Did it? No! It didn't make one goddamn difference. Not one. Yeah, a bunch of dirty hippies sitting outside Wall Street going to make a difference. No, they they walk right by it and they're, uh, it got into their Maseratis and drove away. It didn't make one difference. They don't care. Go on. We told you yesterday that there's some really bad weather that is moving across the country. Uh, I think that you got an alert from your airline that yeah. said, hey, your yeah. flight might be affected. Well, we also know that the groundhog predicted six more weeks of winter earlier this month. That's right. But now the Farmer's Almanac, they're even gloomier. They just announced that we'd better buckle in because it might not be until May where we start seeing Do you know that weather. Uh, I read a statistic. It's just hard for me to believe. The statistic was it was the day after Groundhog Day, and they said that sixty. It's like sixty-eight percent of Americans believe the groundhog as opposed to meteorologists. <laughs> like, like you, no way. Yes, they believe that the groundhog is more accurate than meteorologists. It seems like they are. He's sometimes. about the same. I think it's just all a guess. I think both are just guesses. Yeah, but you see the meteorologist charts, and you see the weather system. You look on your phone. Did and you say it's not going to get warm until May, though? They say that the northern states will warm up in April, maybe May. It was 50 degrees yesterday. Well, now there's a big storm coming. It's 50 You're degrees today. It's still dropping snow. tonight. It's the snow into May. As usual. Didn't in December tell us... Winter's almost done. Yeah, yeah. Almost and done. then when summer comes, she goes, oh, I'm over this too hot. Yeah. Nine over degrees. Yeah. The temperatures are going to drop, and then it's, this rain is going to turn into snow. So be careful. A guy put $360 away for Valentine's Day one year ago. Okay. But he told his girlfriend, you yell at me all the time. Every time you took, every time you yell at me, I'm going to take a dollar out of the pot. Uh-huh. So this year... How much did he put in the pot? $360. Okay. This year, he only was able to get her a $40 gift. That's good. I like that. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, did you see this statistic that Americans lost $1 billion to romance scammers last year, according to FBI? That is an insane amount it. of money. We were just it. talking about this Tinder. Tinder yeah, yeah, yeah. About twenty-four thousand Americans lost are reported one billion dollars to scammers, all because they think they're dating somebody or they're in love or these people that just take advantage of vulnerable women. Do you know there. how? Uh, Maybe men too. Of course, men. Do you think it's easy? I think it is it easier to scam people now or harder? I think it's harder to scam people. Well, I don't know. I have to think about you have this. more yeah. access yeah. to internet, but to old people. But people can. Well, I'm talking like the Tinder swindler. Like yeah. 
you used to be able to scam people before the Internet because it was hard to actually research someone or find out about them. They could almost tell you anything, and, you you, you know, how would you know? Yeah. So there's that. However, I definitely think people are getting dumber every day. And so maybe it is easier for those smart scammers. Well, you can also just do, like, send out a spam email to... 10,000 people. So requires very little work. Yeah, and you just go, and then you wait for a Jeffrey to go, oh, I didn't sign up for Norton Antivirus, and then next thing you know, you're on the phone. Call him. Yes. And yeah, you, yeah. And you got him. Oh, you, you need my credit card number? Yeah. Oh, you need Best Buy gift cards? Scratch off the back and read exactly. your number? Yeah, that sounds legit to me. Okay. Uh, since then, I've not fallen for any of those kinds of things. I hope not. Well, that I'm happy about. And uh, anytime I see a phone, uh, scam likely phone call, um, I'll usually decline the call. Yeah. All right. Go on. You've often said that if you are attractive, you get further along in life. You make more money. You get more opportunity. It's just a better world for people that are hot. You've said that? Oh, it definitely is. For sure. Well, now here's one more advantage that they've got hot people have on the rest of all of us because there's a new study that found attractive people have better immune systems. Researchers in Texas, they took pictures of 150 college students from the neck up, and the students weren't allowed to smile. The women couldn't wear any makeup. Then they tested their blood to see how strong their immune systems were. Meanwhile, 500 other people had to rate how attractive each person was. Turned out the hottest ones had the strongest immune system. The pandemic has caused a lot of us to be overweight, and that can lower your immunity. So uh, when you take their pictures from the neck up, that eliminated that aspect, and none of the people in the study were obese. So why do good-looking people have better immunity? They think it's because we're just biologically pre-programmed to find healthy features like clear skin and full lips attractive. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a survival of the fittest. Of the hottest, yeah. Of the hottest, yeah. yeah. So just one more thing for people that are hot. Warner Brothers is bringing back the Roadrunner and Wild E. Coyote uh, movie. Mm-hmm. The characters. The cartoon. Put them into the movie, yeah. And now they are going to team, uh, team up with John Cena. Oh, the boy. movie is going to be called Coyote versus Acme. And it's a hybrid animated live action movie. Could be kind of cool. The Coyote actually sues the acne company because their products keep naming him. I mean, they're watching, out of ideas, aren't they? Yeah. They like, really are. Going back 40 years, 40 year old cartoon. <laughs> Did you watch Nightmare Alley yet? No. But I, yeah. I finished it. Hopefully this weekend. Well, don't spoil it. We said I thought it was pretty good. Well, what, what is that on? The HBO. 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 Yeah, they keep playing it. I'm like, yeah, i got to watch this weekend. I, uh, on TV last night, they keep showing Jumanji with... Um, Robin Williams? No, the remake with... The uh, Rock. The Rock. He was way smaller. Like, way. The dude is juicing, like, hardcore. But he was big. And then the movie Toothberry, they're doing something with The Rock. He's all over the place right now. But The Rock was on the Toothberry. He was so small. And then Jumanji, he's bigger, but still small. Like, he was freakishly big on the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. It's not a good... It doesn't work. That's not. Steroids. Well, no, he's not... Yeah, he even admits it. I think he says he's on test and maybe some other stuff, but... Yes, Jeffrey, what is it? Yeah, you guys going back to the... You know, they're bringing back a movie called 
Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. I used to watch the cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah, that's why I did that, because I knew that you liked that. Thank and you, you would literally try everything under the sun to try to catch. How are you going to catch a bird that runs faster than a race that runs the speed of a race car? Did he ever catch him ever? No. He clearly times it will come close, but the trap. But then, like, there have been times when, um, when you test the trap or the way he wants to use, it'll work. But when he goes to actually use it, that's when it fails. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so funny. Well, he's wrong. <laughs> he says he actually did capture him one time, but wasn't able to eat him. So he did catch him. We didn't eat him, so you're wrong. I mean, like, I mean, why, I mean, I just didn't get the obsession. Why spend every waking morning trying to catch dinner when you really can't catch it? That's just like Sylvester. So that's just like Sylvester the Cat trying to catch Speedy Gonzalez. This is what Jeffrey thinks about. This is his, his deep thoughts. Wait, why is Sylvester the Cat going after Speedy Gonzalez? Do you mean cat chasing mouse? Isn't that Tweety Bird? Tweety Bird. Well, yeah, well, he, he would sometimes chase Speedy Gonzalez and Tweety Bird. Not Depends Tweety. on the cartoon that they're in. What about Tom and Jerry? Tom and Jerry, that, well, it's just the thing about Tom and Jerry, same concept, but they don't talk. So it, the, the music sort of accentuates the action. What about Scooby-Doo? So it was a lot of uh, work of the composers to uh, make the music sort of, sort of match what, the, what you think they're what thinking. Do you, what do you think about um, Goofy? Goofy's what? Goofy's a dog. But what about his, what about <laughs> Mickey Mouse's pet? What was Mickey Mouse's pet? Dog. Well, how come one could talk and one couldn't? What, don't what's ask, up with that? Why don't you ask Disney's creators? Why don't you He's ask dead, the writers? Dead, man. Ask them. I know. You, well, then you're asking the wrong person. I never really watched a lot of Disney cartoons. Oh, okay. Right, right, Number right. one. Go on, dude. And I'll finish with you, Rover. Did you yeah. ever watch all of the Star Trek movies with Chris Pine and that yeah. team? Yeah, yeah. I've, okay. I've seen every Star Trek movie. I, I think I, I was just thinking about this. If I. Uh, have seen every episode of Star Trek and The Next Generation, and I, I, I believe I have. Did you like Chris Pine in that series, the he's Star right. Trek? Right. You see the main guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's all right. right. Yeah, he, so they've announced that all the guys, the crew, they're returning for Star Trek Four. Okay. So is that J.J. Abrams Yeah. behind all of that? So that's exciting that he'll be back and they're going to do one more. They're very successful, so... You might as well keep going with it. There you go. That's the Shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. Download the Rover Radio app. Watch and listen live. Premium content with RMG Plus. Smells great, too. The Rover Radio app. Install it now. What is this video from Curious George that I had? Well, you know Curious George recently hurt himself? He's uh, he he watching. He hurt his... His obliques, I thought. No, inner... Yeah, inner, inner oblique. No, it wasn't oblique. No, inner, intercoastal, I think. Oh. Whatever that is. I thought it's it intercoastal. was sledding. Huh? No, no, not for that long time ago when you heard this out. You don't know what you're talking That's about. two years ago. Yeah, come on. Get with it. We're talking about when he went to go see the Jackass movie, oh. and he vomited so hard watching a certain <laughs> scene uh, that he actually ended up in the hospital. In the hospital. In the hospital. And this may be the first time that the Jackass movie, I get kids will... Uh, Imitate what they see on screen and go to the hospital, but I don't know if anyone's ever gone to the hospital for just watching the movie. Yeah, well, I think it's great. I told him, I, uh, I said, something's a great advertisement for the movie because you always hear about horror movies where they're like, all these people fainted watching it, but if you are so grossed out by the film that you end up in the hospital, that's a great advertisement. Yeah. So I suggest that you made a vid- make a video for you because you know Steve O and you have his number yeah. for you to send over to Steve O. 
So that's basically Oh, it. I'll send them. I'll Nick, I think them. Steve would love to see that. <laughs> so this is the video that I have here? Yeah, and George is playing. Yeah, George kind of explaining. He's talking to Steve-O in this video. But oh, my God, he is not. Is he really? Well, he's, he's, he's not. Steve-O's not in the room. I'm saying he's no, no, talking. He's talking to. Yeah, so that he can send Yeah, it. so that Rover, you can send <laughs> it. on the on the go-between here. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, you're the middleman, and if you could send that to him, I'd just like to know what Steve-O thinks of this. Okay, here is. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Here is George describing to Steve-O what happened. Hello, Steve-O. I am a huge fan of yours. As you can see, I have your shirt. And also, I have all your movies, including your book wow. and your pen that you were selling on your website. Whoa. So I just wanted to let you know that I really liked your uh, recent movie, Jackass Forever. But I could say that it actually also uh, um, had me good at urgent care uh, by the end of it. Um, I could say it's hilarious and made me laugh, but the two parts I probably could have done without <laughs> is the I don't want to ruin the movie for for anybody else uh, watching this, that um, the beginning when the crew um, got wet, um, that actually made me uh, start to dry heave and uh, cough, and I had to leave the movie theater. My girlfriend texted me on when it was over so I could come right back in to watch the rest. And then also in the middle of the movie, there was another scene of uh, uh, drinking uh, something that was uh, uh, disgusting that came from a pig. And then that part right there actually made me uh, dry heave real bad and I was coughing really hard, that it actually um, strained my intercostal um, uh, muscle that's kind of in your ribs. I felt the pop on the second time that I was uh, um, coughing. So um, I did not want to leave the movie, so it was difficult because the movie was hilarious, and I kept laughing, and it kept hurting. So by the end of the movie, when I stood up, um, that's when I felt excruciating, I felt excruciating pain. So my girlfriend took me to urgent care and that's where they ran tests and told me I strained my intercostal muscle. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to let you know, loved the movie, but also, um, it was, you know, quite disgusting as well, um, because of the two scenes that I mentioned. Um, I know it's odd, but that, um, that makes me sick because of a old porno I saw that was on videotape <laughs> where I don't want to discuss it or explain it because it's just going to make me sick and I'm still in pain and cannot really cough or dry heat. So uh, that's all. I wanted to let you know that I loved your movie, uh, Steve-O. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, well, that's a long-ass How video. Can you even send that? I mean, it, yeah. Two minutes and 38 seconds, but it seemed like 20 minutes, didn't it? Um, it sound like five parts to Steve-O. So maybe next time I see Steve-O, maybe I'll just relay. Oh, it's gonna be too late. It's it's this really could be in the commercials. Just they can edit long. that down. They can put that jackass forever, and they just have Curious George describing it how he ended up in the hospital. That's the commercial. I go see that movie in a second. What is this? All right. Well, maybe. All right. I'll send. Uh, maybe I'll send it today. <laughs> My number is gonna get blocked. <laughs> Uh, will you go into the movie theater to see the Batman? No, don't care about that at all. Not really into those Batman movies. Oh, they're fantastic. 
The Dark Knight? Come on! Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just not, it's not my thing. No, I wouldn't. I don't know. What's the guy who's doing, uh, Pattinson's doing it yeah. now? Think he's going to be any good? I saw the a trailer for it. What did you guys think? Oh, the trailer looks sweet. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be good. The Bruce Wayne parts, but I don't really care about the Bruce Wayne parts. Like, Christian Bale, I don't care. I don't care about Michael Keaton when they're being Bruce Wayne. It's just when they're being Batman. And he's really nervous. Like, he's like, this is so important to me because this is a huge step. Like, you can't just be Batman. Who does that? So I like that he's humble about it, and he just hopes that people like it. Uh, Matt says, uh, curious George, you're not alone. I gagged at the same drinking part, and the guy in front of me gagged as well. So I got to see it now. guess a few people are getting sick because of that. I've got to take a break. Actually, you know what? what? Let me think about this. Huh? We have slot number three, three of four. We're coming up with four finalists for this trip to Los Angeles to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month. It airs live on Fox TV Tuesday, March 22nd. And uh, you can also hear it live across a bunch of iHeartRadio stations throughout the country. But we want to send you and a friend there in person. So you have to sing your way to L.A. The way you do that, we're going to let you sing a little bit of today's song. Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You is the song. So I hope, uh, we've said this since yesterday, this is a song I hope you're... Uh, practiced up. I hope you got some lyrics in front of you. Hope you can perform this about 60 seconds of the song. You going head to head with another uh, listener. The person who does better will become a finalist. And next week, we're giving away the trip for two to Los Angeles. going to take caller 30 and 31 right now. 866-YO-ROVER. Now, I will tell you, if, you, if you're unable to sing this song, don't even bother. We had a couple of duds yesterday. Day one, they were able to do it. Day two, not great. Uh, if, if you're unable to do the song, save yourself. You, you're just not going to, you're not going to end up winning. You're not going to end up going on the trip, wasting your time. Uh, if you know it and you can sing it, give me a call. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. Good luck to you. We'll be right back and we'll let you sing your way to L.A. next on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. I think it's for the sold-out 90s nail show of Blossom this fall and Henry Rollins in March of playing WMMS. Radio transmissions leave the Earth and travel forever. Eventually, a distant alien civilization will hear the immortal words. Yuji, I had a diarrhea accident. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory.
going to take our caller 30 and 31 singing their way to L.A. for our iHeartRadio Music Awards here in just a second. Uh, there's some speculation about Curious George. People have said that I played his uh, video. Right. Any time he calls, emails, or is on the show, he, uh, he invites a lot of haters, basically. Uh, but now there's speculation that he is just trying to set up a lawsuit against Oh, come on. The Jackass producers, yep. Saying that that movie caused him to gag, which tore his muscle and his rib or whatever, and that he's, uh... Most money for damages? Exactly. Hospital bills, urgent care? No, that can't be true, because on the aftermath when he called and originally said he was going to send a video to Steve-O, uh, and we said, oh, that's great advertisement for the movie, you know, that you got sick, whatever. And he goes, okay, well, I'll just, I'll send him a video and say what a big fan I am. Okay. And we go, no, who cares about that? He goes, I'm not going to care about that. Yeah. They go, you said, tell them the truth. Tell them what happened. So <laughs> well, the first 45 seconds of the video is like, I have your DVDs. Have your I bought a pen. I, I love you. Uh, you. You just got to get right into it. Yeah, you should start off with the injury. Yeah. Right? The hook Steve-O in. You got to start with the injury. Hold up your medical bill. Here's how, guess how I got this $6,000 bill at the emergency room. Because of your movie. Yeah. Had the x-ray of his ribs all torn apart. Yes, All the yes. muscle. Peter, not everyone can be a showman like you, I guess. Yeah. So, what do you expect? Uh, all right. We have uh, the song today for finalist number three of four is Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. This song, uh, it, it, i got to admit, it grew on me a little bit, but man, for like the, the first oh, no, it's few catchy. months, I love I just, it. I, this, the girl is so whiny, just, just, oh, you broke my heart, and I'm a whiny chick, and uh, the whole album is just about what a rotten guy she was dating, and how, you know. That's how they do it. Have you heard of Taylor Swift? Yeah, when they... She, and she the, made money doing it that way? When she does this part... It's, it breaks down and then. You love that, huh? That's a good part of that song. That's powerful. It is very powerful. <laughs> Moving. Is she at least hot in the video? I haven't seen the music video. I have no. Actually, I have no idea how old or how old she's or what she's like. I think. <laughs> I, I think she's like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, or something. she's legal. But sometimes I see pictures. I go, oh, she's hot. Wait, she's eighteen. Okay. Okay, and her birthday is about to be three days from now. Where she oh. will be nineteen. Well, happy birthday, yeah. Olivia. Well, all right. Let's go. Oh, oh, what? Somebody's got a problem with you, Rover. What? You're doing birthday shoutouts. Oh. What? Didn't even realize. That's I good. take it back. Have a terrible there birthday. You. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope whoever's dating you now breaks up with you. Start dating write, someone else. You can write a whole new album about it. And make millions. Um, all right, let me go to the uh, line. Uh, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Natalie. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Hi. Okay. All right. Now, do you know this Olivia Rodrigo song? Have you heard this 800 trillion times like everyone else? Yes, all of these songs, even if I don't want to, I just know them because they play, like you said, 800 trillion times. I think that I know it. (laughs) Okay, all right. So I'm going to, we're going to play the karaoke version over the phone, and I'm just going to, this is just a dry run. You didn't, you don't have to start singing here. 
But how does this how does this one start out, Charlie? Does it does it have a little musical so, intro? Yeah, so it has a I believe I, it's the karaoke is the same. So bump 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 bump. Okay. So it's got about yeah. a right. five second, and then you hear the. Oh, okay. And then you start singing right after the. All right. So let me play the karaoke version. And again, this is just a dry run, Natalie. I just want to hear how this sounds uh, originally. Here, listen, listen to this. recently? Uh, like a year. <laughs> you ever been to Los Angeles before? I have, and I want to go back and actually enjoy it. My dad's dad lives there, so I've been there like five times as a kid, and I want to go as an adult and like love my life <laughs> All right. in L.A. <laughs> All right. Well, you have the opportunity. You're going head-to-head against the next caller who's also going to be singing the same song, so do your best. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, try and move through as a finalist. And next w- next week, we're giving away the trip for two to our iHeartRadio Music Awards. All right. Are you ready to go? You could hear that playing down the phone line and everything a minute ago. You're you're good to go? I am good to go. I do think there's, like, a delay. Obviously, you guys know that, right? So hopefully I'll start when, when you guys hear it. But, yeah, I don't sing well. I know the words, but I don't sing well, but I'll do my best. Thanks right. so much for the opportunity. No, yeah, told yourself that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's, I'm she's sorry, you're really, really well. She's trying to set the bar low to surprise oh, us. Okay, Susan okay. Boyle. Yeah. All right. Are you ready, Natalie? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, well, good for you. I guess you moved on really easily. You found a new girl, and it only took a couple weeks. Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world? Ah. And good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself. I guess a therapist I found for you to really help. Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl. Just before you, you must have the healthy, not me. If you ever cared to ask. Before you, you're doing great out there without me, baby. Don't ever say I could do that. I've lost my mind out since the night, crying on the floor of my bathroom. But you're so unaffected, I really don't get it. But I guess good for you. All right. delay and I'm 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 really thinking about this. Awesome. I'm thinking about this. Now. I've noticed it. I've noticed it um with the other the past few days. Yeah. That they're all of them are awesome. Like there must be a delay um yeah, with when we're hearing they're, it they're, on the phone. There I guess there is like if you're on a cell phone 
You know, there is a half second, and not even a half second, but a little bit less than that. But round trip, it's probably about a half second delay because then there's a delay of you sending it back to us. So yeah. it's possible. I guess, I guess, I guess there is a little bit of a delay. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't realize how hard that. I thought this would be easy. I didn't realize how hard it was until I saw the words and her. That was a hard song. All right. Natalie, you hold on the line. Good job. That's caller one. Natalie, maybe she will be going to Los Angeles, but she's got to get past the next caller. Hard. Uh, Let's see who it is. Uh, Good morning. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Who's this? Uh, This is Paula. Paula. All right, Paula. All right. What did you think of Natalie's performance there? I was nervous because it was... Like, she was a little behind, so I'm hoping it's a, it was her and not the radio. No offense, but I'm hoping it's no, her and not her. the radio. This is a battle. This is a, this is yeah, a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you think yeah. her singing was good, or are you better? Um, I'm not going to be much better, let me tell you. I only know the song because I've listened to it with my stepdaughter 8,000 times, mm-hmm. and she tells me how terrible I am, so it's okay. Okay, all right. Now, Paula, how old are you? 38. 38. How long you had yeah. your stepdaughter? How old is she? She is thirteen. Now, <laughs> when you uh, when it's someone else's kid, is it is it hard to have? Like, I don't I don't have any kids. I don't have any stepkids. Is it? Is, it's hard it's tough to, because you never get like I will do anything in the world for her, and I do, but you don't get the credit for that because you're never going to be her mom. Right, right. So it's hard. But she is looks her mom at me that bitch. Oh, Hi, Charlie. Right. Like, oh, I don't know if we can say it on the radio, but if she hears it. Okay. I know that. <laughs> Come on, Paulie. That's a that's a yes, Charlie. No. Yeah. That's a wink. Like, uh, okay. All right, Paula. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the same thing. I'm gonna give you uh, a, just a little five or ten second dry run. Don't sing. Just so you can hear it and and uh, know how it sounds. And uh, here you go, dry run. Hang on, here it is. There you go. And that's where you'd go, yeah. Ah. Right. Yeah, that that part I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready, Paula? Oh, I hope so. Here we go. Caller number two. Well, good for you. I guess you moved on really easily. You found a new girl, and it only took a couple weeks. Might be a little ahead. Remember when they said that you wanted to give me the world? And good for you. I guess you better get on yourself. Get your therapist. I found for you to really help. Now you can be a pussy. Keep on, go, go. Good for you, William Cassie. You can have a monkey. If you like a kid, I Good for me, you mean doing great, I'll never tell me, baby, like it's harder to be left. I first coming to my phoenix, when I cry it on the floor of my bathroom. So the fact that I really don't care, but I get good from the Oh. All right, good job. I get really nervous, and I start shaking and got really hot. <laughs> you got really hot, like a hot flash? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. This is all cool. She's about 60 right now. Um, all right, Paula, hold on the line. All right, Dita, I'm going to ask you, who do you like? Oh, Caller no. one or number two? No offense. 
Paula did terrible. <laughs> I mean, she dropped up. You can't sing the middle along behind her. I'm really nervous as you're singing. I mean, I think that Natalie blew it out of the water. When she kicked it in with the chorus, I think she did great. So my pick's Natalie. All right. Doogie. You did a great job, Paula, but Natalie beat you. I apologize. Okay. I uh, believe it is unanimous. Caller one. Natalie, you're going, you're going through. You're a finalist. All right. All right. Congratulations, Natalie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Hold on the line. We're going to get some info from you. Hang on there for just a minute. And uh, we'll have an opportunity for you Tuesday morning to be the fourth and final finalist. Um, uh, Our Sing Your Way to L.A. contest to go see our iHeartRadio Music Awards. It is Tuesday. Okay. March 22nd is the actual event, so we'll fly you and a friend out there if you win, put you up in a hotel, give you tickets to the show, and you're going to have a great time. So Tuesday morning is your final opportunity to try to uh, become a finalist in the contest. Now, will you announce today what... That song will be for... Sure. Okay, so at some point, you need to figure out what that song will be. Well, I have my list of songs yeah, over yeah. What do we got? Yeah. Ed Sheerhan. Oh, I love Ed Sheerhan. We got uh, <clears throat> BTS Butter. I love that one. That, that might be good. Everybody knows that. They play the hell out of that. Give me some well, butter. Let me hear this. This is... Is there any Asian parts in this? Or it's all English? <laughs> That'd be great if there's Asian lyrics and they have to sing it. That's why she picked that. Uh, all right, so this is, uh, okay. All right, BTS, Butter. That's my vote. Doja Cat, Kiss Me More. Uh-huh. Uh, Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. Lil Nas X, Industry Baby. That'd be tough. And The weekend. Save Your Tears. Yeah. I have a couple other songs that we have saved for the finals. I think you have... You want to do BTS, Butter? I think so. Okay, BTS, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday morning. So practice up. That'll nice. be the song for our fourth and final finalist. Learn the lyrics now. Learn the song now. Put on your... Uh, your your what kind of outfits today does BTS know, wear? Like neon green suits. <laughs> neon green suits. Get frosted tips, whatever the hell these guys are doing. They, they're uh, Play the video. not real masculine guys at BTS, are they? Um, so, there you go. BTS Butter will be the song on Tuesday. I've got to take a break. There's a... Uh, Curious George was gagging at that jackass movie. He might want to avoid the story that I have next. Real bizarro story. I, I, I read this. I go, am I reading this right? Uh, I'll tell it to you right after this. You won't believe it. Hang on. Back live today at 2 o'clock. Got tickets for the sold-out 90s mail show at Blossom this fall. And Henry Rollins in March at Play.
Actually, I know that uh, someone sent in a. Did they send us a gavel? We yeah. were. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, yeah, it should be right around there. I think well, back by you. No, someone. Someone yep. sent me a gavel as well. Oh. Then, uh, oh, so one. Oh, new oh, gavel. Oh, here. oh, we have oh, one right here. Head in his pocket. <laughs> they engraved it. Oh, they engraved it for you? It says, uh... Oh, they cheaped out on mine. <laughs> Rover's official gavel from Pops Shake Shack, Ritman, Ohio. So, they oh, sent they, a they gavel. They a plug on it? That was smart to do that. Every time he hits it... Yep. If I need to make a, a ruling, that's the Pop Shake Shack ruling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like an NFL broadcast. <laughs> so there you go. I have a, a an official engraved yeah. Thank you guys. I was sucked in by a headline. And I could not believe the headline. I said, what? It's a, a teacher who has pleaded guilty to a crime. The headline I'm going to tell you about in just a second. But the headline is like a, an unbelievable, fantastical, uh, like disgusting-ass thing. And then you read, and she's pleaded. She now just pleaded guilty to uh, some, some serious charges. She is going to end up spending, I don't think they've sentenced her yet. She is going to end up spending, um, uh, or no, wait, she has been sentenced. Hold on. Forty years in prison, this teacher. Would yeah. you kill somebody? No. Is that your ruling? That's ruling. Forty, forty years? <laughs> You're okay with that? Okay. She uh, pleaded guilty. She has um, some serious crimes I'll tell you about in just a second, but her husband is a SWAT officer, police officer, former now. He's also uh, involved in some of these crimes. I don't know what he uh, what he is going to be sentenced to or whatever, but they faced 150 felony charges, including rape, Child pornography, sexual battery of a child, and video voyeurism. I have no idea. I, I haven't heard about this case. I don't know anything about this case. Uh, but she was a teacher. And they were obviously involved in some heinous crimes. Her and her police officer husband. Uh but the headline that that grabbed me was this one. This is, this is unbelievable. School teacher fed students cupcakes laced with her husband's sperm. Oh my god! Ew. Yeah. That's the that's the batter she used was his baby batter. That's exactly right. Ugh. Her uh, Cynthia Perkins is her name. She got her husband to like into the. Into the uh, into the cupcake batter, I guess, or into the frosting. I don't know. Yeah. And then she served. She went into school with in, in, in Louisiana. She was this is in Livingston, Louisiana. She then she then gave these to her students and had them eat that. So she must have been getting some sort of bizarro 
sexual gratification. I don't know. Did the husband tell her to do that? Pleasure. It's real gross. Robert, you actually have an expert on this kind of subject on line one? Oh. Is it George? Serious George is on the line. See, if if you listen to Dieter, right when he heard that, he goes, ew, that's disgusting, isn't it? Do you, I don't know what the issue is with me not liking to see that, but how about this, Rover? Remember in the leftovers, our Dieter always submitted beheading videos yes. and stuff that grossed yes. you guys out? Yes. I could eat a sandwich and watch that. That doesn't bother me. I won't throw up. You guys are disgusted. I think it's crazy, but I could eat and watch it. It doesn't but bother when it's you. got to do with a, with with a male, male uh, uh, like bodily fluid. That right there gets me. If you guys were to see the video I watched, what you guys would... Describe I can't get listener. into it. Can you describe it for new listeners? Um, they can go back to RMG Plus and listen to that. It just makes me sick um, thinking of that. If I were to see my own or a porno and stuff, which I try to turn away at that moment, it takes me back to that video. So that's in my mind. You know so how my mind works. Your memory. So anytime you see a climax, a money shot in a porno, it makes you gag. Well, in the porno, it's I, I can time it pretty good because you they start to make noises, and I go, I better turn away from this part. So that part's all right. But when my own, or if I miss it and it happens real quick, then yeah, it takes me back to that porno and that and that part. So in that video, yeah. And by the way, I don't know what it is, but, uh, I, I mean, I don't, if I'm going to watch a porno, I, and I know Dieter will be like, dude, you're gay, you like money shots. You go right but, to the money shot, right? But it's, like, you have to have, the worst part is if you're watching a porno, and then they cut it right before, and you're like, wait, hold on! Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm cool. I can, I can really? still hit the mountaintop without seeing the money shot. I, I gotta have that in the porn. I think you go right through. You just fast forward. Yes. Um, George, so that porn that scarred you with the traumatic experience, it was a bunch of guys, like, in a circle, and they had, like, a champagne glass, and they all went into that champagne glass, and then this lady had to then gulp it down. Guzzle it. Guzzle it with Elmer's glue down her throat. Yeah. You're gonna kill him. Uh, he just, he just dropped off the line. The new listeners are like lost. They're like, <laughs> he just dropped off the line. Anyhow, they so they uh, don't understand it. I mean, this teacher. I mean, can you believe this? What the hell? I mean, this is the weirdest ass thing I've ever heard. This I was is like, a mix up. The, the husband didn't like do this for a joke and like put into her baking stuff, and then she had no idea and gave it to the kids, or she was in on it. No, they, she was in on it. Yeah. Like, yes, okay. yeah, they did this on purpose. Like, we're getting some sort of weird. Here's here's a picture of the teacher. Oh, it was normal people. Yeah, and her SWAT officer husband. I just want to point out that George didn't call in for this. It just so happened the story was happening. George was calling in to, to explain his video he made for Steve O. Oh, well, the video. <laughs> and then you what started doing this story while he's on hold. Perfect timing. <laughs> about eating that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get some kind of sick pleasure of watching people eat this. Remember, like, there was some pervert work in an office, and he would put his... Uh, Stuff like on keyboards and people's water bottles. Yeah, but that makes and more it, sense because it's your own, and you don't have to convince anybody else to do it with you. Like to convince your wife, teacher, 
like this will be fun for us as a couple's activity. That's that's really insane. To it is a second person to be involved in it. Right. You're single creeps all the time. Weird guys doing weird stuff all the time. But you've involved a woman, and she's also like, oh, that that's a good idea. We should do that to my. How old are the kids? Junior high. Yeah, we should do this to junior oh, high kids. That's where so it that's is. That's thirteen. 12, 13, 14. Right. Snotty kids. She's probably so sick of them. She probably no, came up with it and goes, no. hey. This hey. is a weird sex fetish that they have. Oh, I think she goes, I'm so sick of these kids. And he's like, and she's like, help me do something to these kids. Get back no. at them. He's like, I'll put this into their no. baking mixture. No. no, this is something they plan. And then after she feeds it to the kids, then she comes home. And he's like, oh, did they devour those? Oh, it's real hot. And then they. How did they get caught? Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I, I, it no, it's faulty. I, 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 uh, I don't know anything about the story because I, I just, I thought, I mean, it's obviously a very dark story. I read the story because the headline was so shocking to me. School teacher fed students cupcakes laced with her husband's sperm. Who's not going to read that story? Um. So I don't know how they get caught. Obviously, I'm sure it was a big story in Louisiana. Let me find out here for you. Give me one second. Yeah, I did pull the news video. I think it was. Here it is. So you got it? Cynthia Perkins. Here it is. Livingston Parish teacher Cynthia Perkins accepting a plea deal today from prosecutors in exchange for testifying against her estranged husband, Dennis Perkins. And our Ariel Salt was at the courthouse when Cynthia pled guilty to multiple sex crimes. Ariel, it sounds like this plea deal caught everyone off by surprise. That's absolutely correct. We were really prepared for at least a two-week trial, but the last minute there was a plea deal that spared the victims the trauma of going into court. While Perkins accept, accepts guilt... She will spend the next four decades behind bars. Man, 41 years is a long time. Former Livingston Parish school teacher Cynthia Perkins accepting a last-minute plea deal from prosecutors. And we feel and we side with her when she says this was the best decision she could make at this time. Perkins pleading guilty for multiple charges, including producing child pornography and second-degree rape. Enabled uh, the family of the juvenile victim to get justice without having to go through uh, the torment of a two-week-long trial. Perkins was facing 72 charges of various sex crimes. By taking this plea, she agrees to testify against her husband and former deputy, Dennis Perkins. She has since filed for divorce. These three, we thought, were representative of, uh, you know, what she had done. And by agreeing uh, to the facts as we put them out on the record, she uh, prepared herself to testify against Dennis Perkins. He is facing 150 charges, many of which are sex crimes. He is the real monster. That's, that's what she wants to make clear. It's not about shifting blame. She took responsibility today. I mean, that's what she did, but she looks forward to going after the real monster. The Attorney General's office got the blessing from the victim's family before offering the deal. They feel that this serves justice and better protects their children. She played a role in this, and she acknowledged that today. Um, but she was very much um, taken under the control of Denny Perkins, and he manipulated her and twisted her into doing a lot of things that she was yeah. not comfortable doing. I'm not okay. buying it. Uh, yeah, wait, hold on. I'm second. not buying it. I think this, she was into it. She if got your caught. spouse starts, I don't care what it is, if it's yeah. criminal or what the hell it is, if your spouse starts doing, telling you, hey, you know what, we should... Uh, 
put my sperm in some cupcakes and you feed that to your uh, school children. You say, no, you don't get twisted. Oh, they're making it seem like, ah, she was just, you know, oops, oops. It's just a, a poor decision she made. She she got duped like those women in the Tinder swindler case. You know, no, that you get duped into something like that. You don't get duped into this. Yeah, this was a spur of the moment. They had yeah. to make this bake. It should drive to the class, right. hand it out to all the kids. Yeah. She had plenty of time to think, oh, maybe I shouldn't be And it's obviously, there's much, much, much more, uh, you know, than, than whatever that headline was. That, right, they were doing something weird. They were getting kids over there or whatever they're doing. But right. You can't, I mean, you know, just go, oh, yeah, my husband is a pervert, so let me, let me just go along with that. No, she is, too. But uh, am I the only one? Forty years is a long time. She's been in jail for life for this. That's disturbing. Good. I know. Yeah. I know it is. She deserves it. For, for 40 years, people rape and they kill. They don't get 40 years. They did rape. A kid. Oh, oh, on top of the... Yeah, the, she, oh, she didn't get okay. 40 years for putting okay. sperm in a Oh, cupcake. I didn't know. Okay. They, they weren't that detailed with... Okay. okay. Then, yeah, that makes sense. They deserve it then. Wow. Dieter, it is Thursday. Your conspiracy corner is coming up in a little bit. Yes. Can you give me any hints as to what you have coming uh, up? It's informative, like always. <laughs> I think you're really going to like this one. This one's great. It's got some great videos with this one. So if you can tune in and watch, I think it's it's pretty good. And we never covered it. We didn't we didn't talk about this at all in the news or anything. Hmm. Um, now, you haven't talked about I thought you might be going back to the well. I thought you might be back on the Bob Saget kick because oh. you've been pretty riled up over that. I this know. Week. We already touched on that. I, we can do another. We can do an impromptu Bob Saget. You have a video right now that I saved. It's, it's recently been unearthed. He's talking to his wife about her favorite movies, and I think this is part of their podcast or something. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of just discussing what movies she likes. All right, here you go. And I know you love to also pepper in movies because you love movies, and of course I love movies too. Pepper in movies. I like live for movies. Yeah, right, but. And, you know, I, as I said, I absolutely love movies as well. Um, you love there's five something. movies. You love Big Lebowski yeah. every day. You could watch Big Lebowski four Big Lebowski, times a day. The Godfather, uh, Wayne's World, <laughs> uh, Godfather 2, Goodfellas, Casino, Scarface. Um, but so I don't have long to live. These are your favorites. I'm going to be found dead in bed. Oh. oh. Better watch out. Wow. Um, so. All right. So what do you think? Uh, remember the end of Casino, the baseball bat scene? It's Joe Pesci and his brother. Yeah. And they're, like, out in this field, and they take baseball bats and get them from behind, hit them over the head, and they beat them to death. Yeah. I mean, that's and funny. And bury them alive in a, in a cornfield right. or something. Very brutal scene. And then the examiner says, Bob Sagan looks like he got hit with a baseball bat. So that's that's weird right there. This is very hard for me. I'm, I don't believe in any of your conspiracies. Now, I don't think his wife had anything to do with this, but uh, I don't believe any of your conspiracies. But this Bob Saget one is—it just really strains my brain. Yeah, to be able to think how you could hit your head and and in your hotel room. It had to be in the hotel room, correct? Well, from what you yes, unless he fell, unless he fell and then walked back to his room, 
was able to fall. He would have told his wife. He checked in with his wife after when he when he got back to the hotel. From what I remember. Or you say goodnight, honey, and then he goes and wanders around. Maybe goes to the hotel bar. Maybe trying to find some ass. He falls like in the. Down in the lobby. Sometimes there's like open balconies, right? He falls two stories into the lobby. There's, there's, video there's no cameras. There's no camera. Right. There has to be cameras. Rich Carlton. Everywhere you go, there's cameras. They, yeah, they're going to have that on camera. Okay, then. Then somebody hit him. There's no other way you can explain it. He was attacked. He was killed in his room. And then they placed him in the bed. And, you know, there are a lot of questions we don't have the answer. I'm sure the family does, but... He was in, he performed in Jacksonville the night before, or that night rather. Performed in Jacksonville, then he drove to Orlando. Did he drive, or did someone else drive? I bet he drove. To get a driver going to a different city. Sure. Oh, you might. Uh, uh, what about here? Here we have drivers that pick you up from the hotel that take you to the And we have drivers that, that bring them up. They're not driving them, I mean, no. from Columbus to here or whatever. It's not uncommon. I, I don't know if he. I don't know the answer to that. But that's a key question. Did he drive himself or did someone drive him? And the person who drove him... Where are they? Where are they? Why haven't they talked? Was he acting normal on the two-hour or however long car ride it was? Was he acting normal? Look at Bert Kreischer when he was here. He travels with an assistant. Yeah. I'm guessing the assistant would drive Bert. Like maybe get a rental car, yeah. take care of the I, I, next, like anything. They have a tour bus, but maybe Bob Saget... Had an assistant with him that would or travel. if he did drive himself, I find it, at that point, I find it unusual that you could hit your head, drive two and a half hours, oh, completely normal, and then get into your hotel and drive. But down. you could lightly hit your head, but if you have that amount of trauma where it looks like a baseball bat hit you, yeah, I don't think yeah. you'd be able to just drive And you also, on a two, two and a half hour car ride, you'd probably call your wife and go, man, you know what, I was leaving yeah. the club, I slipped, I hit my head, that yeah. son of a bitch really hurt. I just but also the timeline. It's almost, it's so hard for me to believe you could hit your head, especially if you're climbing on a headboard now. How could you hit your head that hard in your hotel room? What are you doing in there? Also, if it was beforehand, he has to check in at the hotel, doesn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't that person see something like, "Whoa"? Yeah, his eyes were glassy, or he was, you know, slurring his speech, or he was complaining of pain. Something. If he was completely normal, and he gets into that hotel room, I find it hard to believe that Bob Staggett just walks into the hotel room and doesn't have somebody check him in. Yeah, like, at his I level, don't I don't think he's alone. Like I, I just don't. I don't know. There's just something that's a lot that's not adding up. Yeah, where are the people that were with him? Right. And where's the comic? If there that's was, with and him? I don't know if maybe okay. he was by himself. I, yeah. He had a comic that was with him. That's a great point. Where's oh, the headliner or the I'm sorry, the opener? Yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Where? Why don't we have info from those? I mean, at this he just, hasn't said anything. I I'm just, wondering if uh, he's not allowed to talk. I wonder if the family's telling him, "Don't talk." Did he travel? But how do you do this in your own hotel room? How do you hit your? I get it if you're in the shower, right? That well, you seems could, possible. You I slip easily. Yeah, in a, in a wet bathroom floor or shower, yeah. you you could do you it. I've almost done it in in a, in a uh, hotel room before. Because they didn't have like the little uh, like sticky part on the you know and the 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 floor of the bathtub or shower or whatever it was was so slick and I start lathering myself up with soap like I almost ate it so I could see how that's possible but you, there would be blood there would be some sort of evidence if you did that I just don't know something's weird 
who was something that? weird. Did you find who was traveling with them? Yes, like the Mike Young. Yeah. But was he with them at the time? Who but knows? He says he seemed fine before his. He seemed great before his death. So I don't know how soon they talked. It was the night of. You know, did he open that night? He said he seemed fine. Um. All right, I've got to take a break. But anyhow, forget that conspiracy. Yeah, you have a brand new one? Brand, brand new, new one. Hot. Okay. Hot. Conspiracy Corner coming up next on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Back live today at 2 o'clock. Got tickets for the sold-out 90s nail show in Blossom this fall and Henry Rollins in March. At Play Cleveland's Rock Station. The big guns have arrived. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Here we go. 
Rover's Morning Glory presents Blood All Over. Pizza Gate. Video of Epstein's jail no longer exists. Part human, part bear, part gorilla. Listen to me. This is Project Blue Beam, Napoleon Bonaparte. So what really happened that day? The incident will take a lot of aspects of the military failure, particularly the Area 51. Players complain about the quality of the walls. Yes, cameras rolling. Leaders, Conspiracy Corner. All right, Dieter, every week you give us the inside information that you and your fellow researchers have uncovered about something the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about, something the government doesn't want you to know about. What do you have for us today? Well, I have a whole team now of people, researchers, it's not just me. But did you see this video? This just came out. It's in the news. We never, we never did it. I asked you not to do it. But thousands of birds all at once just drop out of the sky. Did you see that this week? I did not. It was just released. They're all flying from Canada down to Mexico. Okay, so they're leaving Texas, going into Mexico. And it's like something out of the Bible. Thousands of birds. Whoosh, at one point, just drop, just just drop out, just out of the sky. Earth. It's so damn bizarre. Okay. I have a new story. It's going to show the video a few times. Okay. It's cool, but it's weird. Slide one. This next piece of video. Here we go. Watch. Oh, oh my God. Peter. What? What the hell is that? Can you believe that? So this is a flock of yellow-headed blackbirds crashing to the ground by the hundreds on a random street oh in Mexico God. last week in uh, Chihuahua. So you can see several of them then just literally dozens of the birds are left dead. Many of them come uh, right back up, are able to fly away, but it's believed they may have died as a result to, of toxic fumes from a nearby heater or even something having to do with power lines nearby. It's still, frankly, a big old mystery. No cause of death has been determined yet, but the video is just so stunning because, as we say I mean, every day on this show, unbelievable amount of birds. Like thousands of birds. Seen or heard before. Yeah, like a torrential downpour of birds. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. It's, it's like it was raining. Look at that. That is... Dude, if you would have been walking on the sidewalk, you'd probably be killed. I'm guessing... Wow, okay. All right. Yeah, slide two, they, they, real quick, they show some of them up close. They walk up to these birds. I'm going to play slide two. Okay, for Charlie. Charlie okay. answering songs. Okay, Andy's so. playing video. He's 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 uh, he's really working over there, earning his keep. Okay, this is just them walking up. She sees them up close here. All these birds on the street. God, that's so sad. Now, Aww. also last week in England, I think in Wales, this happened with birds. Two hundred birds just fell to the floor. You're doing pictures, Snits? Yeah. Slide three. There's, this bird, this happened over there hmm. in, in the UK. Birds just fall, this litter slides full, falling right out of the sky. So what the hell's going on? There's littering the street. These birds are just falling down. I don't know. I, I don't have an explanation for this. Usually there's a, a logical yeah, explanation, but I'm sure you're going to provide us one. Well, then I started to research birds, and I came upon something that blew my mind. I've never heard this before. And maybe you've seen billboards for this, but have you heard this movement before that birds aren't real? Have you ever seen these billboards? They're all around the, the nation. I, I 